The future we build together begins with what we create today. Aloha shifters, all you awesome people out there throughout the matrix, whatever title you want to use, light workers, shifters, light guardians, hackers, lovers, co-creators within this beautiful holographic matrix. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Brennan and you are tuned in for a very special live broadcast recording of a paradigm shift solstice celebration team building hangout. So thank you guys. Much love for being a part of this. And as per usual, we got some awesome shifters who are joining us in this hangout. So for all the people who are tuned in live, let's all unmute our microphones and say hello and wish a happy solstice to all the beautiful people tuned into this. So let's all say hello to the beautiful people out there, guys. Hello, everybody. Awesome. You guys are... You guys you guys are so cool. I love you guys so much. <laughs> and thank you guys so much again for tuning in. And for those of you who may be new to this, we're just going to give you a little bit of an introduction as to what this is. This is, as we mentioned, a Solstice Celebration team building hangout as part of the global real world interactive game of ParadigmShiftCentral.com, a real world game to help shift consciousness. And of course, you can check out more at the main website. And what it is that we do through this project is that we are building a global team of shifters, of people who are intentionally helping shift consciousness. And with each broadcast that we do, there's always going to be new people who are tuning in and getting the opportunity to connect. And with the theme of the solstice, we're going to be using this episode to sort of look back on what we've done and to be able to celebrate where we are now and what it is that we are bringing with us into the years of 2017 and beyond. And so a big part of this project is really about collective inspiration through the creation of interactive conscious media, such as this broadcast here, and through the ongoing documentation of the shift in consciousness. Consciousness. And on the main website, you can check out more of the quest journals and conscious articles and the full length movies and the community videos and all sorts of amazing, awesome, cool stuff. So if you guys are tuned into this live, please feel free to share this with your friends. And if you do want to join, just send me a message on Facebook and I'll be able to send you the information to be able to join in the hangout from there. So in terms of, again, like in terms of what I want to do here, I just want to get into introductions and we're going to ask people just who they are, uh, like as in their name, where they're from and what they're doing to help change the world or what they want to be doing to help change the world. So, cause I think those are kind of like one in the same question, what you want to do to help change the world begins with like what it is that you're doing right now as you work your way towards that. And then we're also going to ask just a little bit about what the solstice might mean to us. And we'll get a little bit more into some of the, uh, some of the symbolism and the esoteric knowledge related to the solstice and whether or not like this whole, like, you know, Christmas and everything, if it's actually just a lot to do with astrology and uh, we've sort of just like misinterpreted a lot of it and turned it into something else. And it's really about the journey of the self, but we'll get into that. But with that said, I'll just uh, introduce myself real quick. Uh, my name is Brendan. As I mentioned, I'm one of the team captains amongst many captains for the Paradigm Shift Central Project. And this project began back in 2009 as a single club in my college when I set out with the intention of like asking the question of how can I help change the world? And one of the ways how I was doing that was studying media at the time. And I'm like, all right, I can create videos. I can create cool internet content and I can use the internet to help bring people together and I can share the story. And what I can do is I can create a physical paradigm shift community and then encourage others to do the same where they are as well. So a big part of this project is the fact that there are global paradigm shift communities all across the globe that focus on regular open-minded discussion and meditation groups. And we always want to encourage people to be able to create those where they are and to just be able to go out there and take 
action to be able to choose to be the change that they wish to see. So that includes free hugs, hacking the matrix, building community, creating art, and all of those beautiful things so in terms of just like what i'm doing to help change the world uh this is a big part of it really being dedicated and spending time being able to create what i think of as digital sacred space to be able to bring us together to be able to share our stories because the fact is like we may not know everything individually but collectively like it's really exciting when we can start sharing the experiences that we're having the knowledge that we're gaining and the bigger perception that we are waking up into and of course this bigger shift in consciousness has a lot to do with waking up to our potential within this dreamlike reality and uh, the unity and seeing beyond the illusions of separation and bringing more love into this world. So there's a lot more to talk about and I'll explain more as well as some basic updates on what to expect in the future of the project moving into 2017. But in the meantime, let's go around the circle and get a little bit more of an introduction to some of the other shifters who are joining us here live tonight. So with that said, uh, we do have a few players in the game and I'll just go over the uh, names. We have Bianca, we have Devin, we have Emmy, we have Erica, we have Heidi, Sammy, we have Kevin and we have Tom and Emmanuel, I believe. And uh, again, we'll be getting some more people joining in as well as we keep going. So again, setting this intention, this broadcast is really about collective inspiration. And, and for all the people out there who, who feel the call to help change the world, like let this be fuel to spark our collective spirit. So before we go into the introduction, just invite you guys to take like two deep, simple breaths and connect here with a moment of oneness. So just inviting you guys to close your eyes. I'm going to just go into a small micro meditation of your own and I'm just going to go into silence and literally just connect into your own moment of oneness right now before we go into the introduction. So go ahead, just take a moment of oneness, silence, breathe. And just continue to be aware of your breath, continue to breathe and just allow that presence to remain with you as you continue to uh, share this time and space together. Awesome. Sweet guys. So with that said, we're going to pass the talking stick around. And um, again, I just want to plant the seed because I can talk more about the stuff that I'm doing later, but I can tell you guys a little bit more about like the uh, real world superhero stuff that I'm doing in terms of the, uh, the <laughs> creation of mystic Spider-Man and going out there and dressing up as Spider-Man and doing free hugs and all that fun stuff. But I'll tell you about that later. Let's hear some introductions from some of the people here in the circle. And uh, yeah, we'll begin with that. So I think, was it Emmy? who would like to introduce themselves first and they are new to the team new to the game so uh, emmy if you want to unmute your microphone go ahead and you can tell us your name where you're from and what you're doing to help change the world or what you want to help do to help change the world and a little bit about what the solstice means to you so emmy if you're there go ahead and unmute your microphone and say hello hello i'm emmy and i'm from miami beach florida and what I'm doing to change the world is um, I'm personally working on my own self-development and trying to be the change I'd like to see in the world as well as a light, you know, just another uh, one of the many uh, spiritual lights 
hopefully this will catch on to others, right? Holding the space pretty much. I also have a show on a sports internet radio called sportsovertime.com. It's called Off the Deep End, uh, where I uh, discuss different topics from conspiracy. So that's focusing on awakening, uh, spirituality, and aliens. Uh, so uh, it's just something that I luckily able to do because I go to a media school myself and I'm using those resources, those free resources I have access to, to uh, basically, you know, shift in, shift things in my own way. Uh, kind of uh, use a captive audience <laughs> to my, to my favor. And what solstice means to me, or sorry, the winter solstice means to me, obviously it's a, it's a big energy shift uh, and a great intro into the next year, uh, which uh, for me, I think it's gonna be a great year in change. Uh, 2016 is a nine year, so numerologically speaking, that is a year of completion. And 2017 is a one year, year of many new beginnings and possibilities. And I think that we can all feel it. And that's pretty much it. That's awesome. Sweet. Thank and um, sorry, is it Emmy or M? What, what, do you, what name do you want to go by? Emmy. Emmy's good. Okay, perfect. Yes. Awesome. That's uh, super exciting. I, I like that you're also involved with the media side of things because, um, yeah, just like getting the getting the ideas out there on the waves, on the airwaves is uh, such a powerful thing, planting those seeds. So thumbs up. Thank I look you. forward to being able to um, hear more about what you're doing there. And uh, okay. Emmy, please feel free to share the links in the, this chat and I'll relay them into the other chat as well. So. All right. Sounds good. Thanks. Perfect. Thanks. No problem. And uh, again, guys, with these broadcasts, uh, part of what we were, we were doing here, you know, we're, we're also like sharing the stories, featuring the things that people are creating. So if there's someone who you hear during this broadcast, check back afterwards if you miss some of their links and you'll be able to connect with their profiles and their projects and uh, their ongoing story as well, which is a big part of this project is encouraging people to create, document and share their stories. So with that said, we'll keep passing the talking stick around and uh, we'll pass it over to Tom. So Tom, local paradigm shift, London, Ontario, Canada shifter. Good to see you here, brother. And uh, go ahead. You can do a little who you are, where you're from, what you're doing to help change the world or what you want to help do to help change the world and what solstice means to you. Go ahead, brother. All right. Thank you so much, Brendan, for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, so yeah, my name is Thomas Grabowski. I'm uh, from London, Ontario. And uh, what I'm doing to change the world right now is learning to make peace with my past. You know, um, 2016 has been a really challenging year for me. And uh, I've been going through quite a bit. You know, it's been a very transformational year. And learning to let go of certain things that no longer serve me so I can be at more peace with myself and understand my challenges and um, shortcomings so I can be um, a newer version of myself, a one, somebody who can be of greater service to other people, you know. There's, uh, there's this great saying, you know, um, and, and this goes back to nutrition. It's kind of, it's, it's a little off topic, but it's like, you know, you gotta, you gotta help yourself first before you help others, right? So I, I really believe that because like 
when you go through something, you you can be of more genuine service to other people. And that's kind of where I am at right now. And I would really, the way I would like to see myself moving forward, um, I really want to start working on my business again, getting back onto my business. And um, I'm if, the work that I've been doing recently on myself uh, and training is I'm an eating psychology coach. So I help um, transform people's relationship with their food and body and seeing that our relationship with food is more than just food, but it's really meant for a place of personal exploration where we can further develop into more of who we are and step more into our authentic being. And that's kind of what I am really, really passionate about right now is, you know, helping people step into their own authenticity, you know, and that is a huge thing for me because, you know, like, I know we've all been there, you know, wearing masks, pretending things are okay and, you know, living kind of like this false life. And I really want people to start stepping into their real selves, their higher selves, the, their selves that makes them come alive, the thing that makes them more passionate, the thing that makes them feel good to be them, you know, because I think no matter how many things we accumulate on the outside and we collect, you know, materialistically, we, we still find that emptiness inside. And I, and I think that's where spirituality comes in. We can fill in that hole by embracing who we are, by bringing more self-acceptance, self-love, self-appreciation, self-kindness, not only just for ourselves, but so we can begin to cultivate these positive attributes towards others so we can start being that beacon of hope for other people so they can actually see that it's more than just this you know, body that we're living in, but that there's more to this universe than the eye can really see. Awesome, man. Sweet, Thanks. Tom. That's, that's beautiful, dude. And um, yeah, let, let's just, uh, I'll just set it up. Does the solstice mean anything to you in particular, if you just want to give us a short answer on that? Yeah. Um, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't really know what, solstice is to be honest with you um but the way i see it is when when the seasons change for me winter is more of a time to like really be reflective and you know be being alone and being in solitude and finding that space to you know really reflect you know who am i and asking questions and you know being very present with the darkness because you know what a lot of the times we want it sunny and bright all the time, but we know that life doesn't work that way. We're going to have sunny, bright days filled with good stuff. And we're also going to have dark, muggy, gloomy days. But the thing that makes it different though, and I'm kind of going on a tangent right now is, is, is I really want to say is that, that it's not just what is going on, but also how we respond to these so-called negative events or dark nights of the soul and having a deeper understanding of what it means to be human and a deeper understanding of uh, who we are and really giving ourselves the time and space to rest and to nurture ourselves into a more deepened being so we can blossom in the spring into a new us. Brandon could have disconnected 
I don't see his picture moving. Yeah, he disconnected. Oh no. Uh oh. <laughs> he should be back. Yeah, yeah. let's wait for a second. Yeah. Oh, but you guys, okay, so we're all together still, but he disconnected. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure. Well, I'm going to message him on Facebook, see what's going on. Is there a troll in here? Who's the troll? All kidding aside, but we're still on. Hold on. Is everybody still here? Thomas. Yeah, he'll be back. There? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, Thomas. Okay, hey, listen. By the way, while while we're there, the 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 self, right? The self. What okay. is the self? Hold on. There he is. There he is. He's back. Yeah. Um. Thinking about everything you just said, by the way, which was very beautiful. What do you think about the self? Like, what is it that? Like, one of the most profound questions that I've ever come across upon is like, what is watching? What is seeing doing these things right everything that's happening hey brother, i'd love to answer your question but this is right now and i don't really want to interrupt no problem but we are waiting for brendan to get back right just give me a second I'm trying to contact him, but he's not responding. I don't know if his power went out or like his internet got shut out, but like. It's all good. It's all good, brother. It's all good. Like, it's a very simple question I was asking you. You were saying something profound and I'm going to ask you again. What is it that is experiencing those profound states? It's a question I ask myself, right, all the time. What is the self? Like, I'm, what I'm kind is of thinking it? that we should yeah, continue hey. with the um, rest um, of the introduction. Yeah. So, hey, guys, um, I'm just talking to Brendan right now. So I'm actually going to take over the show for now. Um, so, again. Here he comes. There we go. <laughs> okay. Just a little... the dead. He was scared, man. Thomas got scared there for a moment. You guys are okay? <laughs> glitch with the internet. I'm not exactly sure why, but we're okay. All right, yeah. Jump out. Probably because the government doesn't like what we're um, talking about. <laughs> That'd be scary. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, what happened to Brandon? Oh no. Wait, is he? Oh, he's gone again. Oh no. Things are happening here. Oh, am I yeah, still you're lagging? Cutting, yeah, you're cutting in and out. <laughs> keep keep talking let me just make sure things are okay do you want us to keep going with okay. the introductions i think i think i'm more i think i'm okay now actually so can you guys hear me okay now is that better yeah yeah that's okay um Okay, let me just double check. Uh, shout out to everybody on YouTube. YouTube, are we still live? <laughs> I think we are. I think, I think we're fine uh, for whatever reason. 
um, we still just a little hiccup. So that's okay. All right. Um, and again, let me just give my browser a second to catch up. Tom, were you done? Did uh, Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't remember what, what I said last, honestly. <laughs> I, I can't. But no worries. Yeah. Um, okay. W one thing. I, one thing I was. I was just gonna say, uh, and then we'll pass this over to whoever wants to introduce themselves next. And it looks like things are, things are good. So, okay. <clears throat> Sweet. So, uh, if you guys are on YouTube, just drop some eleven elevens in the chat. Confirm that you guys are still getting the feed perfectly. Um, what I was just gonna say, Tom, and then we'll we'll pass it over to uh, whoever wants to introduce themselves next. And um, I know Michelle's in here, so maybe Michelle will might want to introduce herself soon because uh, it's been a while. So. Um, Hi, Michelle. <laughs> and uh, what I was going to say, Tom, um, you know, I, we've known each other for a while. And uh, again, Tom is kind of a, he's, he's a local Paradigm Shift London buddy of mine. And what I really uh, admire about Tom is that he really brings out this like realization that he, as he said, he wants to help people like step into their self-empowerment, their authentic self. Yet, it's important for people to realize that you don't have to be perfect in order to help people reach their own degree of perfection. Some people have this sort of vision that like, you know, like, Oh, I can't help other people until like I'm have nothing wrong in my life. But the fact is like, you're never not going to have nothing wrong in your life. I mean, there may be times where you sort of have a good control over things, but face it, you're at the whim of the universe in every given, given second. And so like out of, that it's it sort of like anticipated that like you will go through stages of comfort and vulnerability and strength and confidence and and you know just like uncertainty and everything and it's how you kind of ride through those waves that are really like what I feel um, you know a person who's a personal coach is trying to help and encourage people to do um, so yeah Tom like I, I really you know I, I'm excited for your path to unfold because I've seen a lot of like the personal transformation within yourself and, and you've been saying you know like like I want to help people like I want to be like a health coach nutritionist and stuff and I'm constantly seeing you like doing the self-work as well like you're you're going there and you're just saying you know like I don't got this all figured out yet but that's not going to stop me from like moving forward and, and helping other people because it, it's cool because just through the power of media again like Tom is a person every now and then he'll make a, a, a Facebook video like that Facebook video even though he may not be like 100% confident about it can give confidence to other people who may be at the point where they like don't want to even feel ready to make a Facebook video. Um, but yeah, I don't know if Tommy just had like any response to that, but yeah, just like that idea that like you don't have to be like this, like almighty perfect being in order to like help people um, be it through life coach, be it through anything. So um, Tom, I don't know if you just want to have a response to that, but yeah, man, thumbs up yeah. props to you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I would say, you know, if you're, if there's something in your heart that you feel that you want to share with the world, have the courage to share with that with the world because, you know, you, you never know how many people's lives you may touch with your message and with your words because words are such a powerful medium. And if you pour your heart into whatever it is, 100%, no matter, you know, no matter what the consequence is going to be, you know, without fear of failure or fear of what other people will think of you or fear of, you know, whatever fears you got going on in your head, feel the fear and do it anyway. Just, just do it. Just speak it, just share it. Whatever it is that you feel you're super passionate about that you love to do, just do it and find a way to make it happen because there are so many opportunities out there. And like the time is now, like there's never going to be a tomorrow. 
you know, just take the opportunity now. And if you, even if you're not totally sure, just get started, <laughs> just get started. Yeah. I think, I think it's, I think, um, it just kind of like adding on to that and sort of seeing it from uh, just one perspective and then we'll get back into passing the talking stick around. Um, you know, I, I think there's a difference between like sort of saying like, just do it, just get started versus like planting little seeds that are a start of something bigger. Cause sometimes I think it's good to be reserved and to be patient. And there are going to be times when we're like super ready and we're super jacked and we're super pumped to go out and do something, but maybe it would actually serve that process better if we were to actually just slow down get our ducks in a row, figure out a strategy, do the practical aspect. And I know this is something um, Michelle even talks about, you know, kind of like doing this logistical work involves with all of our consciousness shifting endeavors to be able to create more space to play and to dance and everything. But you kind of have to like manage your stuff. So, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, you want to bring in like this, this almost kind of uh, this, yeah, it's a balance between the left and the right. It's that intuition of just like feeling the urge to get out there and be creative, but at the same time, balancing it with that logistical, analytical and practical side of things as well. Because, you know, we can say like, just start it today because there's no better time like today. Just starting it can be the simple process of planting a seed and brainstorming some ideas and yeah. meditating on what it is that you actually want to do. And then maybe you get started in like a month from now is when you officially kick things off. So starting mm-hmm. is is this very gradient process and it doesn't mean like jumping live on air right away or going out there and just like engaging with your community right away um starting is like also again it's it's the self-work as well um yeah but yeah yeah yeah. and i think just acknowledging that we can start in little ways is part of it so just thinking about it that's still something so if you as long as you're taking those little tiny steps every single day even if it's just like a little tiny one that's what's for me what i recognize as being like you know super important and even stillness stillness is important too so right yeah yeah uh, j- just just to just to finish this off with this the last kind of like spiel what i was tr- really trying to get at is that fear can get in our way from mm-hmm. starting mm-hmm. you know so so don't be afraid to do the things that you're afraid to do you know cuz uh, cuz it can be a little uh, overwhelming especially when you know, you get a lot of other uh, variables to think of, like, you know, if you have family or if you have money or if you have whatever or lack of time, whatever it is, whatever kind of like excuses that we may tell ourselves, you know, and, and, and I totally understand, like, absolutely, you need the logic, you need the structure, you need all of that. But don't be afraid to get started, you know, to to think a little differently and to put those seeds out there. Definitely, definitely putting the seeds out there. That's everything big begins small. So yes. Awesome. Sweet. Okay. Tom, thank you very much, man. And uh, if you have to head out at any point, just, just let us know and uh, we'll be happy to just like let you say farewell and everything to everyone. So awesome. Dude, you're rocking it, man. 2017 is going to be huge. It's going to be huge. (laughs) And uh, what, well, what we'll do uh, as we kind of go through the broadcast, we'll also be using the space to like set intentions for 2017. So we'll do that. And Tom, if you want to do that before you leave, we'll, we'll make sure you get a chance. So sweet. Okay. Um, let's keep passing, talking, stick around. And thank you so much everyone for being a part of this. It's really exciting again, to be able to come together as consciousness to say like, Hey, this is what we're doing. This is what things look like. This is how we're moving forward. And, um, yeah, just being able to share our stories. So a huge shout out to everyone helping shift, shift paradigms wherever they are in all the little ways.
So um, let's pass the talking stick over and maybe Michelle, just thumbs up if you want to go next. Yeah. Okay. So we'll pass the talking stick over to Michelle. And just to reiterate, um, Michelle may have may not heard, but just basically your name, where you're from, what you're doing to help change the world or what you want to do to help change the world, one and the same, and what the solstice means to you. So Michelle, welcome back. It's wonderful to see you. And uh, when you're ready, we'll pass the talking stick over to you. Thank you, brother. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. It's been a while. So. I, it has been a while. As per usual, every now and then. So. Right on. Um, I was thinking, have you been doing these much, the team building ones? Or have I just been out of the loop? Or has it Regular? Been- yeah, it's been pretty regular and everything. Oh, so, so good. Busy I, I- on grand adventures. One me, yeah, for sure. I I just happened to catch it today, and I felt so beautifully called to be a part of it because of the solstice. Um, as a witchy woman, the solstice means a lot to me because I just I feel the shift in energies just in the the time. Um, but I don't know. I've just I think that I for me personally, the solstice means that like if I had a nine to five job, I would want to be able to take off holidays for like the solstices and the time change weekends and the energetic shifts more than the actual like Christmas. Because for me, I don't celebrate the other holidays so much, but I celebrate the energy shifts and the time change weekends. There's always like a big energy shift and um, and these kind of solstices and equinox too are big um, pagan there were there was a reason why they uh they did everything by the moon and the sun and the stars and the planets is back in the days because that's really what arch- architects are reality so that's what that means to me um and that's why i always go by the moon too everything by the moon so um what else am i saying um my i mean i could talk about my shift my move to boulder uh if, if, what, what was what was what were so the other questions? What what are you doing to help change the world to help shift paradigms, or what do you want to be doing to help shift paradigms? So you can even talk about maybe like plans for 2017, or yeah. you know what you've been learning, what you've been integrating this year, because oh I know this God. has been a very big year for your witchy adventures. So yes, okay, so um, so I just so okay, so to like start from the beginning of the story is that I felt the call to expansion. Um, Joseph Campbell calls it like your hero's journey, or you're going on a quest, and when you feel the call if you don't answer the call you die a little like your soul shrinks you shrink so for anybody listening if you feel the call to expand and you're hesitating on doing it do it um it's not easy though because something that and like something you guys were just talking about were like planting seeds out there so remind me before i get done with this little bit to talk about putting the seeds out there um so i felt the call i drove across the country i put everything in my car i moved to boulder some of you who have like been keeping up like saw that the other part of this is that um instead of like doing the whole like badass like oh i'm on facebook like here's me in the mountains and i did a couple videos like that but like for some reason like energetic wise is like somebody who's a sensitive being who's also a healer which one of my prayers and like intentions, my deep intentions and souls calling and what's actually happening. I've got the steps I've, I did a group on today and I'm um, renting a space in Boulder here to like start my healing practice because I do shamanic energy work. And that's like my huge intention. That's like the thing that I'm going to manifest is like a healing practice with clients where I'm actually seeing people regularly and doing energy work for them because that's like a soul calling. The other thing that I moved to Boulder to manifest because that was the call was that I lived on the beach in central Florida and it was a temple and it was exquisite, but I didn't really have a community to like serve. And as Tom mentioned, like that whole being of service is the largest thing someone just wrote in the thing i hate shamans that totally caught my eye i hate shamans that's so weird it's like um (laughs) 
<laughs> That's so funny. I'm glad that I saw that. Um, so um, it, I, shamanic energy, it's, I feel like defending that. It's like the most powerful and beautiful um, thing to be in service to, in my humble opinion. So you can, you can hate all you want, but I think, I think that deep respect for a lineage and a tradition of like earth-based wisdom is really important for consciousness. And that's all I'll say about that. Um, so um, singing is another part of something that the sh shamans do is they sing and we can sing through sound and do sound healing. And last night there was a kirtan in my freaking living room. So that is something about, um, talk about accomplishments and things. Um, the house that I'm living in, we're doing ceremonies in and sound healing ceremonies and everything like that. So, um, Let's see, uh, somebody said that they love Boulder. They want to go there again, such beauty. Yeah, so, so Boulder's an energy vortex. And it's funny because I went on my journey to like go to different energy vortexes and now I live in one, which is great. Um, and so, yeah, so I'm here to do my soul work as a healer, as a singer, as a teacher. And then I'll talk about the planting seeds thing. Um, so that's what I want to create in 2017. That's what I'm doing to change the world, right? And what I love that you said, um, has to do with a dream I had. So you'll like this little story. Um, you said that you don't have to be perfect in order to give your offering. And two nights ago, I had a deep dream in my own little practice for, this, for the solstice. And that was exactly it, was that I tend to not want to take up space or I tend to not want to, like with what I was just to circle back, what I was saying about being so active and only having X amount of energy when you travel, like I didn't feel like I had the creative space to like make offerings, right? And I missed it. I missed wanting to write an article. But when you drive five hours a day, you don't want to sit down and write an article, you know, <laughs> and you don't feel like the, um, if you're tired, you don't feel like you have the, um, when they said you said earlier in the podcast fill yourself up before you can fill up others right so there's like this energetic balance that you have to do when you are a shaman or when you are a healer where you have to take care you have to do self-care so that you can give out to others um so i didn't feel like i had that and i felt like i needed to ground in order and center in order to give of myself in that way and do, 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 do. but two nights ago i had a dream and that dream was your offering is just as exquisite as those people who are just constantly putting out because we're there's like a barrage of things out there all the time right that people are that the people are um always giving so just to have the confidence and the courage to not need it to be maybe at your 100 percent capacity in order to give it but to give your medicine because you're in devotional service to the medicine that you have to bring and so that's where i'm at right now and i guess my growing edge because I also go in and out of introversion and extroversion and so I think a lot of for me is like do I want to be out there in front of people all the time but it's like when you're meant to be of service you kind of have no choice um, and it makes you feel more full and alive and some people like Skull I see that you get really juiced off of like being all the time and on and on and on like being on like with people and I uh, that's something that I've had to balance so that's um, a growing edge and something that I want to kind of understand more about myself. How do I be more of the, how do I be out there more and put those seeds out there more, but still like take time for silence and stillness. And I think that that's a huge part of my own spiritual journey because as I lived on the beach for two years, I spent a lot of time in silence 
and it really gave me a lot of discipline. And now I'm in community in Boulder and I live with people and I'm hosting events in my house, which is what I wanted for expansion, but it has taken a lot to get used to as somebody who's sensitive. But you know what? I know I can teach other people as I go through this journey how to do that and how to balance that. So this is the walk that I'm living in order to be able to share that medicine with the, with the world. So I hope. Oh, beautiful. That's awesome, Michelle. Thank you so much. Thank you for rocking it. <laughs> My honor. <laughs> Very cool. Yes. And uh, again, you know, like with, with just kind of stepping back and reminding people and, and yes, just thanking again, Michelle, and just thanking everyone for tuning into this. I just want to remind people that as we're kind of going through these broadcasts, because, you know, we have a good range of, um, you know, everybody's different. And some people have kind of been like dedicated to this intentional path of like shifting consciousness or being a healer or being a facilitator. Some of us have been doing this for like years. And then we got some people who, who may be kind of like new to that endeavor. And, and I think that's the beautiful thing about it. Um, and again, it really just goes back to the idea of like ripples create waves. And that is like how we help change the world is by like just knowing that like every single one of us, like, you know, like your, your presence and someone else's life can change their world, which in turn changes the world. So, I mean, like you don't have to show up for a community of thousands try showing up for like one person within like arm's reach of you and then kind of continue to go from there. And I mean, it may just mean like showing up for a friend and, and saying like, Hey, like, you know, allow me to be a mirror for you without even having to say this, but allow me to like, listen to what you're passionate about. Tell me what you're going through. And, and in the process of doing that, that is one way that we can help simply by allowing ourselves to allowing others to be heard through us being that presence for them to be able to express themselves. Cause I think in a lot of cases, you know, with this world and everything like that, a lot of people, they just like, they haven't had, they, they, they are like lacking that immediate connection where they have that community to be able to talk to somebody about their spiritual growth, about their ambitions, about their dreams. And so like, that is like the power of community, um, which again is, is what this project is about is what like just so much of this shift is about is that, you know, we, we want to change the world on a big scale. Let's start doing it on like the individual levels as we continue to build ourselves up and, in generations to come like that is like where the change happens because if you want to go out there and like tackle you know like politics and stuff like that if if you're still like dealing with stuff on the inside and everything like that then you know it, it, it may be almost counterproductive so it may be something where you almost want to like step back and like reevaluate and just sort of like find your own place of balance find your own zen and then become like an even sharper sword and even like more like objectively critical uh accurate and intentionally creative magic wand that you are to be able to like cast some awesome magic uh into this world because each one of us like each one of us you know like we're we're literally doing that we're literally like just like practicing this process of casting our intention um michelle you want to jump in I do. Um, so I started with the Joseph Campbell hero's journey analogy. And um, at the end of that hero's journey, you feel you hear the call and then you return to the people with the, as a sharper sword or with your medicine. And so one of my prayers for the solstice, I say in front of everyone in 2017, is that may I be here in Boulder. I just landed in Glen Barrel. I just totally moved into this apartment. And um, 
and I'm grounded now and I'm, I'm working on, like I said, I mentioned a group, but I'm working on starting to do readings and healings um, here. And also if anybody wants to contact me for that, infiniteeverything.net, reach out to me. And I'm doing like a half off special uh, with the group on. So I'll do a half off special with you for the actual services and I can do readings and stuff via Skype, et cetera. But you return to the place with the medicine. So may this, from this moment on, from this podcast today, from me stepping out into the world right now, may I, this be the first step planting the seeds to return as a sharper sword with the medicine that I have grokked from the last six months of traveling and getting here and everything journey and now pre bringing that medicine to the people. So. Awesome. I like yeah. that. Like bringing, like we do that. We bring the medicine with us. Like that is, that is like the big message is that you, you bring the shift with you. Like you are the shift. And again, it's like those little conversations. It's those little seeds. It's those little moments and it all adds up. Um, so what I just wanted to say though, as well, as we keep going around with the, the introductions and stuff, is just reminding people listening to this and reminding people in the hangouts is that this space this digital sacred space. Like it is really a place to be able to practice It's to be able to practice communicating. And I think that is just like a really important thing to remind ourselves of. And that was like, when I started this project, that was like, that was it. That was it. You know, it was just like bringing people together to practice talking about things that we didn't normally get a chance to talk about. And in this case, you know, we're talking about our ambitions and we're talking about, you know, like what it is that we are creating together. So just reminding you guys that for any of you like still introducing yourselves in the chat, that this is a chance just to, sometimes you don't even know what you're going to say, but you just kind of like show up in the moment and you allow your, your soul to speak. You allow your heart to sing and you allow yourself to express yourself in that moment. And um, you know, that's where the magic unfolds. So again, thank you everyone for being here. Thank you for, for being like, you know, like vulnerable just in the fact of like, you know, this is just practice, but that's where the fun is as well. So think of this as play. And uh, that I think is another big thing that we'll bring with us into 2017 is that like that ingredient of play bringing play in, into what it is that we are creating so um let's uh keep passing the talking stick around as we go through some more of the uh, introductions get to know some of the other people here who are helping shift paradigms where they are so if anybody within the chat would like to unmute themselves and go next um i think erica erica would you like to go next is that sure Perfect. Okay. So Erica, we'll, we'll pass it over to you, who you are, where you're from, what you're doing to help change the world and what solstice may mean to you. Go sure. ahead and welcome. Um, so I'm Erica. I reside here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, actually born and raised. Um, I guess what I am trying to do um, to kind of make my difference in the world and my impact is with friends. Um, you know, I'm kind of just imprinting thoughts and ideas, things that I research and things that I, that I'm kind of learning as well, but just trying to make small steps with them, not scaring them with these far out ideas. Cause it seems like a lot of people in my life are not as awakened as enlightened. Um, I'm, I'm still kind of new to everything. I've kind of had a 180 this year. Um, so I'm kind of on a new journey and I'm, I'm trying to share this information slowly with friends, especially vulnerable friends who are going through tough times. Cause I feel like, you know, they need the most, they need to know, you know, um, there's more to life than, um, than the fucking matrix, this bullshit, you know, all this drama, everything that people fucking fall for part of my lingo. <laughs> This is, I, I, I'm, I'm harsh um, and I, I'm very blunt with them. 
you know, I, I try not to get too emotional with people. I try to just get straight to the point. And that's just how my word sticks with people is always just getting straight to the point. And it resonates with, with them when I communicate like that. And that's just kind of what I do. And I try to page on Facebook. I'm off of Facebook right now. Um, Revolutionize human consciousness. Um, it does get kind of political, but it's just um, trying to awaken a lot of people of um, how fake everything is and keeping everyone aware. Um, that's just very important to me. Um, I don't know. I can go on and on and on. <laughs> um, and the the solstice, uh, the winter solstice. What it means to me is um, inner reflection. Um, you know, I've had a lot of. Um, actually, last night I really something just clicked with me last night, and I've had some things bothering me, and I had a reflection, just thinking, this is why I let this bother me. And I was able to get to the bottom of it. And when I woke up this morning, I was like, you know what? I can move forward. Now that I was able to look deep and figure out why I let that bother me, I can move forward. And I'm trying to train myself to start thinking like this, is to look deeper, backtrack, and move forward, and also teaching others to do that as well. Um, kind of like a new year, new me already right now trying to change my mentality and help others guide guide others that, that way as well that's awesome erica thank you so much and yes and and i, and I think um again you know like it, what, what you're doing is great because with a lot of people again different people are kind of like in different stages of awakening but a big part of it comes in like changing the way how we look at the world changing the way how we like think it's literally changing the way how we like critically analyze things coming at us within media and things like that changing the way we ask questions so i mean what what you're doing um again i think that's like a really really important thing it's just like encouraging people to think for themselves instead of just mm -hmm. believing everything else that's put out to them which is question everything question everything exactly so that's awesome. That's awesome. And uh, I checked out your page on Facebook as well. So revolutionize human consciousness. And I'll include that into uh, into the show notes okay. for people. So, so people in the live chat on YouTube, you guys can uh, go like that page as well. So Sweet. awesome. Thank you. Sweet. Awesome. Well, Erica, thank you. Thank you for joining. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, keep bouncing the talking stick around as we keep going. So Awesome. awesome thanks all right so um let's keep uh going guys and uh, as we kind of go through the introductions and the conversation will just kind of open up into freestyle and um yeah who would like to introduce themselves next please feel free to unmute themselves and go ahead so it looks like devon so devon welcome back brother happy solstice and yeah. we'll uh, pass the talking stick over to you. And again, who you are, where you're from, what you're doing to help change the world, and what Solstice means to you. Cool. So my name is Devin Burnham. I'm from Vancouver, BC. What I'm doing to change the world. Actually, it's a more, it's a really inward journey. Maybe just about a year ago, I was diagnosed for psychosis and schizophrenia and a couple other mental disorders kind of things from these doctors. They said I was going to be on medication for a long time. And then... Maybe about like a month after that, somehow, somewhere, I ended up in Peru with these shamans and doing ayahuasca. And to this day, it's still a miracle for me for what it was like just witnessing the energy and the spirits and 
you know, the presence of these shamans, their, their, their mastery with consciousness and energy and being able to kind of like visually see all that and like feel its presence. It was just like, it was ground shaking. And before that, I think what attributed to my mental illness is me following that matrix, me trying hard to, you know, make others perceive me as someone I, I wasn't and, you know, falling just really deeply programmed and entrenched in, in this kind of, you know, not something out of my own truth is what led me to breaking down like that and then being led to ayahuasca. And so what I want to do is actually just study, study Reiki, study these, you know, these, I call them like miracle healing tools and give that back to the world. But it's going to be a long journey of study, patience and discipline before I can really, you know, give that back. But, you know, I'm in it for the long run and that's, that's, I don't see myself doing anything else. And, you know, I think that's a blessing for me. And yeah, what the solstice means to me is just kind of, you know, after connected with mother ayahuasca and like the earth and stuff like that, I want to know, you know, astrology made its way into my life and I'm just, you know, continuously reading about that. And so that's, that's why I'm here. Yeah. Perfect. Awesome, Devin. And um, yeah, again, what, what I think uh, just comes to mind uh, with what Devin's saying is just like the, the idea that, you know, again, this project is encouraging people to choose to be the change they wish to see. The beautiful point of that is that like, it, you, you can almost think of it as like, that is like the center of the Mandela. And then out of that Mandela, there's like all these beautiful colors, all of those beautiful colors. Those are all the different ways that each of us can uniquely help change the world. So again, like kind of just like going back, you know, like we just like have, you know, like Tom's like talking about like doing his, his work with like personal coaching. And then, you know, Michelle's talking about like hosting ceremonies and doing like medicine sound healing and then we have like erica who's focusing on just like helping people think for themselves through like media and stuff and then we have devin who is also talking just about like doing energy healing and uh, getting into reiki and things like that uh as well and uh again you know even emmy who was on here earlier talking about her steering her stuff over the media so um again i think that's that's the beautiful part of, of what we're hearing here is we're hearing sorry part of the different stories as to like, you know, the many different ways that we can help heal ourselves, heal the planet, bring more consciousness into it, hold space for community and uh, yeah, all those beautiful things. Um, but yeah, Devin, was there anything uh, like in terms of like the, the energy healing and the Reiki stuff, like have you already um, begun working with your Reiki process so far? Just curious. Yeah, I have. There's a shaman that just lives in Vancouver here as well. Her name's Crystal Lynn. So I've been taking classes there, crystal healing. I've got my first level in Reiki. And so it's just, you know, practice. And I actually do plan on going back to Peru to see that same shaman that, you know, pretty much saved my life. It's if it, I just keep looking back, if it wasn't for him, I'd still be within the matrix thinking that identifying with I'm a this, I'm a, I have that and, you know, on medication for, you know, who know who knows how long and you know i want to i'm learning learning spanish for when i'm down there and you know trying to save up enough money to be there for an extended period of time and you know i'm just going to go there knock on the front door and just kind of be like can can you teach me can you know like a really old-fashioned way of you know the master and apprentice it's like that's i crave that much truth and add you know i want to walk on like hot coals to get to 
you know, the, the form of serving I want to, I want to be able to perform, but it's, you know, I feel this kind of like, I'm not there yet, but you know, I, it's, it's just like a patience and, you know, persistence, but I'm in it for the long run. And it's, I just, I don't, I don't see myself doing anything else, but yeah, it's just, I've, you know, it's planning so far and, you know, execution, solely execution, but yeah, like crystal healing and Reiki, you know, I've, I'm familiar with, I'm really sensitive empath. I, like I didn't know that before. And, you know, things are just kind of, they're, they're looking really bright and they're really starting to fall into place. And, you know, with the solstice and all that, I, I really want to make, you know, 2017 a really, really progressive and positive year. But yeah. Thanks. Awesome, man. Awesome. Um, yeah. And, and, uh, I think, um, Michelle, did you want to say something at one point? I, I saw you had your mic open a moment ago when Devin had stopped talking previously. Maybe not. That's fine. Um, but yeah, like again, we'll, we'll pass the talking stick around a bit more. And uh, yeah, like I like Devin, what you're kind of saying there is that with like your healing journey, you're acknowledging that this is going to be a process that you're investing like multiple years into sort of thing. And, and I think there's a lot of power in that when people individually, when we kind of reach a certain point where we, we come into alignment with what it is that we feel we are here to do. That's a very powerful thing because then it kind of comes into this process of being like, okay, I am willing to commit the next several years of my life in order to be able to be a part of this ongoing journey. Cause uh, again, even like with this paradigm shift project, you know, there's, there's parts to it that we're still getting into, but even to get to where we are now, I had to start it in the beginning somewhere, but I knew it was a process that was going to take time. And like, that's part of the beauty in it is like when you allow something to like slowly grow over time. So, I mean, you know, maybe people listening to this might get encouraged to say like, Hey, I, I, I'm going to start ex- looking into Reiki. I'm going to start looking into energy healing. And um, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. And, and just going back with the time process, I'll just say this and then we'll pass the talking stick around. Uh, you know, the solstice is, 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 for me, a very exciting time of the year. And, and obviously a big part of that is because it brings us back to the memories of December 21st, 2012, which was like a big thing within the collective consciousness. And, and I think very simply looking back at that, what I like to think of is, is the fact that what we are observing now here as we enter 2017 is a result of what happened in 2012. So some people might say, you know, like, oh, nothing happened in 2012 because December 21st or December 22nd was the exact same as December 21st. And it it all seemed very similar. Um, But what happened in in 2021, even if it like, you you know, you could almost just say if there was like nothing cosmic about it, you could almost say there was almost like psychosomatic where we like created this story for ourselves, where we'd be like, oh my God, something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. And then we make that happen subconsciously, like even if you're just taking astrology out of this. But again, like what it was is that it it was people waking up to the shift. It was people waking up to this unity and it was happening more and more and more. And collectively, we see it out through through the internet over the past several years. So many more people are talking about these, like these topics. So many more people have seen videos on Facebook related to, you know, like quantum mechanics and interconnectedness and unified field theories and all those beautiful topics that link back to bigger understandings and shifting paradigms. And so I think it's just really cool to like think back on where we were on almost what you might have been feeling 
at this point last like in not just last year but at this point you know like four or five years ago back in december 21st 2012 and if you can almost just like zone into that and for me like when i think back on that like for me it was like excitement it was excitement and anticipation and again knowing that we were at a point where some very ripe seeds were being planted and now what we are seeing today is those seeds are growing and 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 you you like everyone listening to this like you're that you are part of that for for the the beautiful part of this story is that that spark is within everyone everyone's going to wake up in their own unique way and everyone's kind of like gravitationally drawn through the cosmic forces of love in the universe to certain moments at certain times to initiate their own awakening process. And, and it's very likely that many people tuning into this broadcast, maybe back in 2012, maybe they weren't quite as quote unquote awakened or whatever, um, which is totally cool. And again, just think back on like how maybe uh, it might've just been within the last year. And I think that's a beautiful part too, is that people are waking up very quickly uh, in some ways in, in these days, like whereas before what might have happened for some people over the process of like several years, some people are getting introduced to in the process of several weeks and maybe even several days in some cases, depending on how the information is shared with them. Um, but again, it, it is just, uh, it's, it's a really, the, the solstice is just like a very nostalgic and uh, for me, a very cool thing to go back to and in, in, in the little aspects of saying like, just like look at the seeds we're planting to the bigger aspects of like, we are part of a cosmic wave. And that's something we can talk a little bit more as a, as we get into later, but yeah, things are continuing, continuing to shift. And, um, and the last thing I'll just say is that remembering that we're always in a constant state of awakening. No one ever becomes like fully awake. It, that's, that's, that's not a thing. So it, it's not this process of like saying you're either awake or you're asleep. It's this process of just like, how much are you along your process of awakening? So even the people who we refer to as quote unquote asleep are still awakening in their own process. But to us, it just like may look different notably, but it's still our job to honor them and to honor where everyone is at. And how we're going to like shift them out of that is like through love is through compassion is through communication is through art is through magic, um, you know, just like real magic. And uh, yeah, so again, just like acknowledging that everyone is in this constant process of awakening, awakening to yourself. Nasate ipsum, that old axiom, that is very simply what it comes down to. And as you know yourself, you'll continue to find your place within this bigger story uh, as well. And everyone's got a beautiful part to play in it. So big and small. Sweet guys. Okay. Let's keep, let's keep passing the talking stick around. Huge shout out to you guys. Much love. Just like send in some love, get some love, get some inspiration off this. Woo. Getting pumped. Go out there, change the world. So let's keep um, passing the talking stick around as we uh, hear some from some other shifters and, um, Whoever would like to go next, please feel free to unmute your microphone and we'll let you grab the talking stick and you can go and looks like, oh, sweet. Okay. So, um, and Annie, did, uh, if you guys want to go, you can go ahead test, your, just test your microphone. Yeah. Can you hear that? I think so. If you can lean in a bit, that will help. So cool. Okay. All right. So uh, again, we have we have two people on a one webcam right now, and you guys can both just say who you are, where you're from, 
what you're doing to help change the world and what the solstice might mean to you. So welcome and go right ahead. Hi, um, my name is Katie. Uh, I'm from Ireland. And this is Anya. Anya, hi, I'm Anya. I'm from Ireland. We're from Belfast, Ireland. We were housemates, friends, cousins, a lot of different things. And uh, our mission is pretty much intertwined a lot. Um, Sorry, can, I was just going to say, um, can you guys, just before you get into it, can you talk a little bit closer to the mic? Like your microphone's kind of distorted because the room's big, I think. So just like talk not loud, but talk closer to the microphone. And I think that'll work. Okay. Hi, that? I think that's okay. Is that much better? I think that's a bit better. So yeah, go ahead. I'm fine. I'm fine. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, okay. I'm Katie, and I'm from Atlanta. Co-shifter. Um, yeah, we're pretty much just figuring ourselves out as we go along. Yeah, that's that's a good question. Uh, can you under, can you all understand this? Okay, the microphones and the um, accents are like kind of layered on top of each other. So. <laughs> Um, Annie, I was just gonna say, Annie, it's coming clearer on your side. Just, just so you know. So I don't know if the mic's on that side of the computer or something, but, uh, but just so you know, and make sure you're not like covering it with a finger or something. So. No, we're not doing that. Yeah. Um, okay, we'll work on that. Uh, where was I? What were the questions? So just, again, yeah, just uh, can you get, can you say where you guys are again, and just how you're helping change the world, and what solstice might mean to you. We are in Belfast, Ireland, to bring in the new earth. Um, in our way, we're working with culture, we're working with the energies. Um, as Erica said, to revolutionize human consciousness. I thought it was uh, quite poignant. She said to question everything straight after I wrote down to question everything. Um, yeah, solstice for me, it means to embrace the dark as we enter the light, the winter solstice that is. Um, it is the longest night of the year. Um, yeah, for that, this being the nine years, the end of a nine year cycle, numerologically speaking, uh, it seems like the gathered darkness of nine year, nine year, that nine year cycle is coming to that brink. And like I say, embrace it. And as, as we enter the light, it is the light of 2017, the one year, you know, which is the year for me. It means self mastery. That's what I'm going to move it with the intention of. Uh, yeah, well, I'll pass it over to Katie anyway, see if you can understand her. Can you actually hear us, yeah? Yes? <laughs> okay. Um, right. Well, I'm Katie. I'm not... Yeah, so I have a few here actually. Um, okay, so like Michelle, I'm actually very, very sensitive to energies. Like, um, I would call myself an empath, and um, I've been finding it kind of um, difficult kind of dealing with the energies and stuff and being around uh, people. But um, what I want to do is to obviously help people as best I can. At the minute, I'm starting to kind of like um, break, open up more on Facebook. Um, I've been kind of finding a way from that because as 
Erica said a lot of people, you know, aren't as awakened, and you know, I kind of just I don't really I want to kind of um, be able to find the balance. Um, speak to reach as many people as I can on whatever level I can. So I kind of find that difficult to find uh, yeah. that balance on Facebook and social media and stuff, you know, like going too deep where it actually you know turn people away and you know I don't that makes sense. Yeah, it um it's finding the practical application of of what of what you're trying to do. Yeah. And then my personal life, like I, I have people, friends and stuff here I would help who, you know, going through depression and stuff like that. From my own experience, I can actually, you know, be there for them. Um, with regards to the solstice energy, um, yeah, I, I think it's really affected me today. I've been very sick, just woke up very, very sick, and I feel like it is the energy that's actually, you know, it's, so sensitive. Okay. it's true. Um, <laughs> and to me, it's just allowing to let go of the past and make room for the new and set new intentions for 2017, basically. Mm -hmm. So that, that's us. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Okay. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, we, we, I think, um, we, we heard, we heard that and, and I definitely heard, um, what you guys were saying there and yeah, like I even like, uh, what you were saying there at the end of just like making, like clearing out the old and making room for the new. I, I think that in itself is uh, very, very important. Um, yeah. So again, like, thank you guys for, for shifting paradigms in, in your own ways and, and just being able to like hold space for people where you are as well. And, uh, yeah, it's awesome to know that we got like light workers and shifters all across the world. So from, from Belfast, Ireland. So shout out to you guys. <laughs> And um, yeah, if you guys want to jump in at any point, just feel free. Uh, we'll just have to like make sure that your microphone's like okay or something like that. But uh, can, I, can I? Can I just? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On the pronunciation of my name, it's pronounced Anya. Anya, perfect. And yeah. And sorry, and your friends, because I, I is Katie. Katie, okay, that's what uh, I thought. Yeah. I heard. We can't, for some reason, Katie, we can't hear you when you're on that side. You almost have to like turn the laptop or something. I don't know. That's my name. Katie is fine for her name. She's got another name, but she's. Okay. <laughs> All right. No worries. Okay. So Anya and Katie. Perfect. Thanks guys. Um, yeah. And, and again, you know, like with, with the solstice and stuff, and we can talk about this a little bit later as we go along, but just kind of planting that seed is that it is a great time to sort of acknowledge like ways that we are doing things and then observing them and reprocessing and deciding like to let go of patterns that no longer serve us so that we can make room for new patterns. And these can be like patterns within your everyday life. They can be like mini rituals. It can be something as simple as exercising and meditating and just like making a habit of like going out and getting fresh air and things like that, or making a habit of like creating a certain time of the day when you're going to read a book for a half hour or you're going to like practice some art within these certain time blocks and stuff like that. Um, I'm just kind of saying this from my own examples and stuff, but yeah, like that is something just to sort of plant that seed is like really setting in the, the opportunity to be able to create new patterns as we get ready to move into, into 2017. So very cool. Um, I will say guys, we're getting close on the, uh, 11, 11 Stargate. So, uh, as we get ready to go into that, um, we'll, uh, check in or as we go through that, we'll check in with a little intention setting. So with that said though, we'll uh, pass the talking stick around and, uh, who would like to go next?
for in terms of introducing who they are and oh and uh sorry actually one second heidi uh tom do you have to leave does tom have to leave and tom if so do you want to say farewell um tom go go ahead if you're if you gotta head out go ahead oh <clears throat> go ahead tom yeah yeah thank you i just wanted to say thank you so much for uh, everybody for showing up and thank you for sharing uh what's on your heart and uh, your experiences and what you're doing um i'm really happy to see that we're in this together and we're going to do some really amazing work for 2017 and I'm, I'm i'm super excited to uh get the ball rolling forward and uh i wish you i wish uh all the best to all of you and uh thank you so much Perfect, man. Awesome. Thank you too, dude. And um, maybe you see you at the Paradigm Shift London meeting this Friday, if you're around. Maybe. Yeah. We'll, maybe. Okay, yeah. Cool. yeah, we'll see. <laughs> if it works. Cool. All right. Thanks awesome, man. We'll see you in the future, though. Yeah. Have a great night, guys. Sweet. Cheers. And um, again, we'll post a link for Tom's Facebook into the show notes. Um, but for people on the YouTube live chat, I'll just post that into the live chat. Well, and you guys can connect with him. So... Sweet. And uh, Tom, if you have any other notes or links that you want me to post, just post them in the chat or send me on Facebook and I'll post those as well. Okay. So we'll keep passing talking stick around. And I think, um, Heidi, did you, if you would like to go next, please feel free to unmute yourself when you're ready. And uh, we'll pass Hello. the talking stick over to you. Hello. Hi, we can hear you. So sweet. Hi. Okay. So we'll pass over to you. So who you are, yeah. where you're from and what you're doing to help change the world yeah. and solstice means to you. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm Heidi. I'm from Pennsylvania. And um, right now, I've been taking time, realizing I need time out in nature. That's what I've realized. Definitely agree with uh, Katie. And um, <laughs> Anya, uh, about the concept of uh, the solstice about uh, darkness, uh, embracing the darkness, and it's hard to accept sometimes, but I uh, definitely need to get a lot of fresh air at this time, <laughs> making art. <laughs> My intentions is definitely to have more self-awareness and control and um, realize that there's an equal amount of darkness as there is positive and you can't um just push it off you have to accept it it's part of yourself and the whole planet yeah that's awesome Paul, I have to say. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Heidi. And um, you're, you're also, you're um, like you said, you're kind of like, you know, working on yourself and spending time. You're also working on some art and stuff, aren't you? Yeah. I paint a lot with acrylic. Cool. Cool. Does, um, like, can you just like say like, what, yeah. what is like when you're like working on art and stuff like that, like what, what does that do for you? Like, how does that sort of just like help your imagination? It's a sort of, well, it's a meditation for me. I don't ever think about what I'm going to paint. I think about what colors I'm going to use, and then it just becomes something beautiful. Like, I painted a whale tail <laughs> today. <laughs> this is really pretty. <laughs> I wanted to share it, but um, it's really dark in my room. 
<laughs> that's cool that's cool i like um i sort of like the idea that you know it's kind of like the image is already there and, and we're just kind of like showing up to help to help it reveal itself sometimes so yeah it just yeah. flows through me that's awesome though that's awesome do you and do you sort of like is is working on your art and stuff is that something you'll be doing more in 2017 presumably oh yes of course sweet mm -hmm. perfect sweet awesome and uh yeah definitely <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. And, and again, you know, like Heidi, you've, you've sent me some of your art and stuff before. And again, like that's stuff that what I want to be able to help do with this project is help like feature the stuff that you guys are creating. So um, yeah, Heidi, let, let me know how I can help like in, in sharing some of your art as you, uh, as you continue to make some more, I'd be more than happy to. So. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Sweet. Cool. Okay. And uh, is there anything else you want to say at the moment? We'll keep passing the talking stick around. So. Yeah. Um, that's all I have. <laughs> awesome. Thanks. Cool. Okay. So, um, thank you again to Heidi and to everyone. And, um, yeah, like guys, as we, uh, as we keep going through, I'll explain more kind of, uh, what I have for like the vision of the future for paradigm shift. But as many of you know, like a big part of it, and this is where like kind of like the back end work of like the website design and just like Facebook and social media stuff comes into play. But a big part of it is creating a platform for us to be able to help tell our stories, to feature our art, to feature our creations. And so like for people who are creating art, who, who are like, you know, creating quest journals on the main website, <clears throat> I really want to be able to like help everyone in, in different ways of, of how we can be able to help just like give us a platform to share and be able to help give people a, an invitation to like connect with us individually as a, as artists and, you know, conduits for our own unique sources of inspiration. So um, as we go through this, so it's just 11, 11 uh, as we pass through to that. So let's just take another moment of oneness here and we'll just kind of like align into uh, what it is that we kind of like want to be able to just like bring into 2017. So just inviting you guys to just like chill out for a moment and just go into your own silence and just kind of connect with your breath. <clears throat> and then from here, as we just gently breathe in, we're just going to do a micro meditation. So gentle inhale. And gentle exhale. And then just take the next few moments in your own mind of what it is that you want to be able to create more of, to bring with you into 2017 through this moment. So a couple of simple ideas, things such as, you know, calmness, courage, creativity, love, passion. So any words that come to mind, just say them to yourself in the next few moments, just as you breathe. And we'll just take two deep, long breaths here. So just go ahead in your own silence. And then from here, just take a moment as you continue to breathe and just take your heart, sorry, take your hands and put them over your heart. 
And so just connect here with just a couple more breaths in your own silence and really just allow yourself to project your intentions out. So just reminding ourselves that even in these simple moments of how much potential we have, of how much we have to offer, to give each and every one of us through our own unique experience of being here in this opportunity, this gift, this beautiful journey of constant transformation, constant creation. So just thanking each and every one of you, just thanking you, inviting you to thank yourself for all that you are, for all that you have done, and for all that you're continuing to do. Aloha, much love. And just gently bring yourself back and when you're ready, you can slowly open your eyes. Awesome, guys. So, yeah, I mean, again, what, what I want to do later in the broadcast is really just kind of like saying, you know, what are some intentions for 2017? But um, just hitting upon that now, I mean, for me, like some of the words that went through my head as I was just kind of listening to myself think there, uh, you know, magic. Magic is like a big thing that I want to be able to carry into 2017. And, and magic can mean different things to many different people. But I feel like that's kind of been my mission my objective for, for quite some time. And it's something that I'm still stepping into is how can I help bring more magic into this world and inviting people to like see the magic in the, in the everyday and to see like the potential within themselves. So magic community and uh, plenty of more free hugs. So those are just a few things that I look forward to bringing into 2017. So awesome guys. Thank you again so much for everyone being here, for being a part of this, for being a part of this collective inspiration and uh, yeah, super excited. So let's continue to move forward and um, who would ever like to introduce themselves next, please feel free. And uh, we did have another player, uh, Dane, actually joined. So shout out to Dane. And um, whoever... Yo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, whoever would like to introduce themselves next, uh, please feel free to unmute your microphones and maybe Dane, if if okay i think we'll, we'll, we'll let bianca go okay that's totally fine so bianca we'll, we'll pass it over to you and um bianca welcome back to another hangout and again similar same question who you are where you're from what you're doing to help change the world what you want to do to help change the world and what solstice may mean to you so bianca welcome back and go right ahead thank you and um my name is bianca aka b i'm from california and what i'm doing to help shift consciousness is first off working on myself and just being me and with that comes my light and i'm an example of unconditional love what i find myself mainly doing is offering those who have no one to turn to a listening ear and a place of acceptance and comfort while also helping them with my own being my with my own example of just being I committed myself to assisting those who have a hard time speaking, whether it be they are non-English speakers or shy or scared to speak for whatever reason. I found I have a knack for helping those who consider themselves outcasts. I don't know how, but I have a way of understanding people from different walks of life. And I, 
it may be due to my open heart, but all I know is whatever I'm doing, it works. <laughs> and I offer my wisdom to those who seek me out for assistance in their lives. And I know I do a whole lot more, but I just don't have the words for it right now. Um, the winter solstice for me, it means a time of change and everything in my life, but mainly letting go of letting go of what I was taught and opening myself up for new ideas and the wisdom and then sharing those new ideas with everybody. Um, thank you. Awesome. That's awesome, Bianca. Thank you so much. And um, if you don't, if you don't mind me asking, because I know we've, we've we've talked about this before in other broadcasts and stuff, um, you kind of like really uh, like bring a lot of like just uh, representation to the Starseed community and stuff like that. Is there anything you might want to say about that, and maybe how you've even noticed like the shift of like people opening up to concepts of Starseeds and their own identity like over the past like several years, and kind of where we might sort of see that moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I started noticing it more when um, people started like relating themselves to, it would just come out of people. I would just attract people that would just blurt out, you know, these alien names or these star systems or talking about these galactic beings and whatnot. And it just, it kind of attracted itself to me and I put myself into the community with it all. But um, um, I see this, it's, expanding and i mean it's in everybody's consciousness somehow some way because it's in the movies it's in games and it's in everyday things that we see every day it's just it's like um like a silent disclosure almost happening everybody's aware of the aliens everybody's aware of this somehow some way through star wars and whatnot and it and these things they resonate with us and it it, it'll click something in our mind somewhere somehow and we start asking these questions and everybody starts I mean, at some point you start seeking answers and what happened with me. And I'm also into all of that. I help people find their um, galactic origins and help them figure out what it is that they're feeling, why they feel a certain way, why do they they resonate with a certain star system so bad or why they feel they don't belong here. And that has to go back with the whole outcast thing. And yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's expanding quickly and, a lot of people are catching on to that really fast and a lot of people are coming around asking questions really a lot. <laughs> I hope that answered your question. I don't know For if sure. I answered your question. <laughs> yeah yeah no no it did it did um definitely because i mean like there's there's a lot to there like again different different people kind of awakening from different angles and and a lot of them are coming through the uh, starseed angle as well so it's again it's kind of cool that we got like different shifters kind of at like different gates as people are kind of like stepping into to this new world so to speak so you know some of them are coming through through like the energy healing side some of them are coming through through like the political some of them are coming through through media some of them are coming through starseed so bianca is uh the the ambassador so to speak for for one of the starseed gates as uh again you know and, and that's what's gonna happen people are gonna start being like be like hey uh you know like has anybody ever talked about this or maybe you know can somebody tell me more about this and that's where people like bianca or people such as people listening to this yourself can be like hey you know i am totally open to talking about it let's talk about how incredibly big this universe is um bianca go ahead i saw you unmuted yourself if you want to jump in go ahead. oh um uh, just um my Facebook, if anybody wants to hit me up or anything, um, I'll share my link in the chat box or on YouTube. Um, but it's uh, at facebook.com, uh, B loves Gaia, B L U V Z G A I A. And yeah, just hit me up there and I'll be glad to help anybody out. Perfect. Awesome. And uh, Bianca, you've, you've, uh, like, you've been doing some videos, haven't you? Like here and there? 
Is that something you might be doing more of in the future, do you think? Yeah, I do live webinars um, every now and then. I haven't done any recently due to being busy, but um, yeah, I do live webinars and sessions and take questions from people and anybody's welcome to come and ask questions. It's free and I offer my time. So everybody's welcome. Awesome. Sweet. Well, thank mm -hmm. you so much, Bianca. That's perfect. And uh, yeah, I'm just going to post your links into the YouTube live chats. And again, those will be in the show notes for people looking um, just either in the YouTube comments in the show notes uh, or on the main website under this broadcast. Um, okay. So just uh, taking a quick moment here, I just want to be able to, uh, I know Erica is heading out in a second. Erica, if you want to say good night before you head off in any last message for all the other shifters out there, uh, please feel free to, to jump in before you head out if you'd like to do that. So go ahead. Yep. Hey, sorry. I um <laughs> I I heard my my daughter said they they said Erica. I stepped away for a second. Um, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> what 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 did you want me to I I was just saying I, I think uh, you're heading out soon. I was just gonna yes. say if you had any yes. any message for the people uh, out there shifting paradigms before you head out. Definitely, definitely. Um I guess my message is, you know, keep rocking, keep shining your light, keep planting those seeds. Um, you know, I'm going to do what I can to, to guide who I can and to continue to grow myself. And um, it was a pleasure speaking with you guys. This is um, my first time doing this, um, and it was an awesome experience. So looking forward to more sessions for sure. Perfect. Awesome. And uh, Erica, just before you head out, can you just drop your Facebook link into the chat on the side just uh, so other people can make sure that they're connected there as well? Perfect. Oh, my revolutionized page? Either or, oh, you, that, that's right, because it's only your page. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, I'll have to, um, I'll have to not be stubborn and just reactivate my Facebook. I don't know. It's part of my self control. I don't blame you for, yeah, whatever works for you. So. <laughs> All right. I will. Yeah. All right. No have a good okay. night, guys. Good night. Awesome. Okay, so um, we're going to keep bouncing around here. And uh, mm -mm -mm, I know there's actually like possibly a couple people uh, who are watching this who are actually looking to join. So as uh, Erica and anybody else um, leaves, then other people will be able to join. Uh, um, so I think our friend Zoe might be able to join. Try now, Zoe. I'm just talking here in the background, but we'll uh, keep going around and, and getting some more introductions from people. And uh, we also have uh, Sammy, and we have Dane, and we have Kevin who are still here. So, whoever would like to go next, please feel free to unmute yourself, and uh, you can add your story to the collective documentation of our shifting consciousness. So, if one of you would like to unmute yourself, go ahead. And da, 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 if that's if Dane, yeah, I was yeah, going to say, sure. Dane, if you want to go ahead next. Yeah, yeah totally. Cool. Awesome. Well, okay. Dane, wel cool. welcome back. And uh, so we're just Thank saying you, like, yeah. who you are, where you're from, and uh, what you're doing to help change the world or what you want to be doing to help change the world and uh, a little bit about what the solstice means to you. Yeah, cool. Um, so, yeah, my name is Dane. Hey, everybody. Um, it's a pleasure to be on uh, Paradigm Shift once again. It's my second call that I've joined on. Um, and yeah, I really enjoyed my first and really have so much admiration and respect and appreciation for everything that you're doing, Brendan. And, um, yeah, it's, it's awesome to be here. 
Um, so I'm uh, currently based in Western Massachusetts in the States, um, in the Berkshire Mountains. It's like a really beautiful, magical, kind of like woodland fairy realm. <laughs> uh, it's kind of like, I don't know, it feels like the Shire almost from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's really cool. And I live with uh, Gabe Solomon and Psylocke Univerus. I don't know if you guys know his videos. He's a really amazing, amazing guy. Yeah, they're both amazing. Um, but yeah, I just um, primarily have been focusing a lot on creating music. Um, I'm an electronic music producer. I produce music under the name Starseed. And you can find my stuff on SoundCloud uh, Bandcamp. It's soundcloud.com slash Starseed. Starseed.bandcamp.com. Um, Facebook.com slash Music. Actually, um, I'm going to put some of these links, I think, in the chat box, just in case people are curious. Yeah, you can, you can put those in in a second, man. No, no rush on those. So. Yeah, cool. Um, but yeah, anyways, um, I've been primarily focused on creating um, just like consciousness expanding music. And um, I perform a lot around the area. I've played a few festivals this year. Um, like Mystery Trans Festival was one that I played in Pennsylvania. Um, and then aside from music production and performance, I also facilitate workshops with Gabe and our other friend, Nash Atkins. Um, and, um, that's also primarily around the area that I live, but the workshops themselves are um, based around the concept of interactive music. That's what we like to call it. And um, they're spontaneous experiences of group co-creation in which we come together as a group to basically express ourselves musically um, in an unhampered way, um, free of judgment, of course, um, regardless of what the participants' skill level may be or prior musical experience may be. Um, we don't really care. Um, it's not really what it's about. It's just about coming together as a group and flowing with one another and feeling each other out and just having fun and, and letting whatever wants to be expressed be expressed and also understanding um, and relating certain concepts um, that have to do with consciousness um, and, and exploring those concepts in a musical setting. So like this past month, we taught three workshops um, at a yoga studio near where we live. And um, it was based primarily around like vibrational awareness and how um, of course, we live in a vibrational universe, um, how frequency and your state of being as a vibrational being um, corresponds to things like manifestation and um, like the ordering of dimensions and things like that. Um, how like, for instance, just like the notes in a musical scale occupy certain parts of the frequency spectrum, um, certain rates of frequency um, occupy certain bands and you can understand those bands to represent dimensions and things like that, subdivisions of existence. Um, but anyways, so that's a little, uh, about what I do and, um, what the solstice means to me. It is, um, always something to me that has represented kind of like a rebirth, right? Like, um, for instance, the sun, um, reaches its northernmost point 
along the ecliptic and then it stops for three days uh, and then it, it is reborn right on Christmas. Um, so it's kind of like re represented that for me. Um, and yeah, I mean, the, the days begin to get longer at this point. So it's, it's definitely like a time of like um, metaphorical death and rebirth and just like the birthing of new ideas. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's a time definitely to be setting strong intentions, uh, especially going into the new year as well. So mine are, um, you know, to continue to put out inspiring content, um, definitely to connect with other people who are, um, you know, riding the wave of, of new consciousness and um, just like seeking to co-create with others. Um, especially, you know, like if, if uh, you could ever use any musical content for Paradigm Shift, like I would totally be down to assist you in that regard. Um, or anybody who's on the call, you know, if you, like, if you ever want to co-create, if you like the stuff that you hear um, on like my SoundCloud or my Bandcamp or my website or whatever, um, definitely reach out to me. Um, and connect with me because I, I definitely love to work with you. Um, and yeah, I think um, that's pretty much all I have to say for now. I don't want to take up too much time. So, <laughs> but I appreciate the, the opportunity and um, yeah, it's nice to introduce myself to you guys. So that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Dane. And yeah, uh, thank I, you. again, you know, like just like um, it's beautiful just because we have like so many people who who are just like, have their own unique like Jedi abilities and, and, and yours being music is like so cool. Cause like, that's like, I love music and, and, and as much as I would love to be able to do like everything possible within this existence, um, you know, like my spirit has kind of aligned itself to certain tasks and my brain kind of works a certain way. And, and one of those ways hasn't been too much related to music yet. Whereas like, you know, someone such as yourself has been like spending, you know, quite some time now, like creating their own mastery out of it. And, and especially like within like the electrical digital frontier of things, uh, you know, it's just like infinite possibilities right there at your fingertips, which is like, again, just an awesome form of, uh, of expression and a, a huge props to you guys, to to you guys, and to Gabe and to Zylock as well for for holding space and creating those community gatherings. Uh, those are super important, and again, that's a big thing that we want to encourage people to be able to do uh, within their own path is to be able to be like facilitators within their own communities, bringing together events like whether you're referring to it as a paradigm shift community or just any sort of event to be able to help bring people together to talk about things to practice creating um it's such a beautiful process and, and i just kind of wanted to ask you um dane like you you practice like flow tree and stuff like you it's not just like instrumental and stuff you practice like flow tree and stuff right don't you yeah absolutely um i write a lot um i've always been like really into um, writing poetry uh writing song lyrics and things like that um so yeah it's definitely a huge part of my creative outlet as well so yeah. Awesome, man. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say, I was going to say, as part of the party within this broadcast, um, I'd love to be able to bring some uh, flow tree into it. So I'll, I'll be happy to do some, and, and if you feel inspired to to do some at some point in the show, just just let me know, and uh, we can totally do that. Because again, I think it's just kind of one of those things where it's like a, a good way to sh to show people what the human like consciousness is capable of when we kind of just like allow ourselves to tap into this like internal like 
stream of consciousness that is constantly flowing through us and, and it's only like the thought processes of, of 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 doubt and everything that kind of like create these blockages but when we sort of get into that meditative state and just kind of like allow the flow to come through it's a really beautiful process and it's kind of another micro macro uh example of like how we can continue to help bring more awesome stuff uh, into this world which is you know like kind of like letting go of the doubt and, and making room for the flow in, in a lot of ways um but yeah dane do you uh, if you want to now or anything like that do do you have any uh flow tree that you would like to share at some point so okay you're gonna have to clarify okay what (laughs) what flow tree is because i've heard this term it's a fairly new term for my consciousness yeah and maybe is it (laughs) go ahead is it something that's more like spontaneous that that for me would be like how um i've sort of categorized flow tree into a separate thing flow tree is like on the spot like free flow lyrics slash poetry um whereas like anything else would be like you know like regular poetry and songwriting and things like that um sure yeah do you do do you do like the on the spot stuff as well i don't have as much experience doing that like i could probably probably do something but i don't know (laughs) i don't i don't totally feel comfortable doing that because i've seen some of yours and i think it would I don't have as much experience doing that to be honest no problem man and I yeah. mean, and again but i appreciate it, the opportunity yeah and, and even if you do have stuff that you've already got like written or anything any poetry or anything that you want to share as well um in this broadcast or in the future that's totally cool but awesome. but, but yeah like it, and, and again it is kind of one of those things that that does uh take practice um as well so maybe maybe since since we're on the topic um do you guys want me to practice some flow tree it's been a while yes i haven't That'd done awesome. i haven't done it in like weeks like i honestly haven't and and i it's interesting because like it's one of those things where it's kind of like a muscle and if you kind of like do it every day it becomes like super easy and stuff um whereas now i'm kind of in this process where like just like okay like i haven't done it in a while but that's not going to stop me from doing it so let me uh let me be brave here and uh see what happens in this moment so is that cool with you guys do some flow tree yeah okay (laughs) all right okay so um yeah and again i'll just do this as an example for for people watching this just to encourage you guys to practice this yourself to like kind of get into a zone where it's not so much focusing on rhyming but it's just focusing on like finding a flow and 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 just like keep moving forward and imagining as like this like stream of creativity and love just kind of like flowing through you and allow yourself to express what you feel called to in that moment so let me do one with the theme of what this is all about so let me take a moment here And so, shifters of the world, as we step through this dream of this solstice coming through as that eternal team, we're taking into this opportunity more moments to shine our light, more moments to let others know that they themselves are oh so bright. Because we bring in the creativity into every moment, to every place that we can be. We allow ourselves to extend with eyes that can see beyond the sights that we normally see. Because we want to remind each other that the poetry is within every moment, that the flowetry is within each and every opportunity.
to come through into the portals of our own space where we open up and remove the mass off our face. Yet we're putting on different hats of all the tasks that we can truly master in this place in one class because we are students within this cosmic opportunity to truly learn what it is that we can ultimately come into be awakening up magi within this one nation, allowing ourselves to step through and alleviating ourselves of any frustration as we see beyond illusions and let go of the fear and knowing that the consciousness is always and always Oh, so near, oh, so present and constantly clear within ourselves as we step into this new year. 2017 will be this opportunity to continue to grow as new opportunities continue to know what it is and where we can go. So as we travel within, let us travel without and travel without any sense of doubt, yet honoring the processes as it comes into our space, because that is the teacher that will teach us how to run this race because each and every moment is another opportunity to learn of what it is that we can truly do to help change this world from one opportunity to another, from each day to the next, from each place where we can put forth our best, to put forth our love, to give out free hugs and to know that every single ripple is what's going to change this world through the love and through the love. So was it perfect that was in the moment yes it was exactly what it needed to be so room for improvement absolutely always so yeah thank you to consciousness for stuff yeah (laughs) yeah like that's and again you know like that's just reminding me um flow tree is something that i really i i enjoy doing it is kind of like a, almost like a dopamine release that can kind of happen with it and, and things like that. So, you know, like I really uh, encourage people to individually find those things that you enjoy doing and make a habit of them, the little things. And those, like I said, those can be things like taking a walk. Those can be things like exercising. Those can be things like reading a book. Those can be things like practicing mantras, but allow yourself to begin to fall in love with like the little habits rather than just seeing them as like chores see them as like little tiny like adventures or, or, you know, like video games to level up, knowing that each and every time that you do it, you're going to continue to develop and grow the skill set. So at least that's just some stuff I came through the moment. So awesome. Okay. Um, where are we? We're here. We're now. We're present. Awesome. Much love. <laughs> so we're going to keep moving them through with this. Uh, we got some other people that we haven't heard from yet. And we'll keep this broadcast going till 1 a.m. And then we'll wrap it up uh, around that time, which will probably mean 3 a.m. Because that's usually how things happen here. Hopefully not too late. We'll see. And uh, just as like some additional information, um, if you haven't yet, go back and check out when you get a chance, the global meditation that we did uh, recently on the full moon of December 14th. It was a really beautiful one. And I really encourage you guys to go check it out. Um, And it had to do with contact, like with aliens and stuff uh but not maybe necessarily in the way you think like there's not much more i can explain to it without spoiling it but i really encourage you guys to go there and check it out because it's this awesome story and it's an awesome adventure it's really heart opening and um in addition to that this is technically the last broadcast the last like official broadcast for the regular team building hangouts 
of 2016 because we'll start we're going to take a break we're, we're not going to have a broadcast next week and then we're going to take uh like an opportunity to just like rebuild some stuff on the website and then we're going to be coming back with like a new schedule and new broadcast starting in the new year and uh, stay tuned because i'll explain a little bit more to that but basically what we're going to be doing for the time being is that we're actually moving the broadcast to wednesday evenings as a regular thing so as in the past it was thursdays and tuesdays uh every other tuesday was dream class now we're going to go into this process where broadcast will only be on wednesday so stay tuned because you'll see a new schedule and it'll be rotating through like regular things as well as dream class getting into it and i still got to figure out some logistics but um yeah just letting you guys know that that's one thing that's going on um but yeah other details and stuff i'll mention those as, as we get going a little bit later and so forth and so on with that said let's keep bouncing the talking stick or passing the talking stick around bouncing the ball around the cosmic ball here have a ball the universe said um <laughs> alan watts so whoever would like to go next and and add their voice to the circle of awesome people helping change the world and uh sammy you go go ahead if you have your microphone on mute can you just test your microphone real quick sammy yes yes we can perfect okay so sammy we'll, we'll pass the talking stick over to you and again just who you are where you're from what you're doing to help change the world or what you want to help to do to change the world, what the solstice means to you. And uh, we can kind of wrap this in because Dane also did it as well. And I almost should have done it at the beginning, but any intentions that you might have for 2017 as well, um, little or big. So if that's not too much, then Sammy will we'll pass the talking stick over to you and, and welcome to the hangout and the team. Awesome. Awesome. I like that. Celebrate the new you. That's very cool. It's super cool. Awesome. Well, Sammy, that sounds really amazing and, and huge props on, on your ambition to do that. Um, again, like the fact that you're already like feeling that call, like that's, it, it's, it's there, like that future already exists. And um, yeah, that's very exciting to, cause I know like doing that, bringing people together, bringing people together in community is like such an important thing. And um, you said like you're th you want to do it in Sedona. Is that your plan? Cool. That's awesome. Sweet. And um, yeah, like with, with stuff like that, again, like with a project like this, like I want to be able to like help like connect people with people and stuff. So um, yeah, one of the things within the project is that like the map will get revised and everything. So um, Sammy, if you can send me a link, are you on Facebook? Does that? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Can you just, if you can post your Facebook link just to make sure other people are connected too. And then um, yeah, like if people are in the Sedona area, would you like them to possibly contact you if they would be interested in helping out and stuff like that? Hmm. 
Tor. Okay. Yeah, so you're already connected with me on Facebook then, right? Is that or possibly? Okay, perfect. Yeah, so you can just send me send me your infos and stuff through Facebook and then I'll relay that. So cool, cool. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, Sammy, thank you so much. And I look forward to being able to hear more about your, your story and I look forward to helping along the way. So much love. <laughs> All right. We'll see you again. Take care. Awesome. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. Now I know, now I know which Sammy that is. Okay. Perfect. Awesome. <laughs> Okay, let's um, keep bouncing around here, guys. And uh, again, we do have a couple other people who we haven't heard from yet, which is perfect. Because again, like throughout this broadcast, like we're literally hearing from like dozens of people <clears throat> who are helping, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry guys, who are helping shift consciousness. And, and, and each one of us is doing it in our own like awesome, unique ways. And Dane's going to make the soundtrack for this whole thing, I'm sure. So um, <laughs> this whole thing's a movie. You guys didn't know that. There's a soundtrack, right? If you listen, Claire's closely say um sweet okay so let's keep bouncing around guys and uh yeah if um who would like to go next to do an introduction for themselves and whoever would like to go please feel free to unmute themselves first whoever unmutes themselves first will be the next person one that will pass the talking stick to and we'll just give it a moment here and we did have a couple other players who joined um i know zoe's in here and uh tranquil is in here as well so tranquil okay oh yeah did you wait hold on yeah sorry tranquil go ahead try unmuting your microphone if hey you can you hear me yes we can hear you sweet man awesome um welcome to the hangout and and again you can just say your name what name you want to go by where you're from what you're doing to help change the world what solstice means to you and any intentions for 2017. cool um, my name is Patrick, and I'm from Vail, Arizona. And um, the last couple of years, my friends and I have been helping the planet. In uh, we've been helping strengthen the light grid by burying these stones. Some of you may be familiar with them. They're called the Sintamani stones. And they're from the Sirius star system. And they're said to, they're supposed to like help dissolve the, dissolve the veil and help restore harmony and balance to the planet. So we've been burying these stones throughout the planet in like uh, major vortex points throughout the, throughout the planetary grid. And, um, that's what I've been working on. But in 2017, my main focus is to uh, create a local Sisterhood of the Rose group. You may be familiar with the Sisterhood of the Rose. It's a, it's a, it's a group that um, helps anchor goddess energies to the planet, energies of peace and love, harmony and balance and joy. Good, good stuff, good positive vibrations like that. So... Our intention is to gather once a week because as you know, as I'm sure you guys know, when we gather physically and when we meditate together physically in person together, 
um, our power is amplified greatly. So, so I'm trying to get a group together to meditate once a week for, uh, to, to anchor these, these cosmic energies of love. And I encourage everyone to um, start local Sisterhood of the Rose group, groups in your area or, or meditation groups. You know, you don't have to call it, you know, call it what you will. As long as the intention of bringing peace is there, I feel like that is a very important thing. Um, for this for this shift into the age of Aquarius and the shift in the golden age, I feel like it's very important for us to maintain a calm mind and and help uh, just help make it as smooth and peaceful and nonviolent as possible. So um, thank you. Thank you all for being your beautiful divine selves and um, shine on. Right on, man. I'm curious, um, <clears throat> like the the star, like the star keys is that you were talking about, the stones and stuff like that. Um, I'm curious to hear a little bit more about those when we get checking second. Um, just, I, I'm not, maybe, uh, did you just want to explain a little bit about like what the solstice means to you a little bit more? If you want to add that in oh, as well? Yeah, I knew I forgot something. Thanks for reminding me. Um, the solstice, man, the solstice is so very powerful. Um, on December, I would just like to add this. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever checked out this crazy blog called, uh, it's Cobra's blog, the 2012 portal blog. You should definitely check it out. Um, so this, th that's how I found out about this Sintamani stone and, and man, the synchronicities that have led me to this stone and, the, and that blog are completely mind blowing. Um, but, but the solstice on December 21st, 2012, the end of the Mayan calendar, um, this group of beautiful light beings, they, they gathered in the middle pyramid, uh, the, mid, the middle gray pyramid in Egypt, which aligns with um, al Nilan. It's the middle star in the Orion belt, also known as An or A-N for al Nilan. So that's the, that star is it a gateway into higher dimensions of oneness. And they meditated in that pyramid on that date to anchor um, positive timelines for this planet. And they were successful in their mission. So, and by this, I mean, there will be no World War III and there will be no, no like nuclear war or major disasters. So like all major negative timelines have been erased. So I feel like the solstice is a time for us to set intentions and uh, create positive timelines for us and for the planet. And, you know, it's, it's yeah, beautiful, beautiful, powerful, powerful stuff. Sacred, sacred alignments. Sacred alignments. I like that. And, and it's cool to think about, like, the idea that even, you know, throughout cultures and throughout history, people commonly recognized that, like, this time of the year was, like, such a powerful time for, like, setting those intentions and for doing, you know, those meditations as well. Yeah. Go ahead, yeah. Pat, jump if you want to jump back. Oh, uh, I just wanted to say, yeah, that's, like, so, so fascinating to me. It's definitely, like, clearly there's something something to this, like, uh, like um, Michelle was saying earlier about the stars and the planetary alignments. It's just also significant. It's also connected. And I feel like the stars and the planets are, they're living beings. They're just, like, on a whole nother level, you know? They're not, they're not plants and they're not people they're just they're stars and planets man they're crazy 
<laughs> yeah and, and again right like their presence in the universe like does have an effect on us so like it, this time of the year like everything's kind of like in an alignment for for a lot of uh you know a lot of growth a lot of hard opening experience and, and like and that's and it's continuous it's continuous but it's always just kind of like almost like pulses um there's almost like bonus xp available during during moments like these is, is how i kind of like to think of them so yeah like the seeds we plant now like can be extra potent it, the universe is like made for like seed planting right now it wants us to plant seeds right now so yeah. oh i love that bonus xp yeah <laughs> it's great um i just wanted to add in if anybody feels called to um can get a stone i will gladly gift gift anyone um, gift anyone one who feels also you feel guided to get a sentimani stone to help to bury um in your local area to help strengthen the planetary grid let me know mm -hmm. can you tell us a little bit more about those those stones like what exactly are some of the names for them and I'm just yeah for sure um there's kind of like a lot to say so i'll post I'll post a website also that has a lot of information, but um, it's uh, they, they say it's the highest vibrational stone on the planet, and it helps you connect with your higher self. Um, it dissolves implants, and um, it just greatly increases your uh, your inner guidance. And uh, yeah, really, really interesting. Um, and what's you said like their what's their origin? Oh yeah, they they come from the Sirius star system, and they came here millions of years ago. They came from a planet that was orbiting this Sirius A, and and the planet exploded, and uh, now these stones are fragments of that planet. And it's actually a very very interesting and beautiful story as to why that planet exploded. Um, the Syrians were trying to um, transmute or like change their their higher dimensional planet like their etheric planet they're trying to change their etheric planet into a physical planet of pure joy and the experiment failed and the planet exploded but in a way i feel like it's uh it's not completely failed it's just been delayed because i feel like this is that planet of pure joy and it's just in the works so these stones are are they're gifts from the stars and um although i feel like the most powerful crystal we are, we have within ourselves, you know, the, the most powerful crystals, crystals, our higher self, our higher self, you know, we don't need anything outside of us, but, um, but this stone is, a uh, it's something special. And, uh, I feel like it can definitely help us along our paths. But the thing about it is it's, it acts as a magnifying glass. So it shows us what's inside of us so that we can work on it and so so that we can become more prepared for to carry out our divine mission so it's like it's not all fun and games with this stone it kind of puts you through uh a lot puts you on the path to, to beautiful things do the stones look like something in particular like or do they just look like stones or how do you tell they just look like black stones but um a lot of them uh, have transparent qualities so if you shine a light through them some will be like violet-ish and some will be like amber some will show like yeah, different colors but uh yeah 
Okay, cool. Um, yeah, and just a final note on that. What's the website that people can check out? You said like the Stargate um, General 2012 blog? I'll post um, all that right now. Okay, yeah, you can go post that in the notes and then I'll just relay that. That's fine. Cool. Cool. Thanks, yeah, man. thanks, man. That's, um, yeah, no, again, there's always like so much stuff out there that just, you know, one person can only explore so much. So it's great when like all of us are kind of exploring in different directions, then we're kind of like bringing back all these like little gems within like this bigger story. So that's awesome. Sweet. So, okay, Pat, thanks again, man. And um, maybe you kind of said this, but just real quick, any intentions that you want to set for 2017? Um, just to help liberate the planet from darkness, help transmute the remaining darkness and back into the light of love. Awesome, man. Sweet. Well, dude, thank you for doing it the way you're doing it. And like you said, like bringing the community together through community meetings, like that's so important. That's so huge. So thumbs up, man. Thank you. Awesome. And thank you, brother. Thank you for everything you do. Awesome. Can I say something also? Kevin, go ahead. Oh my lord. My name is not Kevin. My name is Wisdom Lover. Wisdom Lover, go ahead. Right, just sorry. <laughs> I love you. You know, I'm just kidding. No, I was just thinking about what you said about light and uh, darkness. Like, it's interesting. Okay, let me say one thing. Um, in physical things, right, we can have opposites. But in ideas, we can only have unities. So, like, light and darkness and darkness and light in the physical realm, they admit of uh, the extremes, right? They admit of the intermediaries and that it's all, it's extremely beautiful. And the idea of light, right? Does not admit of the extreme. I hope that pizza tastes good. See, that's that's light pizza right there. Toast. <laughs> this pizza is toast. Toast <laughs> uh, pizza. No, all kidding aside. Um, to be to be quite honest, okay. Back to the point. Well, shoot, I forgot now what I was saying. But like, uh, yeah, man. Listen, I've been listening for hours, and I love you all. So there you go. Awesome. Thank you, KJ. Wisdom lover. <laughs> I love you, brother. <laughs> Man, happy solstice, guys. Like, honestly, like, I mean, again, it's kind of cool because, like, yeah, like, people get, like, excited about Christmas and stuff like that. But, like, this is this is a day to celebrate. This is a moment to celebrate as well. And, um, yeah. So, a huge shout out to you guys. Okay. Who, sorry, where'd that, who's, who's talking there? Was that? I'm not sure <laughs> I think that's me. I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. Anya. Okay, cool. I didn't like have like two profiles in the chat somehow. So yeah, Anya, go go ahead. Jump jump in if you want to say something. Go ahead. Yeah. Can you chat? Oh, I'm figuring out this technical shit right here. But actually, yes, no, the guy that was speaking before that, not the last one, but the guy that was talking about the um, the, the, the crystals. The stones? Yeah. yeah. What was his name? Pat Patrick. Yeah. Um, I just can't believe like oh. you're actually be here and all of this. It's like music to my ears. <laughs> mm -hmm. Just that there's things like this that we can actually use. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and just like, act
good to kind of know what's going on with other people. And that's it. Yeah. Totally. Thanks. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks, guys. I'm glad you guys are here. It must be like 3 a.m. where you are, or like 4 a.m. Uh, okay. You're like, echoing over in this room. We're trying to figure out. Oh, out. yeah, because you guys don't have headphones on, so I'm probably echoing through you. So, Sorry. <laughs> no worries. Okay. Um, okay. So, thanks, Anya and Katie, still with us. I'm sorry. Belfast. Oh, sorry. I just, <laughs> I just muted you guys. <laughs> um, just going back, actually, uh, Patrick was just leaving the, uh, the co- in the comments, the link for about the stones. I'm going to check that out a bit, a bit more too. Um, and again, you know, like everything is information. Think for yourself, like take it, read it. Uh, if it makes sense for you, then, you know, like explore it. If it's not something that you feel resonates with you or whatever, then, you know, like keep keep exploring other stuff. But the website that he was uh, recommending people to check out is 2012portal.blogspot.com. So it's the numbers 2012portal.blogspot.com. So you can check that out there. And um yeah, and then from there, there can also be like further articles that he had linked into the Sisterhood of the Rose, um, which again, I think is like, you know, very much just like a paradigm shift initiated similar type project in its own way. And and that's kind of like what is very obvious is that like paradigm shift is, is you know, like one sort of like project amongst many projects and many organizations and it's beautiful because there's so many people who feel called to be able to like help change the world and and one of the simple ways how you do that is by building community by bringing other people together who also want to help change the world and then you start sharing your gifts you start sharing your talents you start sharing your inspiration and community is like such a powerful key that's going to continue to carry us through uh you know many ongoing aspects of this story so huge shout to you guys Okay, guys, let's keep bouncing around. And um, we did have a couple other people who uh, we haven't heard from yet. And uh, yeah, there hasn't been like so much like conversation, like free flow style yet. It's really almost been like everyone kind of checking in and sharing a bit of their story, which is still totally cool. Um, And it's good that we have enough content to actually just fill it almost with that. We've literally heard by the end of this broadcast, probably from almost like 20 different people uh, who have been shifting paradigms in their own way. So let's keep with that inspiration. And uh, from the people who are here, we also have uh, Zoe and we have Lisa and uh, we have Michael and uh, we also have um, Kevin. And uh, yeah, if one of you guys would like to introduce yourselves next please feel free to unmute yourself and we'll pass the talk and stick over to you. And we'll just give it a second. And I'm not sure. Did uh, Zoe, did you want to, did you want to go next? Possibly Zoe, if you're there, if not, that's totally cool. Maybe I'm sure Lisa has plenty to talk about as well. So we can pass over to Lisa. Um, Okay, cool. We'll do that. Sweet. Okay, so Lisa, we'll pass the talking stick over to you. First of all, aloha. Happy solstice. Good to see you. And uh, if you just want to do a microphone check. Solstice. You know, it's there. actually the next day here. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. So, yeah, it seems to be okay. I think there's just a bit of a delay, but it's not a problem. So what we've been... No, I just wasn't going to go because I just jumped on. Sweet. Okay, so um, Lisa, what we're doing uh, as we've been going around, we're just asking people who they are, where they're from, what they've been doing to help change the world or what they want to do to help change the world. And then uh, a little bit of what solstice means to you and any intentions for 2017. So Lisa, welcome back and go right ahead, goddess. 
Okay. Well, I'm... No, guys. Sorry, I turned myself off and I'm getting a call. I'll have to back on. You have to go? Okay, check in with I'll us later. Right no worries. No worries. Yeah, I apologize. No worries. You guys are on so late. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll hear from Lisa in a little bit. Okay, no can I say something then? Kevin, yeah, did you want to... Did you want to introduce right. yourself? Introduce yourself. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on, hold on. I'm introducing myself. Okay, solstice. Go let's go back to solstice. Okay, let's, go back to solstice. Keep it back to solstice, right? I want to. I want to be with you, brother. The sun is the cause of solstice, right? Like we wouldn't have solstice without the sun. Would you agree? Yes. Okay, so solstice and sun, right? So sun is a saw, uh, and then what's the other part of it? Oh, is it the equinox? Is that the other? Is like the two parts, equinox and solstice? Well, that's what we're saying. Equinox is kind of like the in between solstices. So it's like solstice, equinox, solstice, equinox. Oh, like life and death. I think we were looking at this earlier. Somebody said something very beautiful in the chat about uh, something life and death. You know. Anyways, mm -hmm. yeah, we can go back to that later, right? So. Life and death, equinox, solstice. So here we are. What do you think it means to you? What does the solstice mean to me? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. So what's interesting is that like with the solstice, like it's 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 not just like solstice. Like we're also looking at sort of like this this cultural story of Christmas. Um and so I mean like with the Christmas story, I think what's interesting is that like at this point in this time of year, we're seeing uh, you know, the second coming of Christ through the individual awakening of people. And so, I mean, when you look at Christmas and stuff like that, it's very interesting because literally the word like Christmas is Christ in mass, like Christ within people and everything. And when you look at the story, like this is interesting because Bill Donahue talks about this and, and uh, shout out to Mark. He posted a link for this earlier on my wall and I was watching it. But basically, you know, he was saying how like within the story of Jesus and everything, some people take it very literally which is you know totally cool with them and then other people are just like hey this is actually sort of giving us like a roadmap to how our own evolution has the potential to unfold and a big part of that is the idea that you know jesus never it, based on what bill donahue is saying like jesus didn't technically say like all come back in physical form but what he said is that like all come back within each and every one of you so i mean you know jesus was like this literally almost this this guy who was just like hey you know like namaste like i am you and i'm aware of this knowledge he was woke as funk and um within this process you know again he was teaching people how to wake up to their own potential to their own connection to divinity and then the second coming of christ isn't so much jesus showing up physically but it's like the process of christ consciousness awakening up individually within ourselves and then when you get into this whole like story of like christmas and everything even um you know dane was talking about this like the solstice is this point where the sun's kind of at this high point and it's like there for kind of like three days. And then like that process is kind of like the process of like the sun literally sleeping or resting. So it's like the sun as in like the symbolic representation of Jesus. So you start looking at the story of Jesus. Hey, as a can metaphor. I ask you what place are you looking from? Sorry? Ask that again. What place am I looking from? I mean, like in terms of the Jesus thing, like you're looking from what gospel because I'm thinking about oh, Mark and on the top of the gospel, like, but you're talking about something different. Go ahead. 
I, I wouldn't be able to reference a specific gospel. I don't know exactly. So. Okay, sorry. Uh, no, no. Because I, no I, do, I do Greek, man. It's like I'm trying to memorize everything, bro. You know, it's like... Sorry, go ahead. No, no, that's fine, man. Um, but yeah, like, I, you know, just sort of, again, sort of pointing back that, like, the, the solstice and what's happening astrologically, like, with the sun uh, and the story of Jesus and everything, like, may actually be, like, kind of, like, one and the same thing. And, uh, again, what's interesting is, like, with Jesus, like, they're actually, like, talking about, um, like, you know, the three wise men. Like, who were these three wise men? Like, the three wise men were, like, technically, uh, you know, they were magi. Like, they were, like, esoteric wizards or you know like philosophers and astrologers and stuff um so it seems interesting that like they were like the three people like seeking um like this whole process of like finding like the son of christ and stuff like that um yeah and then like it's interesting um even this is just kind of like a side note but it was just going into the stuff that bill donahue was talking about <clears throat> how like even like a lot of the astrology that we see are actually like different stories that we recognize through the bible so you know like you got the pisces you got like the fish you got like the aquarius you got like the baptism and stuff like that and then you got virgo you got like the virgin mary and stuff um so again it's kind of just like a lot of interesting parallels but yeah again like the solstice in one way is just kind of like this, this micro ceremony that helps us remind ourselves like of a bigger cosmic cycle that we are a part of, which is this process of like awakening up to the Christ consciousness within awakening up to that, like awareness of like how we can help change the world. And that's like why I think when you look beyond like the commercialism of Christmas in this time of year, essentially what you have underneath are these patterns of like encouraging people to be friendly and encouraging people to help others, encouraging people to like connect with family and a lot of beautiful things like that. So, um, yeah, those are just some of my thoughts on, on part of the solstice stuff. Um, but yeah, KJ, if you want to reply or anything, go right ahead. Or did you have other questions or if you want to do your intro? Yeah. Hold on a second. Okay, cool. Um, okay, sorry, yeah, but, sorry, sorry. Hello. Go for it, and and I will just say I, I will pass over to, to we'll pass over to to KJ in a second. For people in the Facebook or sorry in the YouTube live chat, um, please feel free to leave like a little bit about like what solstice means and represents to you as well. Um, go ahead, Kevin. Pass it. Oh, absolutely. Everything you just said was very profound. You were talking about Christ's consciousness and. Uh, from I, you know, you kind of got me off topic a little bit, just in the sense that, like, well, it, 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 we're talking about solstice. Let's remember it's the sun, and like Christ, right? The word Christ means anointed, and so once a person wakes up, they become anointed, right? So when you begin to recognize that the sun in this physical world plays an important part, not only on this physical realm, but also on the metaphysical realm, then you build a pyramid. That's what happens. You build a pyramid. And and then, and like, and you build Anchor Wat. And you build every other megalithic friggin' structure across this entire dang planet. Because why? Because all you care about is stars, the sun seasons what is it it's called the eternal language is it is it is that what it's called the eternal language is yeah that what, 
That's what some people like refer to astrology as the eternal language. Is that what you're saying? Well, actually, you know, earlier today, the bill thing that came across like on your blah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. Like, like look, look at astrology, right? Look, just look, stars, obviously. I was looking at a Graham, look, in the Graham Hancock thing, the magician of the gods. Uh, I actually found out something very interesting in the Hoover Dam in the United States, right? They put in an astrological symbol to commemorate the building of the dam, and the guy who built the dam said, "I'm putting in this astrological symbol because because nobody here is gonna figure it out, but two thousand years later they'll fucking know because it's like the stars, it's eternal language. Hello, like it, it all comes back down to one level, one level, one level, one level." What is eternity? What is time? How do we figure it out? And what are we doing? Right? How do we get off the cycle of birth and death? Read the Tibetan Book of the Dead. Read Plato. Read the Egyptians. Build a pyramid. Do whatever you got to do. Figure it out. That's all I got to say. I'm still, but hey, know thyself. I'm still trying to figure it out. Don't, don't get me wrong. I don't know everything. But the solstice, yeah, this shit gets me going. <laughs> That's good, man. It should get you going. Get pumped. Cosmic rays coming your way. So, sweet. All right, um, Kevin, feel free to jump in as we, as we keep going along in here. Because again, like I, I am interested in talking more about like the solstice and what it means to people. And again, like I'm not. There's a lot for me to like still be able to like learn on that, and I would be interested in just kind of like getting some more insight on like what solstice means within different cultures. And uh, yeah, that's something I'll have to explore a little bit more on my own time as well, as well as I encourage you guys. Because again, it's always important to like look back at roots, look back at cultures. You know, like even just like pagan and, and everything get an understanding of like what this time of year meant to them as well. Cause they would have had their own unique interpretation of it as well as, you know, I think every, every culture probably, it, which is interesting in itself, right? Like why do so many cultures intuitively uh, intrinsically like recognize the solstice time period uh, for what it is. And obviously it's, you know, cause they're like measuring the sky. Um, so again, like this map, that we're seeing throughout the sky is kind of giving us this like base uh, sort of paradigm to be able to perceive reality through in a lot of ways. So um, sweet guys. Okay. I did just want to be able to check in. Uh, we're getting it's about 1220 right now. Um, but yeah, we do still have a couple other people here to introduce themselves, but um, KJ, did you want to talk a little bit more? Uh, just as like an introduction of uh, what you're doing or what you feel called to do to to help change the world and any intentions for 2017, if you'd like to keep going, keep talking. Sure, sure, absolutely. Go for it, man. Oh, no problem, brother. I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, yeah, solstice. You know, I hate the sun. I hate the sun. I hate the sun. Like, um, I look at it every day and I I want it to extinguish itself. And I say to myself, why is the sun like the self? I hate the self. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, brother. Of course, the equinox. Look, it's very simple, man. Just ask at all times, how are you here? How are, not why or what. Well, actually, my biggest question is what. But you can also ask how you know, and why or where and what time or blah, blah, blah. But what is it that's here? 
what is it that's here so when the equinox see there's 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 transformations in life right there's there's like the butterfly right it's the butterfly so there's transformations there's transfigurations it's like you go to the top of a mountain and you transfigure right it's like and you look at the sun and bam oh there it is and it's like so you there you are and you are unfolding in these like it's really simple man sit down and just take a look right it's the most wondrous question ever the sun and then and every megalithic structure through the history of humankind has been built upon this ancient knowledge simple and done deal so the only question you have to ask yourself is do you understand what these people were doing and if you don't, yeah, then why is Trump? How did Trump become president? No, I say, got, got off topic for a second. But all kidding aside, like, you know, we build pyramids. Knowledge builds pyramids. Simple. And when you, you know, when you look, when you look up at the sky, there's the sun, there's the stars, and there's the ancient language. And here we are. And then in England, they they say. Bob's your uncle. <laughs> KJ, did you want to um, just uh, take a moment to just kind of share a little bit of um, like how you feel to help change the world in the coming future and stuff like that? Because I know it's kind of like wrapped in with other stuff that you were saying there. Well, I appreciate it. Um, I, I will try to honestly help the world as much as I can but I, I have to admit, I can't help the world as much as I help myself. It's weird. It's like, you know, it's like, look, I, you know, how many people went into the pyramids of initiation at a time? Like, you don't get the masses. You know, it's weird. It's like, you know, it's, it's really interesting. It's like, you are not, like, the sun is for everyone, no doubt. This is the beautiful thing about the one and the many, right? The sun is for everyone. All things are divinely uh, influenced and divinely profound, right? They're all here. We're all living. Every plant, every being, everything, the all. This came back to something we talked about earlier, the all, right? The all, the all, the all. There is nothing, and I was listening to the Kabbalion last night again. There is nothing that's not the all. Wait, are you are you part of not the all, or are you part of the all? <laughs> are you asking me? Yeah, just for the fun of it, right? Um, define not the all. How does that? This is getting into word games. So. Yeah, no, no, absolutely it's beautiful. Like I would say, like if you're not part of the all, so actually, here's uh, this this beautiful. Last night, I tripped the fuck out, and I'll tell you this. Here we go. See, if we say that the many does not exist with, like, think about the sun. Okay, to bring it back to the equinox, right? Think about the planets and think about the sun, right? If we say the many does not exist, or the only, only the many exist, that they can't own. If only the many exist and they can't come back to the sun, then they would never they would never have the sun to exist. 
They wouldn't have it. Simple, right? So there would be non-existence. It's like nihilism. So it's not possible for nothing to be nothing because there's always something. So here we are. We're all unfolding. Om Namaste Om. That's all I have. Yeah, absolutely. Cool, man. So, so keep keep unfolding. So so right? so, so the the equinox, right? The like, way that the, the so the way that the sun unfolds, the way that the planets unfold, the way that astrology unfolds, right? The way that we all unfold from our mother, from our cosmic dust, right? From our fathers, from everything. It's there. It is there, right? It's just there. You just pay attention. Just pay attention. It'll always bring you back, man. It'll always bring you back. It's like, and then the biggest question always is, what is the self? It's a good question to keep asking. So, the question. So, sweet Kevin, man, thank you for planting those. Get getting the getting the gears turning. You do a good job. <laughs> asking questions that few few things to ask sometimes so thanks man sweet okay um kevin feel free to jump in uh any other point we're we're gonna keep bouncing around here some more guys and uh i think lisa is back um i just want to double check uh anya did you want to jump in with something i saw you unmuted your microphone if you wanted to go ahead i'm so yeah. sorry this is welcome to my uh oh sorry sorry Anya, just for a second, and then Lisa. Because I know Anya unmuted herself a second ago. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. I'll I'll just be quick then. Um, I don't know what what the previous guy was saying about. He seems to ask a lot of questions, and I don't know if you know what is the self is the biggest question. And for me, the pursuit of the answer of that, which it, it it leads to a lot of more questions. But if you follow the knowledge of the mind, yes, and the wisdom of the heart, uh, it's the intuitive guide, guidance, which is the essential aspect that I emphasize with anyone, and I just felt the need to point that out, if it helps at all. For sure, for sure, totally. And and yeah, and, and I think you're right. Like, it's the ask, asking the question um, it's not so much about the answer. It's like the process of asking the question that reveals like the value of the journey in itself. So it's one of those things where it's not the destination, it's a journey. Um, it's almost a Socratic method method where like, it's not so much like trying to get the answer, but it's, it's observing what the mind does as it continues to explore the questions. So, um, which yeah, and it, I mean, and it is a fractal answers. universe. It is a fractal universe. Yeah. Uh, so keep that in mind so. hold on did you just say socratic method uh a few seconds ago yes briefly <laughs> okay um let's let's pass it around to lisa uh because she might have to go for another call any second now but uh lisa w welcome back and uh again just who you are where you're from what you're doing to help change the world and what solstice means to you so okay uh I'm Lisa, a.k.a. Rainbow Warrior Goddess Lisa, um, originally from Martha's Vineyard, a small island off Cape Cod in the U.S., but I left the States two years ago looking for my tribe. I tried to tr shift my own community. They wanted nothing to do with it. <laughs> so I went to go uh, find other like-minded uh, and like-hearted souls and yeah, Jedi Rainbow Warrior Goddesses who came to fix this earth and heal 
themselves and make the change to bring in a, a new reality here. Um, I ended up over here in Ubud, Bali. Um, we have New Earth Nation, and uh, I'm helping over there and, and participating with them. I am a, I work as a healer, uh, a spiritual awakening facilitator. I had a radio show. I'm starting that back up again now after I decided not to, but it's, there's been a call for it. I make YouTube videos. I, I'm a, I call it a social and spiritual activist, but uh, I'm just another soul here to, that chose this time to come in. And I love uh, Paradigm Shift. I love what um, Brendan and I were friends before he ever really got this going. You stuck out like a, a, I hate to use the term sore thumb, like a, a star in a very dark world. And I'm like, hey, I, I know you from another life in another dimension. <laughs> but um, that's who I am. And so I, I do online um, activism and I do real world activism. I got my shifter kit and I'm decide I was, I'm going to be going down to, um, I'm going to Bulgaria as well for a couple of months. I, I, it doesn't seem the free hugs aren't going to work. I don't think here in Bali too much. I'm going to save it for Bulgaria because everybody here hugs all the time. It's not going to stand out because it's such a peaceful, wonderful, non, it's not like the rest of the world here. It really isn't. Um, people just, I, I actually brought the pins in the hands out. They don't read English. So <laughs> it didn't really have the same effect, but um, I am, let's see the solstice. What does it mean to me? So that's just me. I'm just Lisa and a part of the shifter circle. And uh, I support uh, Brendan through Patreon. Anybody else on the call who isn't, uh, I highly recommend you continue to help him. He has given vast amounts of his life force. And of course, when we start to do it in service for the one of all, then more life force comes in to support us. So I would highly encourage anyone who isn't already to uh, support Paradigm Shift Network and become part of our family. Um, what the solstice means to me, it has many different uh, meanings for me. First of all, I, I I was studying Wicca and working with runes when I was six <laughs> and studying all about the stars and star system and knew I wasn't from this planet when I was that young. I knew something was wrong. I'm like, I'm not from this planet. I want to go home. The people here are mean. This isn't what I signed up for. <laughs> and I'm a lot older than you guys, but uh, the solstice means to me, it's, it's a, there's two of them each year. One is when the days are shorter and then we're going into more of a feminine cycle where we need to go within and we need to go inside source and spirit and rest and fill ourselves up and hibernate and dream a new reality. And then the summer solstice is more when we bring that into fruition and we act on it. And uh, over here, it's the summer solstice. You guys have the winter. So for me, it's about me getting ready to about go back into the world. I've had a period of filling myself up even as a healer. It's been kind of challenging. Uh, this past year is more than any other time. It's just been implosion, implosion, implosion and higher exponentiated cycles of intense healing and release and change. And I'm ready to go. Um, I, I had a little bit of a rest and a fill up and I'm ready to rock over here. But the solstice is a period of time where we are in alignment with the stars based on where we are in the world. But I mean, it's a holographic and holotropic universe. So it, it, it is what you make it. And, and really it's about balancing the darkness and the light within ourselves. Anyone who says, oh, there's no darkness in me. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's what we came to shift here. I brought in a shitload of darkness to transform and, uh, and just the lineages I was born into. Uh, but the solstice is the time where we can go inside and fill in and see whether it's time for us to fill ourselves up or time, you know, retreat to the spiritual warrior, or it's a time to go out and it's a time to set sacred intentions and to plug in with our ourselves 
our family, whatever that is, our community and the world and see what we want to create. What do we, what do we want to project for the next six months and, and really put our focus and our energy and our life force in. Um, I loved, by the way, a side note, I loved about the Sintamani stones. I don't know if anybody saw in the, the thing, but Sinta in Bahasa, which is Indonesian, is love and Mani is hand. So it's the hand of love, which is what Sintamani stone would be. And so when I went, I, and while I was off for a second, I went and I looked at the stones. That was excellent. And I think that's a wonderful stone to bring into this intention. I'm not sure if anyone is sure, but on the 26th, Uranus goes direct after a very long period. And it's a huge planet. And we're going to have a lot of forward movement here. So dream well, this solstice. Put in your intentions. And the collective energy just aligned here is huge. For me, I, I bring into the solstice practice. Last night, I do. I go out under the stars and the moon. And I bring out my crystals. And I do my, my little Wiccan intentions. It's evolved. Not only Wicca, but Shaman is a various mix of various different things. And I do my intentions. And I, I had some really powerful, amazing dreams last night. So um, I think some really good stuff is coming. Uh, aside from that, the solstice, I like the fact that we're bringing back in the true intentions of it, which is more like a pantheistic um, reality, which is just based on nature. There's without any dogma or religion or even term like Wicca. Um, pan pantheism. Pantheism is just about nature and following the cycles of nature and realizing that nature isn't separate from us, that we're part of it. So it's a time to honor that and see where we are in our own cycle. Um, I also did my little sacred ritual where I, I take an offering and I took some, I went and got some beautiful flowers and planted them along my, my house here. And in order to bring more, and the flower that I have is called, um, it, it's a sacred flower here in Bali and they even call it sacred scent in English. That's not the name for it, but just smelling it takes all the pain and everything out of your body. It smells so good. It's like you almost think you're on some plant medicine because it, it smells sweeter than any flower you've ever had in your life. And um, I wanted to spread sacred scent all over the planet. I wanted, I wanted that to morph across the world and, and help people change their perspective and let that influence the lens and through which they're looking at things in the world. Um, other than that, um, the solstice I, I was saying has become this pat thing where people just go, Oh, it's the solstice, you know, but it really is a time for coming collective because the veil is thin, just like, you know, it's Sam Hain, the, the veil is thin on the solstices between this and it's the moon when it's your winter solstice and it's more the sun when it's the summer solstice. So depending on what side of the equator you're on, um, your intentions are, are more empowered by, by resonating with either going into your light or your darkness to find what needs to be done. So that's what the solstice means to me. And I'm, I've been trying to get on all, all it's my morning, but uh, a lot of call for service today <laughs> from trying to help a friend with his mother. Uh, he's had, uh, he's had some Kundalini issues and he's off and he got arrested in Thailand and he's over his visa. And I'm trying to find a place for him to come over here in Bali. I have another friend who's missing her 25 year old son. A lot of, a lot of my phone just kept ringing. And then I had clients when I, when I got on, I put myself on and it rang here. Um, I apologize, but um, I love you guys. There's, we are really, really going to be moving forward. You always look at the positive side, but we also look at the reality and there's a lot of craziness. The reason we're having all this, I mean, there was no accident that the Russian ambassador was shot. There was a truck going into Germany, all this. The dragon of the, the red dragons and the Illuminati, blah, 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 blah. The, the Illuminati that have ruled the world 
uh, through their practices, and necessarily so. We gave away our power purposely so that we would learn the appropriate use of it and why not to give it away. And they are losing their threshold and they're, they're getting very drastic, but it's all coming out. They're, they're not going to, nothing, there's not going to be any result. Even they did the re-election in the U.S. and they still failed. I mean, the dollar, all this, it's not about the world crashing and going into Armageddon and chaos. It's about the world waking up that things need to change. And this, it's not about this mantra of green or sustainability as in a blah, blah, blah. Or, oh, it's okay. I'm raw vegan and I'm, I'm doing yoga and it's like the cool thing to do and it's Hollywoodized and it's like status quo, but there's no consciousness behind it. It's about us. That's the beginning phase. And then it will start to go deeper. What we have to look at is that all the dark shadows are coming out and externalizing because we're facing them internally. When you don't look at them, they start to come out, but we are looking at them internally. We, we've all manifested our own darkness and we've started to transform it to light. What is a Jedi warrior? <laughs> Bring out your lightsaber. And that's what we're doing here. Okay, so I say one thing. I love you. You're beautiful. <laughs> I am simply a reflection of you, bro star. Right back at you. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Lisa, thank you so much for, for saying that. Um, and again, I, I actually actually just wanted to take a moment here if you have some time to just uh, explore a little bit more about that because like, I'm, I'm genuinely curious to hear a little bit more of um, your, your perspectives because I, really, uh, I really appreciate the way you explain things. You do a great, great job of it. Um, yeah, again, you know, like stepping back, looking at the solstice, like the solstice, like the, the annual journey of the sun is symbolic of, of the journey of, of enlightenment. And, and again, like this is why it shows up in different places. And like you said, there's, no coincidence that even right now as like we of culture are going through this process of of like letting go of the old but before we do that we have to like look at the old and we have to see like what it is that no longer serves us we have to like see our demons in order to be able to transmute them and a big part of what this whole shift in consciousness is is healing and and this is healing like relative to like you know some of the like legit darkness in the world and and this related to like you know just like social structures this is even related to like sexual trauma and like how we hold on to that and i feel like like the world in itself is like going through a process of, of of healing um even at like a very like core primitive root sexual layer and 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 in order to be able to like heal the collective consciousness we really have to like heal uh those those root aspects as well um but yeah lisa i was just gonna ask you like what are some of the ways that you are observing like where are we healing or where does the healing need to take place for like us on like a, you know, individual and macro scale that you're observing? Um, well, I have a, I have a unique perspective because I, I focus on shadow work. Um, that's the, my specialty in my practice. Um, what I am observing is that first of all, separation mentality is a huge thing. A vast majority of my clients are feeling like they're all alone in the world. And they're really needing to realize that they're not. There's also a lot of relationships that weren't supporting their forward movement or their growth um, falling away. Um, they're, they're ending 20-year marriages. Their parents are dying that they had, you know, not positive relationships with. So definitely separation mentality and the idea that we're, we're all alone and we're just this human life or whatever. But that's also as a collective because when you look at all this, it's not about, oh, this terrorist attack or this, I'm from Aleppo, we'll never forget. That's obviously another CIA op put out there to make it look like, I mean, he was mind controlled. He was a cop supposed to protect the Russian ambassador. We have to look and see that it's not about us against the Syrians or the Russians and Turkey against this or China and blah, blah, blah. It's humans against this parasite that we, 
that has invaded us that we allowed because we lowered our vibration. And yes, that wasn't the original intention of the creation here on earth. I was listening to, I love, love the guy, um, who is it Keith that has the community that was talking about the Sintamani stone. Um, it's not about us having been victims. There is no such thing as victimhood from a, from a spiritual perspective. We choose to go into that situation and in order to transform it. And the fall, as you will call it, there really was no real fall. It was just in this dimension in order to fall from power, in order to arise out of it to a higher level. Because where we're going, we're, the powers that we have, the cities that just they talk about in Kundalini, I mean, from telepathy to transform, uh, being able to be in, like just like um, particles that can be in a potential of 3,000 places at once, remote viewing, intergalactic travel without a machine, just your consciousness, these kinds of do. And we need to realize that we're not just our own brain. Um, it's, we have a collective consciousness that we tap into. And how open that spout is, is, the, is based on how high your vibration is and how much you've gotten to realize it and promote your ego to the director of your integrity to serve your higher self, not take credit for it being you. Nothing I create is me. I, I, this is my little avatar and I'm directing its consciousness, but I'm using the source just like the way we're connected all on the Wi-Fi, the way we're connected. We're not responsible for having this, but our intention and it there allows us all to come through and create this. So definitely separation mentality. I would say also shat, um, the, about the world is our mirror. I think a lot of people are banning, some people will call it karma, but I really think that our, the vast majority of our experience, and I don't think I know, is what we create and what we suppress. But most people don't realize that 90% of our experience is run by our subconscious mind. That's why you can drive your car you know, text on your cell phone, be adjusting your radio station and sipping your coffee and not crash your car. So what you suppress is, you know, our unresolved emotional traumas, our negative feelings, the things we can't deal with. Usually it's for survival or we just don't have the tools at the time. But if you're using a lot of life force to suppress that stuff, it goes into your subconscious and it actually creates that as your reality. And that's what you said. It's about bringing, bringing those shadows, those dragons into our focus so we can shift them. I have this picture I love from years ago with this naked woman hand feeding a dra this huge dragon. She's just got this little loincloth on. And, you know, I always used to say about dragons, you know, when they're chasing you, it's really, really scary. But all of a sudden, you know, you know how to get them. You really surprise them if you stop and turn around and smile, especially if you're naked and you off offer them a piece of chocolate. And then you can start to ride those dragons. And all our challenges are transformed into our gift. Um, another thing I think that I'm really seeing is the idea of what love is, um, personally and collectively, as far as self-love and unconditional love and self-worth, which is really just a reflection of the capacity uh, that we have for our own self-love. And I think that is really separation consciousness, self-love, unconditional love. I don't know if you guys are aware of Hawkins, David Hawkins, but he was, he's no longer with us, but he lived in Sedona when I was there and he created something called the consciousness scale. And it starts at zero to 20, which is shame and 20 to 40 is guilt. And it goes up most, most average, the masses uh, function at about 180. Unconditional love is 500. Um, then it goes up to 700 where, uh, you know, you're really fully active in your mastery. And then like 900, which is where you're, spirit um, and working on more than one level like Gandhi and or you know Babaji or, or people like that or you know the avatar um, 
So are two of those things that keep us on that low vibration. And I think I really come out in a lot of my clients that were, where they were in denial of it. So it, it's a really good thing to be able to face those dragons and realize that they're just emotions of the, of the physical body. And they're not necessarily even ours. Anyone, and I'm sure a lot of you here have studied various different indigenous practices and shamanism. And I know you've even had, you've even had um, hangouts on it, Brendan. But uh, the whole vast majority of us realize that it's, we always call, whenever you're in any kind of indigenous practice like that, we always call in the ancestors. And when we come in, the cell in our body contains the programming from all our ancestors, good and bad. And we chose certain characteristics to eradicate the healing that our ancestors couldn't do may be an issue in our life. I've been doing a lot of family constellation work here. And it really is powerful. Even when it's, when you're just, you're basically channeling energy and it comes through you, thinking about the person's situation other than this is an issue they'd like to. And then all of a sudden we're either called and we end up playing verbatim. People are crying all over the place because we know the roles of the people in their lives and their ancestors. And we get some peace as to why this is a problem for this person. It's not even theirs in this lifetime, but it's what was passed to them and what they chose to overcome. So I see that as well. So I think we're finally stepping up to realize that it's our responsibility. Yes, there's still those shutting down in cognitive dissonance and running away, but I like to focus, um, I'm not in denial of what's falling. I really like to put my energies on what we're creating and you know what's coming, and I know you do here. Um, that, same with like New Earth and the various different like Love Foundation, and there's a whole bunch of groups all over the world, but it's, you know, Buckminster Fuller's, you know, by how you end something isn't by fighting the current paradigm, it's by creating what will make it, you know, moot a moot point and no longer necessary. So just like, you know, Napster, uh, remember Napster, you guys, or am I outdating you? Cause you guys were like six then, <laughs> but what had the most value on Napster, which is what was downloaded the most. Cause it was music. You know, it wasn't what album cost the most because they were famous. So they get the most advertising. It's what people wanted and what people listened to. And this is, we're getting into like, there's a lot of alternative currencies coming out. People are talking about resource-based economies and gift economies. And, you know, this is, all of this stuff is shifting into how we view what has value in our life and how we place it. So I think all of these things are, are what's coming up collectively and personally. And yeah. ultimately, it's always yeah. here, love, you know. So did I get off point too much? I think I pretty no, much that's, went. <clears throat> no, that's actually Sorry, I just got the feedback on your hand. Um, no, I, I, I think... Oh, sorry, I, I just muted you, Lisa, because I, I wanted to talk for a second, but go, go ahead. You're, let me unmute you. There's always a delay stuff. I don't think she knows she's muted. Uh-oh. Lisa, can you hear me? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> if you're talking there, go, go ahead. Go. You can unmute yourself and go ahead. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. yeah, there is because I, I thought Just you would stop to yeah, no, no, no. Asian internet. <laughs> no, I'm in the future. <laughs> yeah, that's no worries. I'm from the future. Deal with this now present moment. Aren't we all? Um, um, but no, I, I, I think more than anything right now, it's all about us just following our own soul and finding like-minded others and doing what we did. A lot of people are really afraid to travel as Americans. I just got my zero, zero, zero passport, Brendan. I picked it up yesterday. 
I don't know if any of you guys know about the OPPT a few years ago in 2012. Uh, my friend Caleb here, who was with the North, um, the International Tribunal for Natural Justice with Sasha, um, he filed One People's Public Trust, where they went and they undid the UCC charters for all banks and governments in the world. And he even hand-served the Rothschilds a claim of slavery, demanding they stopped enslaving the, the planet through fiat money and fractional reserve banking. Of course, they didn't respond or they would have admitted their guilt. But um, he's a master of, you know, the paperwork of law that legalese, shall we say, not law, because natural law is what applies to us. And I just, he already got one. And I, I didn't know it was even possible. And I did. I went down three weeks ago and filled out. Um, I needed a new passport to go to Bulgaria with him snowboarding. And I put in all zeros. I put in rural delivery, zero, zero, zip code, all this. And I got a passport in the private. So I am not under the, the realm. And I haven't even done my birth certificate. It's the same. I am now in the private. And I, unless someone observes me harm another person to their property, which I will never do, I am not subject to any maritime admiralty law anywhere in the world. So the fact that I was able to do that and I left the U.S. two years ago because I was getting so much flack even locally for standing up for all the rights of humans and, and not agreeing to having my child stolen by the government and all this kind of a stuff. I, it's just dumbfounding to me because I've been on this search for like almost six and a half years now. And now I'm finally, and I got it. I, I was waiting. I was wondering if they were going to grab me and take me with guns and lock me up and ship me back to the U S and, but I didn't care. I had to go and know my dominion and who I am. And I did it. <laughs> I'm so excited. So my own personal success, I would like to share with you that I don't think it happened because before, because I knew it in my head. And even though I have all this in, information and whatever, there was a part of my heart that feared if I did it, I'd be taken and thrown back and then I'd never get my son. And I had to face that fear. And I did. And I succeeded and broke through the wall. So that was my solstice. And it was the solstice yesterday when I picked it up. So awesome. <laughs> we're all going. <laughs> and anybody wants information how to do that, it doesn't matter where in the world you are. I have forms and a cheat sheet to help you do it yourself. If you'd like to travel the world and not have to have a legal piece of paper. Well, it's a piece of paper, still a passport. But when it's given to you with all zeros, it doesn't refer to you as a property of your particular company, your country. You are a free sovereign being. That's super interesting. I wanted to leave on that note. No, I had to throw that out there because that's good though. We're all talking about spirit. Let's bring in a little left brain, rational, realistic way to approach the world. So there you go. This Jedi warrior stabbed <laughs> Darth Vader, and now we're all going to be trans. All the dark and light people are going to be transforming into this happy little other. Let's see where we go. Let's see Co-creation and process. Anyone who says they know exactly where we're going, I don't know. I think it's I think it's in a moment to moment creation basis now. So totally, totally. I'm done. <laughs> you know perfect. I can talk and talk. And and again, yeah, and and to be honest, so there there is something else. Um, I I did just want to be able to like get your thoughts on because I I want to be able to like ask you this as you know like because I you're someone amongst many other people who I look to as like you know like a. I like, I want to say like, you know, just like a, a mutual role model and a mutual source of inspiration as, as well. And I just really appreciate the, your perception, your articulation. Um, but just going back on like the theme of like tonight's solstice uh, is actually like the darkest solstice uh, in 500 years, as some people would have like seen posted about on the internet. And the reason for this is because there's actually like the lunar eclipse that is occurring at the same time. So like, this is like a yep. very symbolic 
thing when you think about it, you know, it's just like really going into the depths of our darkness and stuff. And in theme with that, um, I want to be able to ask you something here because you're here and, and because it's something that like I've been seeing appearing uh, throughout like sort of like culture and stuff. And, and, it, and it is something that's still like very like taboo. But again, it's one of those things. It's just like until we learn how to talk about it, we're not going to learn how to heal it. But I want to be able to ask you, Lisa, personally, like as you know, like a, a person who, who is like dealt with a lot of, um, you know, people going through trauma and everything and, and helping people go through their own healing. Uh, I want to ask you like how you see the recent topics of like a lot of stuff coming up right now within media uh, related to like pedophile rings and like child molestation and, and I will just say you know like triggers kind of going into this and stuff like that because I mean like this is you know like a very like triggering topic obviously but again like I want to be able to take a moment here to talk about it like out of love because it's one of those things where it's just like hey like people are starting to like there's reports going out of just like how like political organizations have been like having you know like young children as part of like sex trafficking rings and and you know i don't really need to get into a lot of the details but needless to say a lot of the details are coming out and it's just like holy crap like there's like this super super darkness side of humanity and and it it is being seen and some people are just like totally like turning their blind eye to it but at the same time, is it a coincidence that it is starting to come up now? And how does this play into the bigger shift in consciousness? And especially like relative to just like, you know, like what even a child represents and, and just how, the, I mean, there, there's a lot to talk about there. But Lisa, um, if, if that's something you're comfortable talking about here in theme with just, you know, solstice, healing, darkness, moving forward into the future, what consciousness is going through? How does something like that play in? Is it coincidence or is this something that, you know, like we need to look at as being interconnected to the bigger picture? Rock some question topic. There are no coincidences. It's all synchronicity. And um, as far as the solstice and the 500 year mark, I always say it's always darkest right before the light. We're having the darkest moment now because we're able to go into the biggest light. And you know, I actually am... This is one of the topics of all the topics that I, the last thing I ever would have wanted to address is the, what I call the sociopathological satanic bankster warmonger power, people of power, banksters of power who rule the world through government law and money. Practices are all based in a Babylonian Saturnian cult of satanic ritual abuse and where they do black magic to Satan and they literally interviewed Ella Draper, the mom of, if anyone knows the Hampstead whistleblower kids from a couple years ago, um, who came out at, they were eight and nine with their mom who they didn't live with. They They were on vacation with her saying that they're, oh. This pedophile ring in Hampstead, example, this has been going on for thousands of years, thousands and thousands. This, as soon as the Anunnaki came here and left, this has been going on since Egyptian times. Um, the thing is, is, and this is why we have all child protective services in any, you know, uh, progressive country. It's all based the same. It's double speak for where they get their children. It doubles um, literally for satanic pedophile abuse. They're not protecting children. Only about 5% of the kids involved in that are actually um, needing some protection. The vast majority of it is about, it's twofold. 
first of all, they have an unlimited supply for the missing children. Remember, we used to have missing children on milk cartons in the 80s and 90s. It was all put out like that. But it gives them a constant supply. And these kids that I interviewed, and from the mom I interviewed, all the, the English imperialized countries are forced to do without going into detail is there's a, there's a ritual abuse going on and the kids, a lot of them are drugged, but um, there's this, and I actually was literally just re-uploading the, doing the slideshow for the YouTube right before I came on tonight for my interview of Jay Parker, who's one of those. He was of one of those families and at about four years old, he, they're, they're right as they drug them. And then the kid wakes up and thinks he murdered his friend. And they murder babies, make them drink their blood, eat their meat, blah, blah, blah. That's enough of what we need to know about that. But what this is, is the black magic that's been controlling. I mean, they, they, t they use sigil magic. That's why Hollywood is what it is. You know about monarchs and mind control and all that. That's actually the title of the show. This has been going on, but now, and I've been pushing this. It's the last thing I ever wanted to talk to you about. But my son ended up in that system, and I knew about, DCF mining our children for profit and pedophiles, but I meet people like Jay, and I actually, I have a handful of clients that are people from families like that that aren't really famous, but they're still from those money families, and, you know, and they're remembering these experiences, and, you know, they're, or they're, you know, their father protects them, but they have pockets of their entire life where, and then they start to remember being on these tables and these things going on. The movie Eyes Wide Open, or I mean Eyes Wide Shut covers um, a little bit of what goes on. They don't have it about the children, but this black magic is the root of all the enslavement of humanity. And it's coming out. It's coming out more and more. And even just election day, I was amazed. Like every third or fourth post was about Pizzagate or Hillary Clinton and Obama or, you know, uh, over in England and Seville and Australia came out with another look into it. Last year, they did a wonderful thing on 60 Minutes interview. But this is what the reality that we need to look at and face in order to change it. And I wanted to hang them all by their balls when I first found it too. But what we have to realize is that even the people doing this are victims themselves. They had no choice from that. They were loved their whole process to love their children overly really tons of affection and attention until they're about two years old. And then they start abusing them, which is basically the, what they call trauma-based mind control. But it's how basically parents were taught to parent in, in at least the U.S. in the 50s. You know, don't give your kid any credit. To go even further, the Bushes and the, what you would call the Nazis, they actually did research in the 50s based on pedophilia within the family, not the Catholic Church. That, that's a whole other chapter. The movie Spotlight covers that. 1,500 priests in the Boston area alone in the 1980s were moved for pedophilia so that the church can be held accountable. The Vatican has paid over something like $6 trillion in, in paying off people who are victims. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. But within the family, after three generations of sexual abuse, that the cognizant, cognitive dissonance was so thick that you could rape even a baby in front of anyone in the family and they would act like nothing's going on. So it doubles as an, an, a social engineering tool to create an emotionally broken populace that can't see beyond the end of their nose and make change, nor access their inner divinity. So, but it's all coming out because we're ready for it. And there's a lot of craziness about it. And it has personally cost me. I mean, it was right after I interviewed her last year where 
I got hacked for the third time. My bank accounts were emptied. I was put $4,000 in arrears and locked off all, all my internet accounts while I was traveling in Europe. And I was where, at the time, I was where I wasn't with a friend or anything and had no money and didn't speak the language. Um, a lot of really bad things have happened to me, but I, I also knew that I could rise above it. And within two months, I managed to find a place to land, worked everything out and got back to Bali. <laughs> so it's about us all looking at this and it's all in numbers, safety in numbers, because there is a minute number of people, but there are a huge amount of victims and they need to have space help for because the guilt and shame coming out about this sexual trauma alone is hard to, you know, to speak about. Never mind when it's someone within your own family because you're not, not safe to speak to them. So it, this is the key to the root of all evil, I believe, and all evil on the planet. And I believe this trigger, this one piece is what's going to, which is why I hyper-focus on it. So I'm all about life and facing your shadows. And I try to bring in a lot of light and people think I'm really inspirational and I write all this beautiful. It's not because I'm in denial of the darkness that goes out and I just focus on the light. That's a bunch of woo-woo BS. Just like in Nemo, you know, when Dory's like, oh my God, looking at the fish with the big light. It's so beautiful. And it's this huge monster fish about to eat her. <laughs> You know, you can't get blinded by the light. It's not safe to eradicate your ego here in this third dimension. We need to keep our ego. I mean, Kundalini is proof. You go off on Kundalini, you're going to end up somewhere because it's not safe to be one with God dancing naked around, <laughs> at least not Europe and the U.S. <laughs> you can't over here in Bali and not get arrested. Um, but uh, it's not safe. The ego is here to protect you. And this, these people are also victims, and we need to help heal them. And we need to not punish them. We need to not act like them. And we need to realize that our looking the other way or not necessarily our personal, but our family and our generations, their incapacity to face this darkness. They were innocent, not just ignorant. And they just didn't have it. And us souls that are even on this call, there's no accident you're here. We're from other dimensions. As Keith was saying, I know I'm Octarian. I know I came, my soul was birthed on the 13th dimension, or there's no reason I could be able to talk about a subject like this and not have it destroy my life or be crazy or my mind be broken by it. And that doesn't make me better or stronger or anything. It's just this map of the world. And we are incarnate in many different places. It just depends where our soul origin is. It doesn't make us better, stronger, wiser, more gifts. It's just like, I'm from America and you're from Canada. And my friends here are from Bali. We're just from different places and we have different things and it's about us all coming together and sharing them to overcome our collective challenges. So yes, it's coming out. I think it's perfect. I don't think it's scary. I think it's important that we bring this about rationally and that we don't rant and rave. And we also don't scream. I mean, I say it's the sociopathological satanic thanks for warmongers of power, but I, I cover it saying, you know what? It's really important that we see them as victims and not do what they've done. You know, an eye for an eye is not the answer. You know, I don't, just like what was it, um, Hammurabi, I don't want to cut the baby in half in order to give two halves to both mothers claiming to be the mom. The real mom would say, take the child and give it to her. This is what we need to do. We need to recollect our wholeness. And our, a, lot of our, a lot of souls of our ancestors that we're transforming are victims of this. Okay, I'm done. Somebody's raising their hand. 
Oh, thank you. I'm just going to put a mute on you, Lisa. That's perfect. Yes. Thank you, Lisa. And um, yeah, there, there is more like, I, and again, like I, I want to be able to just like have this conversation to you. Cause I'm like, I'm looking for wisdom and insight and just understanding. And just like, cause again, you know, like I feel for a lot of us, it's just like our objective is to heal the world. And that doesn't just necessarily mean like, like you said, going off and like dancing with unicorns and playing like guitar all day and stuff like that. Like, no, like the work that needs to be done is like going into the darkness and carrying the light in there and like going through the healing process and the forgiveness process as well. Um, and I did just want to ask you a little bit more about that, but Tony, uh, if you want to jump in, you mentioned that you want to add something to this topic and, and, and by all means, guys, we can explore this for a little bit more. Cause again, like, believe me for me, like this is a chance for consciousness to like come together as a team to like lay out some bigger understandings of like how we can help change the world. And this is definitely a big part of it. So, Thanks again for for choosing to be and listening to this conversation. That in itself is a part of it. Tony, go right ahead. And uh, we'll just check your. Go ahead, Tony. Try talking. Um, one second. Yeah, now I can. Perfect. You're good. Okay. Yeah. At first, I just like to compliment Lisa. You're just so articulate, and I, I absolutely love uh, listening to what you say and uh, how you put it. It's just absolutely beautiful. Uh, one thing that I've, uh, as far as the darkness is concerned, I think it's important to know, and that's pretty much what this whole con- this whole conversation is about, is uh, the shadow and the darkness. You know, yes, it is part of the balance of, of light and stuff of that nature, but you can also see it as like ignorance uh, compared to education or knowledge. And when you shine that ignorance or you shine awareness onto that shadow part of ourselves or society for that for that matter that light causes that darkness to dissipate so it's no longer there it's no longer darkness the same with the shadow once you know about it within yourself then that shadow is no longer a shadow it's just part of who you are you know and you can use that kind of like a know your enemy type of thing even if that enemy is within you can still understand other people and how they might perceive things and go through that uh to try to i, I guess um manifest that darkness as far as like some of these illuminati type groups that you're referring to um and yeah i think awareness is very important as far as getting people aware of what's going on but yeah i'm not really going down delving down into the dirty details of it or anything and uh, yeah you was talking about the ego too that is totally awesome because the ego is it's it's necessary right now it absolutely is necessary but i think it's also important that even if it wasn't necessary right now we value it for what it is because no matter who we were in a past life or anything like that like that i always say that this life is important i looked at myself in the mirror earlier and uh my mom's going through some stuff uh you know, terminal stuff, which I don't think is terminal. I don't like using that word, but that's what the doctors call it. <clears throat> I call it healing. She's healing right now, but it's a long process. And uh, pretty much part of there's uh, three grown men in this house, and there's only, you know, I'm the only one that really does anything. And that's fine. That's just what we do. We don't look for any gratitude. We don't look for any type of validation when we know what we're doing is from the heart and whenever that attitude of gratitude comes out, I'm going to try to just go off for a second off topic because if I noticed, I was like the attitude of gratitude, you know, yeah, that's how some people, some Christians talk about with God, but have you ever been grateful to yourself? 
Have you ever looked at yourself and said, wow, you are so awesome. You put up with so much stuff and you do it in a space of love. You do it because that's just what we do. So I think that's really cool. And, and to take it on further as far as, you know, that's what we're about, you know, and this black Sartanian crap that has been happening. Uh, I'm a, not a member of the Golden Dawn, but I'm a member of the Facebook page, uh, the group of the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn. And that's what the mages are doing is we are fighting these black Saturnian ignorant people that really, you know, they're just, they're so out of touch. They think that power is the only thing that, it, that can help them maintain any type of existence. And the truth of the fact is it's all about connection. It's all about love gathering. And eventually, I hope, maybe, and pray that they will figure that out through education and through awareness, even these ignorant people, you know. So I think that's pretty much all I wanted to say on it. But, yeah, tell yourself in the mirror, everybody that's listening, that you are awesome. And the attitude of gratitude, keep that in mind for yourself as well because I could be – well, pardon the French, but you know, I if I had if I did if I wanted to, I could be a total uh, bitch, or I could be a total asshole. But I choose not to. And the reason I choose not to is because I have come to an awareness of the connectedness of everything, and through doing that, we find a reason to just do it. <laughs> Okay, that's all I have to say. Did I cut? Did I get cut off? No, that was good, man. That was good. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Tony. Uh huh. Perfect. Yeah. So again, you know, just huge shout out to everyone tuning into this, and and again, you know, like I think there's there's a lot to always learn in in any situation, and uh, you know, with with a lot of the stuff that we were talking about um, in reference to what Lisa was going was was addressing related to you know like the child sex trafficking and like pedophilia rings and stuff like that. Um, that, that stuff has always been there. And, and, and I think like that in itself, like is like one of those like important mirrors to be able to look into, to almost be able to study in a sense to be like, you know, like what is actually happening here within consciousness. Um, and, and, and I did just want to take another moment here just cause I'm curious to just inquire a little bit uh, more Lisa. Um, but again, you know, like with, with that topic, um, the one thing sort of comes to mind for me is that this idea of like, uh, and it's actually a quote from Dr. Strange um, and the ancient one says it, but she said, as you know, we never lose our demons. We only learn to to rise above them, to live above them sort of thing. And so like that to me is kind of like when, when you hear about like all this like pedophilia stuff, like that is like kind of like this, this like, it's, it's, it's a, you can refer to it as a demon. You can refer to it as you want, but like it in itself, um, depending on how you look at it can almost be thought of as a teacher. Cause it's like there to like teach you like how to rise above it. Um, but I was just curious, like, and again, Lisa, and, and, and again, like, this isn't like the quote unquote funnest discussion, but uh, it is still important given the fact that we're all synced up here and given like your kind of expertise, if I can use that properly, uh, given your experience on this. Um, yeah, just like the topic of like, literally just like pedophilia and, 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 and just like, I feel it's kind of like this thing that's like in culture that doesn't get talked about. And because it doesn't get talked about, we don't know how to heal it. And because people who are labeled with 
it's if we want to refer to that are instantly like you know like diagnosed as like an illness or like shunned and stuff like that um how do we heal it is is it something that is always going to be there is it a reflection of something else um you know like where does the healing come in you know at, at a very simple level i would say the healing to that comes in through community and social interaction. I feel like kind of these lesser demons, which can manifest themselves through, you know, like less than moral behavior come as a result of disconnection, apathy, and like loneliness and misunderstanding that people sort of have. And then like sort of other things and you can just sort of kind of create like as a ripple effect. Whereas if you have people, engaged and connected and with community and inspired and around art and around other like-minded people i feel like those things would be like less likely to like take uh you know forefront through our action and stuff like that <clears throat> but yeah lisa just just running off that idea um yeah like wh what do you see that as it's like a micro macro reflection in our consciousness and and how is it a teacher and how can we heal it um as well uh, just beyond kind of what I was saying in terms of community or expanding on that, anything really. So theme with darkness, solstice and moving forward. Having you. Um, what I didn't share with you guys as well, and I, I've shared it in my radio shows and publicly. Um, I actually come from that lineage and, and the, what was the guy that was just talking before? What was his name? Tony. Who Tony was talking about the Golden Dawn. That was Aleister Crowley, one of their high priests of the Illuminati's, uh, Illuminati. And he even told them that it would be of their own children that would be their undoing. And there's this old thing, well, in all my studies, it has to do with, you know, it was the daughter of Mary Magdalene and Christ star. She married a guy and they, be, they founded the first Templars and the Templars just started with the ancient mystery schools and alchemy and they didn't start out as, as bad per se. But the Pope at the current time and, and the King of France realized how much power they had and like they burned all the witches and they wanted to eradicate them, which is why we have the 13th is being bad because it's through Templars that had the capacity for alchemy they had to go underground were murdered um on july was it july or july 13th in the 1700s um and it was going to be of the lineage of the the suppressed people or they, they talk about the book of the Enoch when the god gets came down and that's how um eventually we weren't this was a big submerged gifts would be given vessels and we we can see through their black magic and their power and we're immune to it but it would be the children of of their own children with the ones who are in power and undo all of it. first of all i just wanted to preface that because it's very important to see it started out as the opposites coming together to bring it forth um, all what i needed to say is that my father is i my my last neurological father is murdoch and he is a satanic uh, pedophile. Um, I didn't meet him till I was 17 and I had a bad experience there. I went back and I met him when I was in my 40s. I was drugged and I woke up in a pool with wearing nothing but a t-shirt and I had memories of what happened. I don't know if it was in this lifetime or another, but I woke up on a table and there were people around me drinking blood and they took this thing that looked like the devil that had been in the fire and they shoved it up. But I was bleeding rectally, so I believe that it actually occurred in this dimension. Um, 
and I all I came away with was that I was too much light and I couldn't be destroyed and it freaked them out you guys out of the water I don't share it a lot because a lot of people would then put me in that category of being crazy or isolated um, and that was also part of the reason why my mother that that story I shared with her because I needed her their help because when I had was 17 he tried my father tried to sleep with me and he gave gave me a bunch of drugs and called over his drug dealer and, and he tried to get me to have sex with the drug dealer for free sex coke for him and his his daughter I mean his 20 year old girlfriend who was only three years older than me and I and then crawled in my bed in the middle of the night and tried to have sex with me and I fought him off and he was so fucked up he just left but the next day um, he called my mother and said that I was he didn't she didn't tell him I was a drug alcoholic and drug addict and I was problematic and he was a born again Christian and he wouldn't have this and blah 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 and she believed him and she made me stay there with him for three more weeks um, and the same kind of thing happened when I had I said I'm not going anywhere. Literally, I ended up in the 7-Eleven. They called the police. Instead of the police showing up, my biological father did. And when a cop finally showed up just as we were pulling up, and I was catatonic, the, a policeman pulled up. My father got out of the car, went over, chewed his gum, talked to the guy, and the cop took off. Now, how many times do you know when someone shows up naked wearing nothing but a T-shirt, bleeding from the ass, not being able to talk, will the police not even speak to the victim? And I had also memory of that same cop walking driving along the street while someone was holding me, walking me down the road saying, get her off the street. So I have my own personal experience with this. Um, and it was really the, the only person I trusted to talk about it. I, I babbled about it at first to my mother just because I was literally coming out of a catatonic state. And I wanted, I had just gotten out away with my son in one piece. And when I got back, my son was in different pajamas than I had put him in and he was acting weird. And I had to run out to the beach to get in public so that I wasn't alone with them because that guy who was the head of his spiritual circle, as he referred to it, who was the one who was the head of the ceremony that I had viewed, um, were trying to get me to go off with them. And so I ran out. I got my son and I ran out to the, and we were literally like right on the beach. So it, it was just them thinking I wasn't doing anything. And they had, you know, I was like catatonic, but I, something in me ran to the beach and he came out and I said, I, I refuse to do anything. And he had the phone with my mother on it. And I told her that I wasn't going anywhere out of public eye with him. And that unless he promised to deliver me to the airport with Damon, that, that she should start a search for him murdering us. And that I did, wasn't going to go into detail, but she got him to promise and he brought me to the airport and it was the scariest car ride ever from there to Tampa. But I ended up getting back and I just babbled it out because I was traumatized. Um, and this was 11 years ago. Um, so I have my own personal experience with it as well. But you can look into the various cases like Kathy Brown and Arizona Wilder, who both come public about it. Um, and David Icke does a really long interview with Arizona Wilder. There is also a really good film um, that was based, it was, it was, it's on the internet now, but it was pulled about um, back in the 70s in Boys Town and, um, uh, what was the name of the, I'm oh, sorry, I'm drawing a blank here. Um, but there is, um, this is what CPS all came from in the 70s. And it was a bunch of money, people in Hollywood and politics that were using this Boys Town camp for their, you know, to have sex with primarily the boys, um, you know, and basically what goes on, you know, in government and how they, a, a lot of our politicians are, you know, go to these functions that they think, oh, they have to go to this dinner and whatever. And they, they're drugged and they wake up in bed with like a 12-year-old boy and it's all on video and that's why they're they're forced to vote certain ways. So a lot this is also a part of our manipulation of our politics. 
how you heal it. Um, like I said, first of all, let me say, anyone who's even able to sit here and stomach this story, God has bless you. It's a really, really, really dark thing to be open to. Um, and thank you for allowing it to hold space for this darkness. Um, second of all, I don't believe in victimhood, as I said, and I believe that all the souls that are, have been sacrificed on those, on those altars, as well as been a victim and survived like me, chose to do it in order to bring it out eventually. And that's part of it. Um, but as far as how we heal it, first of all, is being able to sit with it. And even as an experience, listening to it, then it's the same if you're the victim and you survive. It's about, first of all, keeping control of your consciousness and not letting it go off and, and, and self-love and realizing you're not a victim. And also realizing that, you know what, just like I did in my 20s long before anything that dark happened, I realized that I hadn't survived the things I did for little old Lisa, that I was here to, to be able to share the wisdom of my pain and my darkness to be able to hold space for anyone else who had had similar problems, which is how I ended up coming into the role as a healer. And this is also, so part of it is like you said, space for me, it was an acupuncturist who brought me into Buddhism Tate at, at a deeper level and get some blessings, which is like the Dalai Lama where I was in the vineyard. And, and be protected. And I went different. I wasn't into following any other protocols. I did, I researched stuff and rituals and followed and studied, but I didn't give my soul to any religious religion, shall we say. And I knew that the gnosis and the wisdom of myself was more important. So you have to have a strong inner core in order to be able to rectify and realize that this is just another experience that you are having our challenges lie, all our challenges within them lie a gift. And by facing our challenge, we have to try it over and over and over again. And then we get good at it. And when we get good at it, then we have a gift to share with others. So for me, this is the, not only do I take people from just victims. I mean, I was raped three times by the time I was 20. And then later afterwards, aside from this. So I focused on sexual trauma initially anyway. But just like the average rape, even and people say the average rape well the average rape I mean just being grabbed on the street and being raped it's a violation but it's a much bigger violation to have that happen by someone within your family and then someone within your family that attaches it to ritual abuse which is why we have such the big BDSM and fetish sexual fetishes and all this the reason you know the the doms and and the submissives and all this this is a result of people being sexually uh, you know, compromised at a developmental age where they have a fixation on needing to harm another or to be being harmed in order to get sexual pleasure. And it's all tied in with guilt and shame. And I actually just did a course with Dr. Stanislav Grof this summer, um, which gets into it even deeper, but that trauma helps control. When you're traumatized to that level, it compartmentalizes your mind. Just like Sybil was a great movie. You know, she, she had all these different personalities that split off. Because you, you can't, your consciousness can't deal with it. And that's why a lot of people don't remember from their childhood. So it's about being able to unite all those different and rectify all those different perspectives and bring them back into one. That's the first one. It's personal oneness. That's how you heal it. You realize you bring all of the, the broken pieces of yourself back together and realize that you're not bad. And like Tony said, it's about self-forgiveness 
because of course all victims feel like they caused it in some way. I forgive myself for allowing myself to end up in this situation. I forgive, and this is your ego talking because your soul chose it. And when you realize that your soul chose to go through this experience, it eradicates the need for having victimhood. And when you can get through that, and this can be the same for anything, whether it's an addiction of, you know, alcoholism or drug abuse or gambling all your money away or whatever it is. Um, it's the same thing. It's trauma and it, it, it's self-medication. A lot of people get into self-medication, even just people who get their child stolen the way mine, mine was. The reason I survived that was because I'd been through all this other stuff and survived it first, or I never would have been able to. 98% of people who have their child stolen who do not abuse them are either dead in an insane asylum prostituting or homeless. The divorce, if they're married, they get divorced. So it's about finding the inner core. It's so dark, you have nowhere lower to go except up. And you either choose to leave or you go back up. And you go through various levels of guilt and shame that train you to realize that you don't own that. That's just another emotion I'm experiencing. Like when you meditate or you do holotropic breath or I do shadow work, I hold space for people. I teach them to allow those awful things to come up and just watch them as if they're a movie and realize that that was their experience, but it's not who they are. Myself, that's how Kathy did it. That's how Arizona did it. That's how anyone does it. And at first it has to be by you and you have to have some kind of community or someone to hold space for you. If not one person, and then it grows. And then you learn about trust because we're wired wrong for trust. The vast majority of people who had this happen were had it happen to them by someone who betrayed them. And usually a family member or someone who they were supposed to, so they're wired to attract more awful things in their life, which I did for probably the first 30 years of my life. I'm 50 now. But, um, and you see through that pattern. So it's like any other, it's about going back to source and choosing. Your soul chooses to either face this dragon and learn to ride it or let it go. And in the process of coming back up, you, not, you learn self-forgiveness because you can never forgive anyone if you don't forgive yourself. Then it's just words. It's not action. Just like if you truly give and you do service. We don't do, Brandon, you don't go out and do free hugs because you want to be famous. And, and I'm not going to use a name here, but someone I know very well who's a very famous activist who does a lot of really wonderful things. I know they're doing what they do because they want the attention and they want to be the rock star of consciousness and changing the world. That, that doesn't take away from the things they're doing in the world, but does it in order to get we give you go out and do that because you're inspired from your heart that is a gift when we gift something it's truly a gift and you don't expect anything back when you gift to get that's emotional blackmail so you'll have to learn to gift yourself forgive yourself and have compassion for yourself and only then and it is in layers any healing is in layers but this is really the biggest bitch and I'm, I'm, what I told you is I had this year, the last three months had been really challenging for me. I know that I, I, I've shared things with you and you and I've talked privately as well. But just because people put us on a pedestal because we're doing things and we've done this stuff. No, you think we're any different? That The more darkness you face, I mean, the more you go into the light, the more darkness comes at your doorstep. And the more you get challenged. And it, it never changes. We just get better at handling it. And that doesn't mean we don't need a friend to talk to. I had a client this morning who's like, well, I want to have to stop calling you so much. And I said, no, absolutely. That's my goal or I wouldn't be a healer. I'm not a conventional doctor. I don't want a client for life. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm not doing my job. I said, but, you know, there are layers we go through. And even me, 
when I have issues, I have a network of people that I go into my inner guru first, but I also have people that I need to reach out to. It's about not being alone. No man is an island, you know, and I've had Kundalini. I've done all this. I'm studying with Katut Arsena over here, Kundalini master. I've worked with the Rinpoche. He, he told me I was a Bodhisattva. I mean, he came out and said it. I asked him if I needed to do these teachings, you know, the Vajrasana teachings about, you know, awakening to be a Bodhisattva in my next lifetime. And he laughed and said, the irony is that you don't already see that you are. And now my ego would have loved to have run off with that. But I, I just took it as, oh, shit, look at that responsibility. <laughs> now, that's the difference between ego and humility. Because we bit off what we needed, we needed to. I believe that we need, I need to start sharing my story. I was just talking to Jay Parker about that. Um, a lot of people think, like I said, I, I've basically broken ice on a lot of different topics. But I didn't really go into too deeply about that because I didn't want to be put in that pocket of, oh, now she's a crazy you know, just like George Kavasilis, he went off, oh, I was kidnapped by the Galactic Federation and I realized it was all bullshit now and blah, blah, blah. But he lost a lot of people for a long time, you know, and I think it's timely that I start speaking and sharing these things now um, in order to, when you do that, also you empower and inspire somebody else that they have hope. Even if it was just, I mean, even just, I shouldn't use the word just. There are people who are really traumatized by the fact that, you know, they have a memory of their father their diaper too it comes out at something like this i'm not using names so i'm not violating anyone's um you know confidentiality but i had a client that remembered her father touching her inappropriately when she was about two or three years old changing her diaper and that has affected her massively in her life but like i said when i was a kid because i grew up around a lot of illuminati kids one of my boyfriends was in high high school was one of them i've cooked and catered for the clintons and soros and a lot of these people i've been around them and there's no accident but I mean, I said, if I broke, you know, this one girl broke her fingernail after, right before a date, and she was one of those Illuminati girls. And she was, you know, you'd think she might have got acted the way I did after I got raped the very first time, because that was her capacity to be able to handle that. So it's, we take what we do, and we can't judge other people for not having it as bad as us, because we all, it doesn't matter what piece, how big, or whatever, we all play a very important vital role. And most likely the people that are having that experience are much younger souls. Or the lineage they came into, they came to transform powerlessness more. So they're living powerless now. So it's important not to judge. Self-judge especially. One of my mantras when I do my holotropic breath work, and I still do it here. I, I do it in a group at the yoga barn. Just because there's so much coming up ancestrally for me. I breathe in. Self-love, self-acceptance, self-empowerment, self-compassion, and self-forgiveness and self-trust. And I exhale self-hatred, self-harm, self-rejection, self-abandonment, and self-betrayal. It's still at my level. That's how what I use to process. That's my tool. Breathe in the love and breathe out the fear and hate. Because it's still in my cells, not from me, but on an ancestral level. I mean, my I mean, the Scottish Masons are the oldest level of the dark darkest pedophiles. I mean, that we know in, in the Western world, it actually goes to the Gazarians, which is, you know, who they call themselves the Jews, but they're not. They're actually from a place in Russia. And the one piece I want to touch on that I didn't amongst all this about the healing is that even the people that are doing this, they are like vampires. Their soul has been vampire. Just like when a vampire turns somebody and that person doesn't act like themselves anymore, like the show True Blood, the people kind of keep their personality the same, but they don't act the way they did all the time when they were a human. And that's because they're parasited. And even if anyone who's had any kind of intestinal parasites realizes that 
their moods, they can be very emotional or reactive or whatever. Let's just take this to a very high level. That that's, that's what's going on for these people. I'm not saying Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton don't have a soul, but right now it's parasited and they're not acting the way it is. And that's, that parasite is actually what I will go as far to say is what we call God. Um, there is an entity, and I've seen it, that we call God. It actually has two sides. We're in a dualistic world. It's God and Satan. That's why the Vatican is what they do. Why do you think you drink the blood of Christ and, and eat his body? And their commission, it's actually Satanism covered as God. It's two sides of the same coin, and it is a parasite. Now, that's not to say that we're not all gods <laughs> and that gods are bad, but that has been given so much sigil magic for thousands of years on this planet that we call God, whether it be Allah or God or you know, Yahweh, whatever, that God is, is, is a, an entity that is from a lower dimension that cannot manifest physically. It's been locked off and it's, it's feeding through the entities here, just like in the matrix that the entered the, the machine world. That's an entity that can't come in. It has to have a human host. It's the same thing. So it's about us raising our vibration. Do we, and how we heal the world is healing ourselves. You know this, we all know this. Thing. So I wouldn't be able to go out and do a radio show about this if I hadn't had that personal experience to be able to for it so calmly and clearly. And thank you for, for saying I was so calm and cool about it. Believe me, I wasn't like this at first. <laughs> it's taken me years and years of being, being able to, talk to it. write a journal about it by myself, other people that helped me in the beginning of my process. Um, and there's of it and be able to bring it out to the world and look in the mirror and have no guilt or shame about it. So yeah. I think I've probably ranted on long enough. I didn't, I don't mean to, No, that was. but that was it, it's no different than the healing process, except it really does take community. You can only go so far by yourself. I don't care. I know it teaches, Oh, we can have the avatar experience where we are ascetic and you just meditate and whatever. But that was in the old day. And you, literally those people were side gurus who went out in the woods, went into a holy place like in the mountains in Himalayas and, you know, or like even here in Bali, there's some beautiful vortexes here where you can just go and you can heal it through, but it's letting it pass through you and then leaving your body. People in the world, leaning and be able to function in the world. I have to be able to bring all this, integrate it and stay here. It's not about leaving. That's part of the whole thing too, about it's a recycling process, just like in Cloud Atlas, you know, oh, I want to go, you know, be the chosen one, and then you go through and you see she's being put on a meat hook. It's not being chosen. It's just being reprocessed, and you're being food. It's about maintaining that energy, that kundalini, that higher vibration, and staying in your human form. And when enough of us do it, we're going to be able to collectively activate the rest of the dormant DNA. We, our DNA has been completely lowered. Our capacity, our divine human blueprint, we only use 22 DNA codons right now activated because of all this for thousands of years. And we need to activate it and spawn it. And we will. We will. We have a lot. We're a lot more powerful than any of these forces that are doing the satanic pedophile ritual magic. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. And that's why they fear us. And that's why they've had such a protocol of genocide and population control with fluoride in the water. And, and they're bringing in the 5G network to try to mind control all of this, which is how they get all their terrorists that drive the planes in the 9-11 or do the Aleppo thing the other day or Sandy Hook or any of it. They have weapons, but they can't affect a person who has power over their consciousness. And I've had that own experience. I mean, visually where 
they were trying it was i was like taken to an off world and i at least in my dimensional experience it was a living it was a waking lucid dream and they were trying to get me to behave and i said i'm christ if you can't you can't change me and there were even like little aliens showing up trying to force into my mind and and i said no i hear you but you can't dictate to me i'm not going to do it try and i'm still here <laughs> and it, it makes you fearless it really does going through all that i got nothing oh i gotta plug in or i'm gonna i'm gonna lose so okay perfect to go to you though but perfect. yeah I'll, I'll, knowing yes perfect thank you lisa and yes thank you so much for sharing that um again you know as you were saying like your authenticity and being able to share your story is like inspirational for other people who are going through the collective healing process as well. Um, and, and, and I did just want to like add in a couple of my own thoughts on here. Cause, cause again, you know, like when, when I was like seeing all the stuff like popping up with like the pedophilia rings and stuff like that, you know, like opposed to just turning an eye on it, I was kind of looking at it. I'm just like, okay, I'm like, okay, like what is almost happening here from a subconscious level? And again, you know, in the theme of like solstice darkness, observation bringing light to where it is needed i think one way to be able to understand it is that like you know if people are noticing like uh you know like whether it be like pedophilia or just like any sort of like disdain or or just kind of like it's hard to even put into words but what i was trying to say is that i feel in order to be able to understand it within ourselves within culture whatever it is that we sort of recognize as being an evil i think it's almost um it helps to be able to almost think of it as something that has been kind of like passed on through generations, meaning that it's not just something that like suddenly just is in us and we're a horrible person because it's in us, but it's almost like something that has been like existing like throughout, uh, like historically, like regardless of just like, you know, I'm just kind of using this in a broad sense of humanity and everything like that. And now as much as it was like a part of our past, now we are moving it into this present consciousness where we have the level of consciousness to be able to rise above it. So it was where in the past, like different cultures and different time periods would have been dealing with like perhaps the same type of, you know, fears and demons and things like that but they, they they weren't able to like fully transcend them or rise above them um whereas like now i feel that like that's there to help spark us to rise above them um again you know it's kind of that idea that like the the problem is the solution when you see what it is that you don't want it helps motivate you to be more passionate and more involved with creating what it is that you do want and so again if we're looking at and it's as crazy as it is to think about and to talk about and stuff like that, you know, but like using the, the pedophilia thing as an example, you know, like that is like something that can be thought of as just like one end of the spectrum in terms of like violating the trust between, a, you know, like a, a person and a vulnerable child. Whereas like the other side of that is this super positive nurturing story of like asking the question of how can we help create community that will help foster awesome children and awesome experiences and healthy growth and healthy relationships that are going to help evolve them into like form formidable strong leaders and co-creators of the future so i mean for me like it's interesting because like the the within my own chronological story my own narrative um i've had like this recurring thing 
where I've like been uh, in some sort of like mentor role between myself and young kids, which I I'm honored to be a part of. And, you know, it's shown up through like being at like a camp counselor for like a conscious summer camp that I was doing for a little bit. Um, it's turned even just from uh, doing like my, my job that I had a while back where I was like a superhero for kids' birthday parties. So again, you know, like literally in that situation, like that was like, I was like so in my element there. And, and it's because like, I, I love kids. Like I, I love the fact and I love them in the sense of like, they're little us, they're little humans. And, and they're, they're there to help teach us how to become like better teachers and better, like responsible uh, leaders within our own communities. And so, I mean, like, for me, like, yeah, again, like the pedophile thing, like it's, it sucks, but it in itself is like also going to help show us what needs to be done. And, and again, just kind of like going into that process of like acknowledging the inner demons within ourselves and then putting in the process and the work to be able to heal them. So rather than just saying like, if this is something that is in me and then being like, I hate myself for being, for having this in me, recognize that that is almost something that's like a ripple effect of our history that is still within our present. Yet it being there is there for us to heal it within this conscious lifetime that we have here. And then to be able to just like, engage ourselves with community and and to be able to like observe maybe patterns that might bring up like other habits so again you know like i think what i was saying before i think a lot of these like demons and fears and bad behavior i think those come up as a side effect of like social illness like illness within society again you know people being disconnected people being saturated by by media people having nothing better to do than spend their time on the internet people having no one to talk to people not being inspired so let's change the world by giving by by answering the question of what is needed and what is needed is community is like really community like that's it like that's the word and then everything else kind of comes out of that you know art comes out of that like you know creation comes out of that just like so much of it comes out of community um but yeah like it's just uh again you know i'm just trying to look at this because like my the reason why I'm here is to like help change the world. And if we can't look at the super dark shit, then why even try? Right. And not to say everyone needs to look at the super dark shit that it takes like a certain, like, you know, you have to kind of be ready to step into it. Um, and it does take courage and it does take, you know, a certain mentality and it, and it takes like going through your own process as well. Um, and it even, it takes like being able to admit that like, that is like not just a part of something else, but it is a part of all of us. And to be able to like, see that as like, as we heal ourselves, as we heal each other, like we're healing the collective. Um, but yeah, it's just, a, it's such a, yeah, it's, it's important. And, and it's not just something to just like turn a blind eye to. And I think that in itself is like a key. And, and again, you know, like how we, the relationship that we have between ourselves and children, like that is like that it, again, like with the paradigm shift project, I'm creating my intention when I thought about this was like, I want to create something so that I can like help build a world so that I can bring like my own children into it in, in something that I am like happy and, and excited to be a part of. And so, I mean, yeah, like being able to create foundations for the futures ahead is what needs to take place right now. And that is what we're doing right now. What we're doing isn't just going to affect like a month from now or a year from now. It's literally going to affect like 10 years from now and 20 years from now 
And so, I mean, like, that's why it's important. So, yeah. So thank you guys for listening. Um, and thank you for being a part of this conversation and, and yet yeah, just, yeah, just, just keep it all in mind and, and keep holding space for healing. Keep holding space for your own healing, for your own forgiveness, and also for accountability. That's a big thing within community. Like forgiveness doesn't just mean like, oh, okay, that person's doing something bad. I forgive them. Like, no, it's like holding each other into accountability um, and integrity. Uh, integrity is a word that I want to bring into 2017. Like integrity and just like, yeah. So, um, Lisa, did you, did you just, I just feel if you wanted to maybe expand on something like that and then we're, we're going to move closer into the wrap up of the show soon enough. But I, again, and thank you for being here and thank you for allowing others and myself to be able to have this conversation as well for co-facilitating. Um, I just wanted to wrap a couple of things up and I'm going to have to go. Actually, some friends are coming over. We're going to do a beach clean. Um, oh, down there you go. Awesome. Intention um, and they're, they're on their way to get me. I just got a message. Um, but first of all, yeah, absolutely. The children are teachers. Um, the sec, I didn't want children because I had such an awful childhood. I didn't want to bring, I, I didn't want to bring anybody into this awful world. And my I, spirit told me to have my child after long story, but he was basically the immaculate conception. And I was told I couldn't bear children, um, because of a, a damage. It doesn't matter. I had my son, it completely changed my life, and he was the biggest teacher in my life. And no matter what I faced, I was able to continue, including that experience that I shared with you. And I raised him like that. We didn't have television. We had a TV, but it was an old school one, and we just watched movies. We went and we lived in Costa Rica. We, we ate only real food. I spent tons of time with him. My favorite time was going to bed in stories and inspiring me and giving him all kinds of things to create from. He, every day, we'd go get Every Friday we'd go get treats and it would be stuff for his creation box. And we do all kinds of projects. I brought him around animals. I gave him binoculars. We were out in the world. We did all kinds of things. He knew about, I mean, he'd give you a 10 minute dissertation on the Illuminati and Mon Satan at six when they took him. And that was part of the reason they stole him. My activism about all this stuff has cost me my child as well. But I also have come to rectification at a deeper level that our souls, I mean, the day the day it happened when my Kundalini fired, he goes, mommy, we're going to need a babysitter for a very long time. And I just had a very huge healing response just last week. I mean, a, a journeying doing holotropic breath where he said, it's okay, mommy, this is what we came to do. And I'm trying to help grandma and we're helping the world and we'll get to be together soon. It's okay. You know, and because um, the biggest thing I could do to overcome it was to raise this child that was based in love and consciousness and community and our my family wasn't it and so I took them out of our life and the response of my mother was when my kundalini fired to steal him and use the fact and tell all the kids not to get the shot because it was from the government and break their brain and hurt their body and they wouldn't be able to talk and all this kind of stuff but the kids are it and that, that's it it's, it's focusing on the generation which is also why I realize because the vast majority not here in Ubud I have aging even older that are on the same page there was a wave ahead of me even that first wave of indigos they're just the light workers that don't really go around the darkness too much but um, I have people my own age but the vast majority of my own age are not can't look at a lot of this stuff they're the ones waking up now but that's why I love with, hanging out with you kids because and I'm not kids but you know what I mean if you're if you're in your 35 or under you're a kid to me but I'm not, not, I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm a kid at heart too. Cause I'm 50 and I don't, I certainly don't act. And everyone's like, Lisa, you're, there's no way you're 50. Where's your gray hair? Where's your, and I'm like, no, it's cause I'm young at heart. But um, this is how we do it. And this is how we face it. It's about having compassion, focusing on the children and realizing that yes, it's our ancestral stuff. And we want to create 
a world that's good for the next seven generations to come as well. It's not just about our children. And these kids are ancient masters, man. I don't know you, but my kid, he put me to shame. Mummy, from the time I used to mummy, my daddy drives a, the biggest spaceship in the multiverse. And sometimes he lets me drive. <laughs> he even drew me all these pictures about when he would come back to me, when the planets were aligned. And he sh- I mean, it was just before he was taken, he handed them to me within the hour before we left. And then what happened, happened. Because I was, the police were sent to look for me and they found me and beat me and dragged me away from him. But um, yeah, it cost me my child. And you're right. It's not, nobody, not everybody has to look at this. It's like a colony of bees. Everyone, we have our jobs and there's no better or worse. You know, it's just what we chose to do. It's, it's like Jessica Rabbit. I can't help it. I was just painted this way. And I couldn't even get out when I wanted to. I mean, at 29, I tried to kill myself. Not that I did. It was because of psychotropics that made me want to kill myself. And we now know that they either kill, make you kill somebody else or kill yourself. But at the same time, I still tried. And I even beat myself up because I couldn't even kill myself right, <laughs> you know, because I wanted out so bad. But um, no, it's about coming together community and creating community and connecting. And it doesn't matter if we're on the internet doing it because our ener- this, this third dimensional reality is BS. It all happens on the energy level. So keep up your shining your heart, shining your brights. I-, I loved everything that I've heard and everybody shared and thank you for your support. And thank you for letting me share my very dark story and holding space for it. So I look forward to it all. And I just want to give a heads up to uh, the Sintamani guy. I definitely need one of those Sintamani stones and I will be emailing you. So thank you. Um, but I, I'm going to wear one of my shifter. I, I, I've been living by my wand. My, this is how I do a lot of yin yoga and I work out a lot of the spots. <laughs> where your stuff comes out. So I love it. So thank you. And um, yeah, I think we really need to share this topic. Like I said, it was, it was exploding on the internet. I'm getting attacked even more so in trolls. The, the, in Britain, they even locked out they did. They filed paperwork so that some of my videos about this topic can't be shown in England because too many people are watching them and getting too many views. Of course, they wouldn't allow me to monetize them because they said it's not appropriate content or whatever. But it's just they don't. They don't want me making any money off bringing out the truth. Um, but because uh, I do monetize my videos now, um, I used to not. But I said I finally decided that it's okay for me until while I'm trying to change how we exchange our life force on this planet, it's okay for me to have my needs met and be able to be able to have enough to go fill out somebody else as well as well. So um, thank you for allowing me to hold space and jump on at the end and bombard you all. It wasn't my intention. I was just going to jump in and do a little social <laughs> connection with you. So, but my friends are going to be here and I, oh, I think that's them walking out in the door now. So okay, um, I want to uh, just... web, websites yeah. and contact for anybody who wants to connect. Okay. Um, I'm the only Lisa Vunk in the world. <laughs> you can Google me there or you can Google Rainbow Warrior Goddess. Uh, Facebook is Lisa Jean Vunk or Lisa Vunk is my pro page. Tran- I'll type in my website, www.transcendence.us. And from there, I have all my LinkedIn, my Insta. Oh, I have to put my Instagram on my website, but I have my YouTube video page, everything. You can find me there. Shoot me a message go to my pro page i have too many friends i'll make space and add you and we'll connect it's all about co-creation i love you guys my friends are here we got to go clean up the beach down in changu (laughs) awesome thank you so much lisa hi guys (laughs) aloha brendan from paradigm shift central in his community they're on a soul system from back in oh nice (laughs) quick how many's here one, two, three, Who four, are five. you and where are you from and what's Brits, your wish for the soul? Like uh, Sydney. Um, what was the last question? Uh, uh, what is 
what does the solstice mean to you quickly and what's your intention for 2017? Uh, 2017, educate as many people about the dumb uh, money system in the world and try and pull them out. Uh, solstice, um, actually reminds me of Scotland. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we're going to go clean the beach in Chango, so do some service. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys are awesome. Thank you so much. You guys are an inspiration. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah i love you all peace love abundance and joy hit me up and i got a bunch of other people i gotta go help now too so but always please connect happy solstice thank you lisa much love it's <laughs> perfect awesome Sweet guys. Well, again, thank you so much to Lisa for joining in. She, she's been a part of the paradigm shift community for, for quite a while. And, uh, she actually does do her own, uh, like online radio broadcasts as well. And again, check out more of that. Her main website is transcendance.us and I'll spell that cause it's like transcend and then dance as in dancing. So it's T R A N S C E N d-a-n-c-e dot u-s so transcendance dot u-s and uh yeah thank you so much for lisa for for connecting and um she'll definitely be around some more in the future and again if anybody wants to connect with her on an individual level absolutely feel free she she is a great friend and i'm sure she would be more than happy to be able to connect with uh more awesome souls out there helping helping change the world and a big part of it is through the uh, self-work as well. So much love. So with that said, guys, um, it's almost 2 a.m. So we're going to wrap up this broadcast. But before we do, uh, I just want to be able to uh, give a chance for you guys to be able to to add in any final intentions that you guys want to set for 2017. And then we'll just sh- close off with a short micro meditation and then we'll wrap it up. Before we do that, I just want to remind people that they can check out more at paradigmshiftcentral.com and they can also add their support to the team Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Brendan Culleton. And thank you so much to all the Patreon supporters already. And you guys are what help make these broadcasts possible. And uh, through there, you can also sign up and get your shifter booster kits. Uh, As you can see, there's some of the shift buttons there and they got the website on the rim and those are great for being able to use to connect with people to this project and to be able to hand out in your community and build conscious community where you are and are extra potent when combined with free hugs. So you can sign up for the asking donation of just three to five. And when you do that, you get a shifter booster kit, which is worth about $70 in itself. And uh, yeah, the ongoing support from that helps the ongoing evolution of the project. And just in terms of what I want to be able to just mention for the future of the project. Um, Stay tuned because I'll explain more in in future videos, but on the main website, uh, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be sort of like refocusing on the creation of quest journals. So I really just want to encourage people to keep in the back of their mind what quest journals they might be able to create because a big part of this project is creating a platform to encourage you guys to practice documenting and sharing your stories and your art with a global audience. So on the main website, if you haven't yet, you can create a profile and through there you'll see quest journals and conscious articles. People who sign up for the website have access to create quest journals. And again, those can be like journey logs. They can be synchronicity reports. They can be dream logs. They can be videos that you've made. They can be music. They can be poetry, anything, any reflections, intentions. It's a creative space to practice expressing yourselves. And so just think about in the back of your head, you know, if something happens during the day, something really synchronistic, 
practice writing out maybe a paragraph or two about what actually happened because that in itself is a very powerful spiritual process and it will also help prepare you for future creations that you'll be able to manifest as well and then you can create those through the main website by posting them on the quest journals and again we're going to get more into that and i'll help tailor that and i'll help like with any back-end technical stuff as well so moving into the future though uh for 2017 we are as i mentioned going to be changing the schedule for the broadcast so for the time being the broadcasts are only going to be on wednesdays and uh just stay tuned because i'll change the calendar on the website to be able to make sure which ones are happening in which order and we'll still be doing our dream class uh, as well just in alternating weeks uh, for that broadcast and that in itself is going to help open up some more time for me to be able to work on some additional projects some additional aspects for the project including the creation of journey to lucidity 3 which is something that i'm eagerly waiting to be able to get back in sync with and to create for you guys and to be able to release that before leaving no every day every day so um and then in addition to that guys another thing that i'm going to be doing on the website um i'm going to be adding in a feature which is going to help uh, like an aspect of it which is going to help feature other people's patreons so one thing that's really cool is that the patreon through the paradigm shift central project <clears throat> we created it about a year ago and right now it is continuing to grow it is continuing to build and that is my focus to keep building it bit by bit so that it's literally something that is going to continue to accumulate abundance literally almost out of nothing through the collective micro donations of the community support and that's going to be able to like filter off into other projects but for people who are in the community and creating their own art i encourage you to check out patreon.com as well so p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com and through there you can be able to help create a system that will allow people to donate to support your work as well and uh again what we'll do through the main website is we'll actually have like a part of it where we're going to have like featured patreon creators so as this project evolves like that's what i want to be able to do is i want to be able to like allow this water to overflow so that other people can start building their own patreons and, and that's just like a really cool way that's going to allow us to keep focusing on creating the art that we want to create <clears throat> so in addition to that um, that's really the main aspects uh, again there won't be a broadcast next week we're going to go on a little bit of a break but in the meantime i'll be updating the website and uh, i'll still be doing some live broadcasts here and there uh, just through facebook and everything uh, as well but if you do have any questions please feel free to ask me you can always connect through the live chat on the website uh, in addition there as well. And um, yeah, if you haven't yet, subscribe on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Skull Babylon. Find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Skull Babylon. And subscribe to Paradigm Shift Radio on iTunes for automatic updates. You can always go back and check out past broadcasts. So with that said, though, um, I do just want to be able to get you guys to sort of, we'll go, we'll go around the circle just um, moving into the wrap up of just any intentions that we want to just share out loud for 2017. So for myself, I'll just take a moment here. And then again, anybody else who wants to jump in, the question is what intentions do you want to help set for 2017? So, so for me, 2017, I want to be able to set the intentions for better habits, more focus, increasing integrity, community growth, spontaneous acts of love, more local paradigm shift community events. Like I want to do like sound healing ceremonies, um, 
yeah, I want to do like more mystic Spider-Man stuff. That was something I didn't really get too much to talk about, but long story short, uh, a while, not too long ago, I actually like created a sort of like a superhero version, uh, for my own persona to be able to go out there and do free hugs. And that's something you'll be seeing more of in the future, the ongoing manifest a station of, of mystic spider-man which is like my own version of spider-man but it's basically just like encouraging all of us to be able to be like the real world superhero and encouraging you guys to go do free hugs and whether you got a mask on or a super suit or not like going out there with a free hug sign is like a superhero thing in itself and uh hacking the matrix as well um so yeah th- those few things and uh um like personal health fitness um better diet more ninja training and uh more videos more creation and uh, more being able to help like uplift other people through their own creations as well. And building a virtual and uh, uh, that like metaphorical and symbolic kingdom for, for each of us as well to be able to inhabit and co-create within. So, so those are just a few things and I'm sure I'll always be able to think of some more as we keep going. Um, but yeah, who would like to share next about any intentions that they would like to share for 2017? Woo! I think- Rock on, brother! <laughs> Hold on. I think, uh, thanks, Kevin. Uh, I think Felicia wants to say something. Um, Felicia, if you'd like to say something, go ahead. Because since you haven't spoken yet, you can you can jump in. And when you're ready, you can try and unmute your microphone. I think so. Go ahead. Did it work? Yes, it is oh, working. Oh, yay, it worked. This is it's my working. first time talking in the group. Yay. <laughs> Welcome. Um, so I'll try. <laughs> Thank you. I'll try to keep it fairly simple. Um, but pretty much going through and through this next year and doing all these things that my heart feels called to do that I know intuitively, even if I can't form the words, even if I'm being all thought nonverbal, even if the whole everything in my life's against me in those times when I am isolated and I might not even have the internet to like connect you guys. And I really do feel alone and to still keep reaching no matter how dark it gets and and just keep going and i know that might seem like kind of vague and and i know it's easier said than done but it's just really i don't know especially strong for me this year and um i don't know i'm kind of losing the words on this one i'm not always good doing the uh the words to the thoughts i've realized i'm i'm very intelligent and I, I know a lot of things and I can think well, but um, just my words kind of completely lose it. Sometimes I like to use the term hamster wheel. <laughs> it's like it runs so fast I fall off and I'm like, what? And I feel like I'm obligated to keep talking even if my brain isn't processing it. Does that make sense? Um, but happens, yeah. Happens to all of us. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like I have a lot of like you know more detailed things but overall to keep to keep going with all this like everything we're talking about tonight and beyond like all the uh, everything that's at the core of all of those things there's been so much times that yeah in my heart I of course logically always do that always do what's in my heart but it doesn't always feel that way it's easier said than done life gets complicated sometimes you know we don't think we should feel alone because we know there's other people there who think the same way but we don't always feel that way and i don't know i kind of like felt like there was a concluding sentence to that but it fizzled off i think i've got most of what i needed to say across for now though <laughs> for sure for sure do you think um because you're kind of 
I was saying, like, do you, do you feel called to like help connect like other people in your community and stuff like that? Cause, cause yeah. It, like it's funny. Go ahead. It's yeah, funny yeah. you say that too, because like, I definitely do. But, um, a lot of people totally, even like people I haven't even met or like, I just met them have come up to me and been like, like I've told them only like a couple little things or kind of like out of the blue sometimes and told me that like, they, they think I'm probably one of those people that's meant to be that sort of in between both worlds, whether it be more like physical, you know, realms versus less physical realms or more natural, like physical places versus like more urban or they call it like, and a lot more natural like groups, they'll call it like Bab- like Babylon as in more so- like modern society and that people have like, not just said that but I also feel it and like I've just seen such a pattern in both that I feel like I feel and know in such a way that like I I I think I'd be a fool to deny that that is what's going to happen even if I didn't feel as strongly about it now because it's just like you've I'm kind of looping myself like over and over again in what I'm saying. And I think I just can't find the words for it. My my brain wants to, (laughs) but yes, yes. And triple like really cool ways, a lot of synchronistic ways. Um, I even had one, something that uh, I forgot exactly what someone said earlier when they spoke to me or when they were speaking to everyone that it's to me in, in my memory, and, and everything and, and um, intuitively that one time I was at the first one the first or second time I was at my natural path doctor and she looked at me oh you just did something with your microphone I'm not sure what you did I think you like put your hand on it maybe maybe hello yeah that's better now okay yeah I would get funny that's probably why oh it's probably the back of the phone oh that's weird anyway um but she had stopped and just like did you hear the natural path doctor yeah we were just hearing that yeah yeah yeah. okay cool um so i was at my natural path doctor and she just like stopped and like stared at me and was like you remind me of a medicine woman i once knew or that i know i i can't remember exactly what she said but it was less the word she said but the way in which she said it and she just got like I don't know, this look in her eyes and like, oh, there was a woman recently at, we were stopping to get some, some drinks in a corner store when we were da- d- down in uh, DC for a music festival, my friend and I, and a lady I'd never met before. Like, I don't even remember what connected us, but we had started talking and she asked me, like having the feeling that I knew about all of this stuff, but asked me if I knew, you know, what an aura was and if I'd feel comfortable with her telling me a few things. And she was talking about my aura and all the, the light and the love in it. And that even if I don't see it, it's there. And that even when I don't think it's affecting people, that it always is. And that it's very important that I keep trying to spread that. And that one, that one definitely stuck me a lot more than a lot of them both past and present and I feel like I'm just kind of like recounting the different just interesting signs that have been like way further proof than just my intuition not that that's not good enough it's just especially for someone who overthinks a lot or maybe not overthinks just 
thinks more than the average bear, however you wish to put it. Um, it's good to have the confirmations on both sides of things sometimes. It's like, oh, okay. Gives me a little, I don't know. Can't find the words to, to, to finish that thought there. <laughs> a little like, sort of like know that you're still going in, like a little like reaffirmation that like this is like something that maybe you're calling or something like that almost. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like <laughs> I think, I think, um, I think that's really cool though. Cause, cause again, I think what you're saying there is um, something that other people can keep in mind. This idea of like observing that how as we begin practicing talking about some of these, you know, fringe spiritual metaphysical concepts, how naturally other people will begin to start asking us questions or begin to be start recognizing us as like, Hey, like you talk about this stuff. Can I talk to you about this stuff? So like in a lot of ways, like, yeah, we're kind of like, like mediators or like the bridge for a lot of people, um, which is really important because again, there's always going to be more people as we continue to move forward who eventually are going to start like asking those questions are going to start like, you know, like having lucid dreams are going to start watching a documentary about like auras and energy work. And they're going to want Back people to, to the talk seed to seed planting. <laughs> Back to the, yeah, exactly. Right. Yes, so every, I, I was saying a lot of things like that lately to a lot of people about mm. every little thing that we're doing, even if like, like with all the protests going on and everything or like some peaceful demonstrations that I was I kept talking about and a lot of people were also talking about like how it's actually really important to try to have ones too that aren't related to anything politically that are like literally like yes there are hate going on against certain things and we always we all have certain opinions and affiliations but to have events like these that are solely based on love like the free hugs thing you know like all, all these other things and that just people get so caught up in oh what is what is the protesting going to do what it, it doesn't have this immediate or grand effect so they think it, it, there's no point and that we should all just give up and go home and whatever and, and sit down and shut up and that's absolutely ridiculous i mean not everybody understands why of course understanding why it makes it easier for me to say that's ridiculous but it's, it's just every little thing is so important but not to take it in a way that makes you over worried but to not like down these like little lovely things and to you know not just focus on like still you know if you can help on the grand scale sure but to not lose the possibility one person you know and the other little person and what if like the solution to world peace is all of us coming together one by one at a time and eventually that makes the grand change and what if nobody was willing to make the grand change or make the changes so then the, you know the big change would never happen like if the 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 per, if there was one person with one solution what if they were you know the one of us thinking like this but that had nobody had no internet no friends to tell them that they weren't the only one like that makes it all the more important to reach out and to do every little thing because you never know who you might be talking to. Like, mm -hmm. I just think of little things like I, I wanted to be in space travel and stuff when I was like, starting being like seven, eight years old. It's one of the first things like I wanted to do. And I knocked myself out of wanting to do it because I just thought I wasn't smart enough. And then like, years later fast forward i'm finally getting into you know wearing one of my many hats being in astronomy and astrophysics and i, I think of like all the things i want to do to help the little kids that are like the eight-year-old me and like even though i ha still have plenty of potential i can do all those great things like 
what if I can reach those kids when they're at that point where I gave up and, you know, they might still have to go through regular school and they might not do well in it, but they might be able to carry on that, that hope that, Hey man, that girl made it. And so I'm going to try to like go to space camp and do other things, even if this doesn't work out and just all the little ways you can reach everyone young and old and everywhere in between. You know, you're never too young or too old to do really anything or follow your dreams. Totally. (laughs) You got it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like running low on water and like thirsty and my air's dry. (laughs) I like dehydrate. Like, I don't know. Give me a plant that dehydrates easily. It's like me. It's like... <laughs> well, talking takes a lot of energy. We we sort of forget. Like sometimes, like oh, yeah. like honestly, like sitting here and like doing a broadcast for X number of hours, like does take energy. Even though I'm not like running around and stuff, it's like the right. energy of focus and the energy of presence and everything. So yeah, it's, it's funny. I even got just so like worked up from just a lot of you know personal chaos, unrelated chaos, residual chaos from a lot of things. And after I talked more. I, I kind of, well, I was not, you know, on camera, like letting the tears out and things when I felt like choking up, letting it go. And that relaxing me to the point, like, not that anyone was boring by any means, but I almost fell asleep a couple of times during one person talking, but because I get anxiety and all those things work, if it gets like so bad, once I finally start relaxing, I like crash but I wasn't even like I was sitting down I wasn't moving around really it was just the energy I was expelling just from Mm -hmm. dealing with those things talking thinking them etc yeah yeah I mean like we have to remember that like you know it's 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 the energy that's kind of moving through us if if that's like one way that helps us understand it so I mean we may be sitting still but at, at, at a spiritual energetic level we can be very very busy in in any given moment so yeah but yeah no i'm, I'm glad i'm glad you got a chance to come on here and to practice talking I, I think you're doing great yeah so and, and totally like Thanks. you know keep 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 rocking it because because like you said i think that's that's a great example for other people to just be inspired to say like hey like nobody is unimportant you never know like how far one little conversation with you going up to someone and being like hey you know like let's talk about something that you don't get a chance to talk about and how that can encourage them who knows like that person could grow up to lead like some sort of like other community group or something like that you know like they may be inspired to start like a meditation circle they might start a paradigm shift community they might make like another great youtube video and 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 it's a part of their destiny to do that yet at the same time like it's interesting to think about how our destinies are interweaved and how we have to be reminded of like the part that we play in other people's stories is equally important because i think that happens where you know we're, we're so caught into the story of like nasate ipsum know thyself work on yourself and yes that is important but keep in mind every now and then that we have to step back and be thoughtful of like how our presence is going to help other people's stories evolve as well. So like that matters, like that really, really, really matters. It's just showing up there to be a part of someone else's story. Even if you're just a side character, you might be someone to be like, Hey, like go take a look through that door. And they might've been like, Whoa, like I didn't even see that door. Like what? Like, <laughs> thank you. Mysterious. Or look at the sky. Look at the clouds. Look at the like look at that right now. I point that out all the time. And like, I'm exactly. not like, I'm usually the one doing it, but 
and sometimes people would look at it normally but then there's like the other half of people i do this to wouldn't normally and they look at the sky in that moment they you know you see their eyes don't usually and things yes. like that and, and and i i never i never stop pointing out stuff like that even if everyone in the room doesn't spark and they look at me like i'm nuts and they're like you shut up felicia i'm just like well the sky is gonna still be wonderful whether you tell me to shut up or not so psh, nature is beautiful <laughs> i like to quote uh if anyone watches or knows a family guy um i make a i make a kind of a, a reference on that and they have this one bit that goes damn nature you scary and then i make the joke <laughs> damn nature you sexy you sexy <laughs> <laughs> it's it's silly but it cracks me up <laughs> yeah exactly right like and, and i think there's so and, and this is you know part of what i want to be able to like give people some inspiration on and stuff like that of just thinking of all like the the accessible ways that you can help shift other people's paradigms one of them being go point them in the direction of a tree because like honestly like as simple as it sounds like there are so many people who are so locked into today's culture and, and and you know distractions and technology that like they haven't really clued into the whole like as above so below wisdom and i feel like that is kind of like one of these like earlier things that people kind of pick up within their spiritual awakening yet that can happen simply by you having a conversation with them and just being like hey like ever notice how like the the branches of a tree are the same like branches in our arms as veins and the same like branches of rivers and the same lightning bolts like literally like some people just haven't had that thought fed through their brain through their brain through their mind feed and and you can be a person that just kind of does that which again kind of like sets the snowball effect in motion kind of thing um but yeah like there's a million and million and million one ways to be able to like help people start seeing that there's more to this story than that what they've been led to believe like there is much much more whether it be you know like the fractals whether it be the sacred geometry whether it be the dream exploration whether it be mindfulness whether it be auras whether it be ufos and sasquatch and ancient society and just like spiritual dimensions and psychedelics and just like transcending fear and alchemizing and law of attraction all of these things there's an infinite amount of topics to them. Any single one of those can be like a little gate to be able to invite people into this uh, infinite realm of like, you know, knowledge and, and, and self-discovery for them to be able to step into. And, and again, I think that's like the, the, for me, like that, when I started doing Paradigm Shift, it, it, was, it, it was to be able to help like inspire people to, to get as excited as I was, as I am about these topics. And it's just like, Hey, like, and this was coming at the time when I was in college and stuff. Right. So a lot of people, they're just, they're studying the textbooks that have been given to them. But I'm just like, guys, like there's so much more out there. Um, just cause we're not talking about it in school. So like here, let's go talk about it on our own. And let's create like our own school, so to speak through just like communal discussion and stuff. So yeah, again, you know, just like, going out there, just being aware that everyone's kind of waking up in their own process and not, and there's a difference, right? You want to do things in a very tactful way. You don't just want to go out there and start like pushing your beliefs on someone. You kind of just want to point them in the direction. Strategically. 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 Yeah. Cause if you just come at like the wrong person who like doesn't have 
at least something in there to click already and you just yeah. come berating at them think of someone who like has kind of an opposite belief to you comes at you and is just like pushing you into a corner like that doesn't do anything that makes you just no. kind of want to bite them or run away like yeah i think even less of it it, or does, something it like doesn't that. help and, and in a lot of ways that like this world is now like the way society is you can't just like always go about things like full force like sometimes mm -hmm. it is necessary but sometimes even though maybe it shouldn't be nest it, it, it like the way morals are it shouldn't be necessary that we have to do it stealthily or sneakily but sometimes you have to and sometimes it's not necessarily for a good or bad reason that's just because of how it has to be yeah. Yeah. um so there was yeah. a there was a message that shaman Durek uh put on the uh on facebook the other day which was really awesome and basically what it was was your job is to deliver the package after that leave it be you know it, it, it's yeah. you know that's who, you that's, got to piece it you out do, yeah you you do your thing and you know you be strategic about it you might even be stealthy about it but yeah once you deliver yeah. that package just leave it on the porch move on you know yeah. it's up to them whether or not they want to open it you can't force them to open it stick their head inside no that's not how it works <laughs> yeah. okay that's it for sure and 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 again it's it's kind of multifaceted here and, and michael i'll pass it to you in a second um and again you know i feel a part of our role is to to and i've said this before to be like ambassadors of bigger ideas and be able to explain them in simple ways. You know, it's kind of like going back to that Einstein quote that, you know, like intelligence is being able to explain something complex in a simple way. And I feel like that is what we're moving towards. And we're seeing this through like unified field science and everything like that and sacred geometry. But yeah, like I, I think like some people, they get, they get turned away by a lot of these spiritual concepts because it's, it's, it's just like, sometimes it's too big for them to comprehend and it doesn't seem practical. So we want to be able to like simplify things and bring a practicalness into it. And um, yeah, again, it's kind of even what Tony was saying is that your, your objective is to be able to help, like give people the opportunity to explore knowledge what they do with that choice is really up to them. But at the same time, it is your opportunity to encourage them. And, and sometimes we'll see that in a spiritual path where like as an individual, you might start getting into something and then you'll just kind of like walk away from it. And that's where community can come into play because it'll be like, hey, other people are, are, are continuing to do this. Let's keep doing it together, especially with like lucid dreaming, right? It's sometimes it's really hard for one person as an example to get really dedicated about dream exploration because they don't have anybody else to talk to. They think they're the only one doing it. But if they know that there's like 20, 50, 100 other people also doing this, suddenly they become a part of a bigger story and a bigger collective momentum as well. So again, it's like, inviting people to be a part of a bigger story which is what this you know this whole paradigm shift project is so if you like give someone a button that's like an invitation for them to be a part of this global team and the uh, 222 on the clock is confirmation on that right now ah, um, ah, that i'm, I'm already right. like a master number where they're everywhere but that they're one everywhere. Been, two, like, two, glaring like two, red two, in two, my two. face yeah that's a good one um okay well, like i said guys i'm totally cool talking about this for a little bit more we are going to get close to wrapping this up as i said it's 2 a.m so but um mm -hmm. michael go go ahead we'll pass over to you and uh felicia i'm just going to mute your end on it there you go michael go go ahead oh, michael can we, you we hear me okay yeah we, welcome to the welcome to the hangout happy solstice man haven't seen you oh so. happy solstice Much thank love. you <laughs> um i just wanted to share uh 
I mean, was it any like specific question or just sharing? Well, like, we were going back to the idea of like, what are some intentions for 2017? Yeah. You can, you can focus on that. Or if there's something else you had in mind. <laughs> well, I was going to share one thing as far as making a change or making somebody's day. Um, there was a, a thing, you know, I was in a psychology class and, um, and things were going pretty well. I mean, the teacher would handle things pretty well. And there was this guy I thought was, you know, I, I, I thought was pretty cool for, uh, for most of the time. Like I'd talk to him after school, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd wave, I'd say hello, you know, he was a vet. So I'd be like, Hey, you know, appreciate your service and, and everything. But he'd always give like really long, <laughs> Every, every question, you know, you ask this guy, you know, it, it would be some st statistics kind of answer, you know, and, and the girls would ask him and say, well, how do you, I mean, not not like deeply emotionally, but just like, how? what's your opinion? How do you feel? Well, statistically, um, evolution says, you know, <laughs> it, it was just, um, so we got a lot of that, but we always thought it was cool. But the, the last day, the last day of school, um, this guy just basically, um, uh, he just felt offended and, and he actually um, verbally, I mean, verbally attacked my friend, you know, it was just like, you know, go F yourself, you know, uh, just very harsh in his, in his verbal um uh, approach. And I mean, she wasn't going to have it, you know, she wasn't, uh, you know, she stood up to him, but every, everybody else, even the professor, you know, I, I mean, it didn't stop the, the situation. And here was the thing. It's like, you could say, well, did I manifest that somehow? And it was just like, it just happened. It was just like, bam. Okay. Like what do, what do I do? Now I was going to, I was going to do something, but you know, I mean, this guy had like army training, you know, like, <laughs> I don't know how much, you know, I could, um, uh, really do, but she, she, she stood up for herself and, and basically the guy just left. He didn't come back, but I know she felt offended, you know, as, as just a girl, as just, because it was, you know, like very, just, you know, um, just kind of, you would, you would refer to it as sexist comments that, you know, uh, this guy was making. And um, so for whatever reason, it, it was very interesting how this happened. Um, I went to uh, the donut place. I got this, I got this muffin. Now I didn't even, I didn't even eat this muffin because I was just like too full you know what I'm saying I got like an egg sandwich whatever whatever anyways we go to we go to school not knowing who's gonna show up on that day she shows up and I asked everybody in the in in the class hey you know would you be interested in a muffin everybody declined she was a, but when it got to her she was like oh wow <laughs> yeah I love muffins and um it was really interesting. And then by the end of class, cause I was, cause I was going to give out buttons. So I was like, you know, 
put a star here on the paper. Let me know if you're into the metaphysical information, whatever, whatever. And, um, and, and, you know, cause I'm going to hand out a few of these, these buttons. So she didn't even sign what she saw. She saw the symbol. She said, Oh hell yeah. I love legend of Zelda. <laughs> and she, she pulled the, she pulled the button and she, and, and so not only did she get, um, did she get a muffin? But she also got a button. <laughs> and she was also part Irish, you know. So, um, all that said, and you know, I told her, I said, you know, I, 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 I really appreciate you, you for 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 standing up for what you believe in, for standing in your power. You know, I respect the goddess, and you know, she was just like totally, you know, just. Wasn't expecting that, you know, but I was just like, I could see, I mean, even in her own way, like I didn't plan out to do anything. It just, it just felt like it arranged itself that way. And at the same time, like you said, you know, like a shift happened, you know, in mm -hmm. its own, own way. So just wanted to share that for the holidays. Right on, Showing how an, a, a, what seemed like a pretty negative situation was able to turn itself around, you know. Awesome. Good job, man. A little bit of social alchemy right there. So, Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Cool. Okay, guys. Um, 2.30 on the clock. Um, anybody else just want to share any intentions that they want to set for, for 2017? So if anybody wants to jump in, please feel free to do that. And keeping in mind, we're getting close to wrapping up the broadcast. I'll do one briefly. Tony, go right ahead. Okay. Uh, yeah, I want to set the intention that people come to the realization, you know, through the various means that we've been talking about, that whenever they're grateful, like I was saying earlier, whenever they're grateful to God or universe, that you are part of that. And that so is everybody else and that you are important, just like you were saying earlier, you know, so that's what I want for intention is for everybody to realize that. And that whenever you help others through the, the, pro, the, the property of the, I think it's associative property uh, of the wholeness of everything that we are, you're literally helping yourself. So it is a self-help thing whenever you help other people because they are part of you. So yeah, I just want people to kind of get the intent, get that intention out there, so that people start realizing that we're all part of this um, love that's gathering, and you know, to keep that in mind and live by it, and then hope, but hopefully, you know, introduce other people to it through the paradigm shift um, buttons uh, or a muffin. <laughs> you know <laughs> and I think that's awesome so yeah that, that, I'm putting that out there awesome man sweet good intention good intention cool okay uh, going, moving right along and thank you Tony anybody else who wants to share any intentions that they have for 2017 um, Pat go right ahead I would like to just thank you all for sharing this beautiful sacred space and um, I'd like to invite you to hold the sacred flame of the light of love throughout the year. And um, I send these Palo Santo blessings to you all. May the smoke 
protect you and surround you with love. Thank you. Thank you for being here during these crazy times. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, man. These, these crazy, exciting, and uh, Can very I say something real quick? potentials of times. Thank you, Pat. Rock on, KJ. Kev- Hey, I just wanted to KJ, say that was very beautiful what you just said. That reminded me of being in India, like on the Ganga, like in, in the temples and stuff, just divine compassion and everything. So I just want to say that was beautiful. Perfect. Awesome. Sweet. Okay. Um, I think, uh, I think uh, Anya, if you're still there by some bizarre reason, because it should be like 7 a.m. where you are, um, please feel free to unmute yourself if you want to jump in holy my goodness they're actually there hi guys um go ahead you can unmute you're, you're muted right now so oh hello, hello. <laughs> hi uh, thank you all so 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 much everything has just been so enlightening it's been great to connect with other souls who are going through similar things to ourselves and who care so much about the, the planet and the people and the world and it's I say how how good it feels to connect. And Felicia, wow, we have so much in common when it comes to overthinking, anxiety, energies, like um, witchcraft, all that kind of stuff. Like I'm pretty sure that's what I'm waking up to. But this is just amazing. I love you all. I love you, love you, love you, love you, love you. Right, Anna, do you want to say something? I hope you understood what we're saying as well. On that note, I'll emphasize composure for 2017, for 2017. Because mm. um, if you think about it, uh, if, if the world is in fact energy, vibration, vibration is, well, music is vibration and composure then. That's the inner work is how I see it, but composure on the outer as well. And to sum up that, of course, <laughs> Quincy says hello. Don't <laughs> summarize it as balance. That's Quincy. Quincy is the best companion. So much love in this teddy bear. In one little teddy bear, I'm telling you. <laughs> anyway, right. Well, that's Thank us. you. This peace, has been peace. profound. Thank you so much. Well, <laughs> bye. bye from Ireland. Oh, thank you guys so much. And honestly, your um, your microphone sounds perfect now. So I'm not sure if you changed something, but just so you know. So that sounded great. I'll, I'm, I'm going to blame Mercury Retrograde for those technical difficulties. <laughs> Yeah, because we're we're entering Mercury retrograde right about now too, which is um, always fun and exciting. So yeah, <laughs> lots of lessons there. But yes, no, Anya and and Katie, thank you, thank you so much. Um, really, really, just your excitement like inspires me just to be able to like see other people really appreciating what it is that we're doing. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what we say in Belfast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay, well, I look forward to being able to like get more of you guys in the hangout as well. Uh, now that your microphone's working for future ones, and um, yeah, that'll be fun. So, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited to learn more about how the uh, shift is unfolding in in Ireland. And uh, yeah, you'll have to keep us in the loop with uh, how your ongoing journey is going. So, but you guys are rocking. You guys are rocking. Yeah, we'll be. We'll promise we'll get into it a lot more seriously the next time. We've just been up for a very long time, and it's just really, really exciting <laughs> to have met people like yourself. That's cool. That's cool. Okay. Well, peace out. Peace out. Love you.
Yeah, and, and I did just want to uh, continue on just what, what they were saying about like the composure. Um, that's such a simple yet effective analogy of thinking about this as like each one of us is like a musical instrument. So even when you go out there and when you're starting your day, think about the difference it makes when you tune your instrument. So, I mean, if you don't tune your instrument and you go out there and you play a song, it's noticeable. It kind of like sounds a little off. So like every morning, say if you meditate for five minutes or you do like your own little like habit or spiritual exercise, size that's your way of tuning your instrument and then you go out there and you play your music your vibration within like this bigger song aka this one verse this universe so um the musical analogy is something that like really really works uh in some very simple yet effective ways and just like thinking about that is our objective to create this like beautiful orchestra of like love and magic and composure and so working on the self is important or else we all show up at the uh you know at, at the grand event and all of our instruments are out of tune so before that you know like knowing that that event is every single day let's like put forth the intention to be able to like really do the the self-tuning so that we can play more music and invite others to do that as well so that together it's just like exponential and that's again like going back on like the whole 2012 thing and what it is that we're moving through um again another simple like metaphors and analogy of understanding it is like really thinking about like the hundred monkey effect and how as as each of us continues to wake up it becomes exponentially more accessible to others uh in this collective conscious kind of way and um yeah and and even just thinking about how literally like what we're going through right now is part of a yuga cycle and the yuga cycles are, are this process of like consciousness like going to sleep and waking up forgetting and remembering and how where we are right now we are in the process of like coming up through a yuga cycle where it is like we are we are riding this conscious wave it's kind of for me what also gives like this this grand element of hope Uh, rather than just saying like oh like we're we're fighting against a war we'll never win it's just like we in one way you want to look at it are inevitably going to win And so it's just a matter of like honoring that and showing up to be a part of it, to be a part of that dance, to be a part of that transcendence, if I were to put it that way. Um, So again, like I think like that in itself is like really inspirational for us to be able to connect with that, that process of like seeing where we already exist in the future as having like accomplished so much. And then rather than just being like, oh, it's already going to happen. Don't have to worry about it. Rather than being like, okay, I'm going to find my place in what makes that happen. And then that's, you know, the everyday actions that come into place with that and the art that we create, you know, and the quest journals we're sharing and the hugs that we're giving and the knowledge that we're absorbing and processing and recalibrating to be able to share with others. So, I mean, yeah, like, each one of us is like this funnel for consciousness to crystallize itself through so that it can share itself through language and through action and through art. And then exponentially, that's how we reach more people through the world. So it's a very, very exciting thing to be a part of right now. And again, like I said, I'm super excited to see where we'll be even just in three years. So moving up to, you know, moving through 2017, the big milestone that I'm like kind of working towards right now is 2020, 2020, like we'll really see where we are by then. And and we'll be able to look back on these years and look at how much we've accomplished. And we've already accomplished so much guys. And just taking a moment here again, to just thank each and every one of you for being a part of this, for all that you've accomplished. Like if we could see everything that we have accomplished, 
our brains would like freaking explode. I'm sure like even every person who's been a part of this, like the little ripples that you guys are creating, like that is making a difference. And again, just going back on like the bigger paradigm shift central project, really what I want to be able to help support in 2017 is the ongoing creation of more paradigm shift communities. So encouraging you guys to be leaders where you are, to be able to help bring events where you are. So simply by me just saying this, it is me planting that seed to say like, Hey, you can do this. All you have to do is like find a place to have your meetings and then invite people out to them. Whether you're calling them paradigm shift meetings or not, you can have them as just a meditation circle, an open-minded discussion circle, open-minded discussion and meditation circle, a sound healing circle, a sound journey circle. It could just be like Saturday afternoon in the park kind of thing. It could be a picnic. All of these are opportunities to be able to bring people together. And it's again, like if you build it, they will come. But your objective, one of many, is to like help build the tribe where you are. And not only will that accelerate other people's growth, but in turn, it'll accelerate your growth and that's the thing like each one of us has that like leader archetype within us and if you're listening to this like you're you're there it is there and and it is something that i invite encourage every person to sort of like meditate on and to step into when the time is ready and perhaps leadership will look different to many people in different ways but knowing that like building a community where you are in 2017 is possible it is a choice. It is a reality that already exists. And if you feel it, then connect with it and then start knowing that it is already there and then start opening yourself up to the little steps that will take you to that future. Because again, like even going back to when I first started the whole paradigm shift thing, it was like, a small process. It has to start small, but if you remain consistent and patient, that is where it continues to grow. And that is ultimately what you're doing. You're you're not just trying to like go big right away. You're building the foundations for something that will have like a lasting impact for, for, for beyond just your own experience as well. So 2017, encouraging people to create paradigm shift communities and art and awesome stuff as well. Kevin, did you want to, was that just a yes? Yes. Is that? Yes. Yes. You do it. You have built it. You're like, you're building like a pyramid, brother. I love it. Giant pyramid. And we're all going to ascend in it, so to speak. We're already ascending. And again, going back to what Lisa was saying, you know, like, uh, just this is kind of a separate topic. But but again, like, with, with a lot of what we're doing, really just like, part of what I feel is the objective is um, opening up to a lot of these like bigger metaphysical ideas, but then like integrating them into a physical experience. So it's not just about like trying to escape this reality, but it's like opening up into bigger perceptions of it and our multidimensional nature. And then bringing that into the, 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 the flavor and the uniqueness of what it means to live as like a three dimensional human with like a 5d consciousness sort of thing. So I feel like that is where our evolution is We're we're, we are part of, we are we are evolving as humans and it's not always just something that will appear as like you know like flippers on our feet or something like that it's like an internal process and it comes into our ability to wake up and as i've said so many times over and over and over to become better dreamers within the dream so much love to you guys and again yeah 2017 creating more paradigm shift communities creating more art helping you guys in that process of creation the practice of creating art is a very beautiful thing and um huge ripple effect so 
Sweet. Okay. Um, just reading some stuff on the side. Okay, guys. Um, so like I said, we are pretty much ready to wrap this up. I'm more than happy to wrap this up in the next minute. Um, Michael, we'll just pass over to you. Just uh, any quick note that you want to add in on that? Go ahead. Well, I just wanted to say as far as, of course, it is uh, good to be very mindful and careful where you put your thoughts because um, I have this idea that people will experience things because I have knowledge to believe that people are creators and a lot more powerful than they probably think, uh, as some people may know, uh, but basically just have to be very careful with their thoughts. I mean, not as just like, you know, like critiquing every thought a person has, but just where they put their intention and their intention and their, uh, their thoughts and their focus as far as what's going to happen. Cause it could possibly, you know, as far as their, uh, experience, as far as, you know, um, what people talk about war and stuff, um, uh, I, I mean, just being very careful about having the conscious choice of choosing uh, what you want to experience because you do have a choice. Um, I was also going to say, do you know um, by any chance if uh had any ideas of, okay, like, you know, um, of course, you know, there's the military and they uh, – you know, I, I mean, you know, they're trained in like physical combat and stuff like that. Is there anything that we could use as far as another plane or another level of combat that we can train in if we don't decide to, you know, you know, train for like physical combat? Uh, uh, I'm not planning on it as far as joining the military, so I'm I'm kind of looking at. Um, if there's another plane of combat we can we can learn or or you know something like uh or or another way of you know playing the game oh look at look at what some of the uh, monks do and everything like i'm actually um it's it's cool because i like subscribed recently to like a, a group on facebook that's like like a pretty much like a, a martial arts training academy in china that's like very monk origin oriented and stuff like that and like their stuff is so inspiring to watch and it's so like about like self-mastery and everything um i mean this is almost like a conversation for another thing but but yeah you know like it's it, martial arts and everything it's, it's not so much about like learning how to defeat your opponent but it's about learning how to master yourself and then through the process of that you can overcome any obstacle knowing that like there isn't an external enemy um in that metaphorical philosophical sense um and again you know like that's where like a big part of this project even though it's not always something that like i literally say all the time but it is about like building a global team of jedi and and, and that modern resurgence of the jedi and what it means to be a jedi and, and yes like being a jedi is like someone who who can also be like sharp like mentally and also like sharp physically and and again like the the physical exploration of of your human experience is a big part of your spiritual growth as well because it allows you to get more in tune with your body it allows you to, to to practice your foresight to be able to connect with your future moments and to be able to practice your intuition um there's a lot there and um yeah yeah so 
Um, but again, like I, I think that's something that could probably be explored uh, a little bit more in the future. So just kind learning, of like, learning to be force sensitive. Learning to be force sensitive. So if you want to refer to that, yeah. Um, speaking of force, I actually just wanted to. Um, Good point, add, though. Oh, thanks for bringing it up, Mike. Um, Pat actually said uh, in the in the chat. Um, Pat, I'm just going to read what you wrote there. Um, uh, Patrick, aka Tranquil, said uh, regarding darkness sparking the light and archetypes. Uh, I'd like to share this excerpt from a very interesting interview. So um, I'm not exactly sure what the um, I'm not exactly sure the origin on this. This may just be a conversation that Patrick had with someone, but basically just saying. Uh, Da, 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 P. Okay, I've seen Master Yoda so many times in your posts. Does Yoda truly exist, or does or does he represent any kind of archetype? So talking about Yoda, Star Wars, and they say it's an archetype. Yes, of what kind? They ask. An archetype of a wise being that, with his wisdom, can overcome and I would say counteract all plans of dark forces. Try as they might, the love will prevail. So yeah, again, like I think that's like such a cool thing to be that that concept of like a Jedi, like a love ninja, to be able to like alchemize situations, to be able to like see lessons and opportunities for growth in any situation that comes our way. So it's not just like the dark forces of like somebody else is doing, but it's like the dark aspects of our own journey that we have to be able to venture through. And sometimes we will get lost in that darkness, but in that darkness, that is where we learn to shine our light, and it is through the process of shining our light that we find our way out of it and again in the process of doing that can help others through their own darkness as well darkness is is a part of the process and again like that's why we honor the solstice we honor the darkness because it is like within the darkness that is where like such powerful gifts are hidden and like they are literally hidden and so like if you're brave enough to like look into the darkness like you will be rewarded and you will be rewarded in ways that will be like very personal to you so but yes uh with that said guys um again i'd like to (laughs) i'd like to wrap this up um but just checking in does anybody else have any intentions that they want to share for 2017 with the team with all the other shifters out there and uh, if not, that's totally cool. Um, KJ, was there anything you want, might want to share just before we wrap this up? And we'll just give us a second there. If KJ's not there, that's totally cool. Okay. Um, is that? Does anybody else have anything else that they want to share that they feel called to share? If that's not the case, then that's totally cool. Okay, cool, guys. All right. Um, does work? No, maybe. Sort of. Yep, Felicia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yes. Cause I don't have the picture on cause it's too dark right now. Um, oh, no I just want to say something that y'all made me think of uh, earlier that I have a theory, like kind of a general theory on like what no- people would normally refer to as magic in like this world or whatever, which you know, most people portray it as like Hollywood magic. But in my opinion, it could be a, a, a more different thing either that we have already perceived or don't quite perceive yet, but that it, it, it exists just maybe not in the context that we think and maybe we haven't gotten there yet and it's like that that magic and science are not really that different that magic is like undiscovered science and that if you look at things from a long time ago that are like beyond a shadow of a doubt proven science now some of those things were even still magic and there was no explanation so everyone thought it was by something else 
and that who's to say that all these things that were like, oh no, that's impossible. That's just magic. There's no way of that things. But, but I know I'm not the only one who realizes that there's other ways that these things could even foreseeably be possible in the future, if not now. And that it's more of a, a spectrum in this sense than just like black and white especially the way it's already progressed over time and that's pretty much it on that but i wanted mm-hmm. to get that put out awesome awesome yeah totally like we're, we're we are in the age of shifting paradigms and, and we're in like sort of like this archaic revival and and i think that's like a super awesome thing to see like ancient knowledge and modern technology merging to create like this beautiful synergistic transcendence transcendence dance transcendence um and you know what yeah. there'll be ahead, plenty yeah, yeah. of people that call, oh sorry there'll be many of people <laughs> plenty of people out there that will you know call so many of us crazy or just like doubt doubt and doubt but mm-hmm. so did they back then with all those other things and the things oh, yeah. before them and before that so yeah totally and and, and again you know like it, it even for us like it is like a process of like exploring these ideas yet still staying grounded um and and that's something we can almost talk about in in, you know in the future as well but i think that happens sometimes where some people get so excited about some of these ideas that 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 it almost like dis distracts them from some of like the the core aspects of their life that are still equally important and everything like that so um yeah like it's this process of like really being like humbled in the presence of this knowledge and, and being excited about it and yet still like again you know sort of like shifting the paradigm on the ego so so it's like kind of like honoring that the ego is like the part of us that that gives it's like that that character that we are here to be able to play as um within the game it's not necessarily that we are it it is a part of us but it is not the be all end all so that we can still like absorb this information and then play the role to be able to like work with the ego as like the ambassador for a lot of this knowledge and stuff um but yeah you know like that's that's a just with a lot of this stuff yeah just like keeping grounded and one of the ways to keep grounded is by like talking to other people about uh you know your ideas and your concepts and stuff like that and and not being afraid for people to maybe like call your bullshit on on stuff if 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 you've got some like crazy idea or something like that even if i can't cite my sources and explain it at the time even if i'm like stuttering and having a panic attack trying to explain even if even still believe and that that in itself is like probably one of like the bigger uh i don't know things that end up i lost the word for it that i don't know like play on the fears and anxieties based upon things that have like actually happened and you know and then people will like question me and doubt me and i'm like either I freeze because I can't explain it or I like just don't know how to explain it to them and they're just like mm-hmm. well you need to because we're talking about it now and then I try to like walk away and they get all like mm-hmm. but but you need to explain everything you say just because you said it you need to explain it and it's like but you're gonna think I do <laughs> yeah 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 exactly like some people will always like need to see like you know so like somebody else's reference or they'll need the facts and stuff like that but again a lot of this a lot of this knowledge and information again you know even back in the day when I was kind of going through early stages of my own awakening like for me like it was just like I'm like wow like this for me this is incredibly obvious that this is like a process of remembering and 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 
that in itself is so simple because it's just like kind of like you'll know when certain things kind of click um but not to say like lock yourself into one belief but there are like certain certain truths about this reality that that are core to like the spiritual awakening that a part of you will just like you'll know them when you hear them kind of thing and whether those have to do with like thoughts creating reality with everything being vibration a lot of like the hermetic principles in a way um but yeah just like knowing that like check in with yourself and and, and really like be able to attune your own uh, ability to you know use discernment within your own investigation of your knowledge because check in with yourself like is this idea something that somebody else just fed you or is it something that you've like created i was literally own... just about to get to that analysis like as soon as you opened your mouth i had that thought that was awesome <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was about to say remember the whole thing about like one of the most uh the best advice i've ever gotten from someone that really like helped me personally on, on more levels than i can even uh explain is he sat there and told me just think of like like who you are and how much of who you think you are is actually based upon what everybody else has told you your whole life think mm-hmm. about it for a minute don't answer me yet think about it and like i sat there and for like you know after just a few seconds it was like oh and i started recalling certain things people have said to me over the years and i'm like oh my i got a lot of work to do yes <laughs> here we go and it just it i remind i try to remind myself of that as much as i can and tell other people and you know spread that advice mm-hmm. and that knowledge yeah and it's it just it's so important for all of us and i've seen it on such a deep level myself yeah and yeah and felicia you're right and 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 again you know like i think again what we're observing within like the spiritual process is awakening a big part of it is like unlearning and, and and removing like the aspects that aren't ourselves so to speak so it's just kind of like peeling mm. back the layers of illusion peeling back the layers of the onion and getting to the core you and and again like everyone's going to reach that core in themselves and and that is um spoilers kind of like this 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 awakening to this idea of like holy crap like i am not just my physical body like i'm something else but again what is that something else that's for each individual person to kind of like explore on their own. But again, like that's the beauty of this, this, this narrative um, is, is that like we've come into this story with amnesia in order for us to relearn. And that's where you have like the beauty of the aha moments and the beauty of just connecting the dots. And, and that for me is like such an exciting thing. When I remember when I was connecting the dots and I was just like, holy crap, like this is starting to make sense. And everything was like building a bigger picture. And, and that's what we want to be able to encourage other people to do, to connect their dots in their own way. Because you almost like, I feel like karmically, like we have to keep things in mind that we almost don't just want to like spoil some big esoteric secrets for people like too soon or too fast you almost kind of have to like ease them into it as they slowly everyone's got to go at their own awakening you know like you don't just want to like unplug someone from the matrix too fast or else it might like break them so to speak um like the the mind is gonna pop yeah he's gonna pop he's gonna yeah, we ha- it's a sensitive thing and we have to be sensitive with it. Um, but, but yeah, like knowing that like that spark and that truth and that remembrance is inside of everyone means that we don't have to force things on people, but meaning that we can do things like 
you know, just like creatively and, and subtly. And, and that still does leave that effect. And again, you know, just 2017, as, as we're getting close to wrapping this up, really just encouraging us to like go out there and hack the matrix of love. You know, that's a term that I love to use. And it's like one of the best ways I can describe it. And so like whether that means, you know, doing free hugs specifically, using shift buttons, going out there, like helping homeless people on the street, helping your community, connecting with friends, hosting circles, like all of those things, all of those things are like hacking the matrix with love. Love. And the matrix is like the system, this, this, this co-created um, sort of like pattern that we exist in. And, and not to say that the matrix is like real or unreal or bad or good or whatever. It's just, it is, it is what it is. And yet in this potential of isness, we have this opportunity to inject more code into it and, and looking at it as like this very like computerized thing um, gives us the, the opportunity to say like, Hey, like what happens when we like add in a little variable and you realize like that's where the chain reactions happen. That's where the ripple effects happen. That's where like, you know, like just the, um, yeah, creating new timelines. Uh, Anya, go, you, you had a something to say, if you want to jump in, go, go right ahead. Or Anya and Katie, if you want to unmute yourself, go for it. Or if you don't want to unmute yourself, go for it either way. Um, okay. I guess not. If you, if you guys do want to say something, feel free to go ahead. Um, obviously you guys like aren't sleeping so who, who needs sleep it's almost it's almost sunrise only a couple more hours yeah. um, i just wanted to say that i Go really ahead. like that i have the matrix with love mm-hmm. um and that was really it because i just put it in and was like oh that's amazing and then then you're like oh do you want to come back and they're like oh sorry. um but yeah half the matrix with love Totally awesome. Yes, it's it's on you here. Uh, I just wanted to announce that it's it's officially sunrise over here. So I wanted to flip back on, enter the light, and Eh? you know, following that sacred neutral intuition as we compose our realities. That's awesome. That's that's super beautiful to think that like we've actually gone through this broadcast like through darkness into light. Like literally, we've been doing it for five hours now that we've actually made it into sunrise at one part of the world because some of us are listening it's the vibe guys thanks you guys you guys are there you you made it tomorrow exists you're already there so that's awesome the sun didn't die and isn't resurrecting in the morning (laughs) uh every every day the sun is just like waking up within us so rise rise and rest with the sun as well and it's important. It's again, you know, like it's important to remember to rest. So well, one thing, so. one thing that's occurred to me is the sun is always rising in all always. the 24, in the 24 time zones. Yeah. So, excuse me. Yeah. Where assuming the rising. I love that. I love that idea. Like assuming the earth isn't flat, the sun is always rising somewhere. So yeah, yeah totally sweet guys. Um, Okay, like I said, I, I I think we've accomplished plenty within this broadcast, and thank you so much, everyone, for being a part of it, for sharing our stories. Uh, it's great to be able to download our inspirations, to be able to say, like, you know, like, hey, like, this is what I'm doing, this is what I'm doing, and simply by just, you know, allowing people to share their voice, like, that goes a long way, and, and it brings them more into the excitement of their own journey, and just encouraging and inviting each of you guys to to tap into that excitement, to, to wake up each and every day with the question in the back of your mind of how you can help change the world. And again, like that can be a, 
big question or that can be that can be a big question with a simple answer in, in a lot of cases mm-hmm. and, and that's really what i want to encourage you guys to do is to just like do the little things and keep consistent and use you know build integrity and just like be courageous be love and just go out there and dance so all right guys i think we're about ready to wrap this up um does anybody else have any any last call last call for the talking stick even if it's just like a farewell and much love to the other shifters love you all love you love you love you (laughs) big hugs big bear hugs from felicia (laughs) awesome Mm, seagulls no it's so funny though because i had it sounds almost exactly like this one thing that like it was just like an inside joke from a film class but in the middle of dead silence the one kid in our class all of a sudden went "Woo, sea foam in like the exact same voice <laughs> and it just i was like that's such a just weird thing like was almost exactly like that i don't know maybe i'm just tired and it's cracking me up extra i don't know perfect perfect <laughs> awesome well let's uh yeah let's do it let's let's, let's crack it up let's uh open up some light that's how the light shines through on your party what what dance party dance party if life is a dance let's dance, dance, party. dance party what do you do at a dance party dance dance party <laughs> keep dancing guys Let's do that, guys. Like, I mean, again, this is going to be the last official broadcast of 2016. So, again, just taking a moment here. Just thank you guys so much. Like, again, we've been doing this Paradigm Shift project for almost a decade. And really, just thank you guys so much for being a part of this. Like, knowing that, like, when I set out to do this, I was just like, all right, like, who am I already connected to? I'm excited to find out. Like, I, I don't know their names, but I know they're out there. And you guys are it you guys are the people who are out there and and again it's just (laughs) you guys are awesome (laughs) so yes thank you guys so much for helping make 2016 another successful year again what we've accomplished this year is huge uh the success with the patreon this year is setting the foundations for the future years to come and again thank you guys so much for your support whether it is through patreon whether it is just through your your listening through your co-creation your quest journals your actions that i don't even hear about thank you guys so much just for just using this as as again like paradigm shift central you can think of it as like that central point of like a ripple and then that ripple it touches each of us and then each of us becomes our own ripple so it's like that chain reaction kind of thing so that is part of the intention of paradigm shift central so thank you for tuning into this broadcast metaphorically and literally and uh for allowing to 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 bring the shift with you where you are so i'm so looking forward to 2017 guys stay tuned we will be having more broadcasts and uh you'll keep an eye open i'll keep your eyes open i'll post the uh, schedule and everything for that but the broadcast will be on wednesdays and um yeah other than that check out more paradigmshiftcentral.com support at patreon.com forward slash brendan Colton. you can create your own profile on the main paradigmshiftcentral.com website and be sure to connect with other shifters and get involved and help create paradigm shift communities where you are and feel free to message me anytime. So guys, are we, are we ready to dance our way into the new year together? Are you ready to do this? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So so everybody here, join me in saying farewell and much love as we get ready to wrap up this broadcast and let's all unmute ourselves and say goodnight to everyone. Good morning. 
and have an awesome now. So everybody join in and dance and well, Oh yeah. And sorry, let me just okay, right here here into dance because only because I forgot to do it. Two, two moments of <laughs> two breaths of like silent meditation before we go into the end of the broadcast. So I, I apologize. I should have done this before. <laughs> we'll finish with more dance. Okay, so like dancing, 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 and now boom, silence, and just chill out for a moment and get in your own zone, and then just go into your own breath, connect with what this is for you, what this moment is for you, and let us bring that into 2017. So a couple more breaths here, guys. So again, just thanking everyone, reminding you of the bigger story that you're a part of. Taking a moment to step back and to fall in love with the mystery, to fall in love with the unknown, to fall in love with the opportunity, with the potential that each and every one of us are, that each and every moment holds. And allowing each of us every single day to continue to step into more of who we are, more of who we came here to be, allowing our light to grow, allowing our light to shine and honoring the process of our own unique growth, our own unique transformation, honoring both the light and the dark within us as love, as teachers, as part of this beautiful symbiotic and dyadic cyclone that is this ever expansive Ever, ever unfolding spiral of conscious ascension that we are riding from here until the eschaton and on and on. So with another deep breath, inhale courage, exhale compassion. Again, deep breath, inhale courage. And exhale compassion. Putting your hands on your heart, feeling your heartbeat as our heartbeat, as one heartbeats, as one song, as one verse, as one love. And silence. I am, we are. Love is infinite. And so gently bringing yourself back and carrying this inspiration with you beyond this present moment into 2017, into tomorrow, into the now, and just doing it. Just doing it because it is already done. And we are here to experience the dance that it is. So, all right, guys, thank you again. Much love. Join me one more time. Let's all unmute our microphones and end this with a dance party. So you guys are awesome. You guys are so freaking awesome. All you Jedi, all you shifters out there. Say goodnight to all the other beautiful people out there. Tell them how awesome they're doing. You guys are awesome. You guys are doing great. Keep going out there. Keep shifting paradigms. Rainbow Dream. blessings to you all. Oh, yeah. Dream and journey world. Mm-hmm. Stars, stars. <laughs> Where's he going?
<laughs> awesome. Sweet, guys. All right. Thank you guys so much. As always, keep it shifty, and we will see you in the future. Much love. Peace. May the force be with you. Peace. <laughs> awesome.